going on? Hey, what's up, Ja? To the uh, rescheduled room for the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. Doing it on a Wednesday this time, because uh, yesterday we were having some problems, so. We're gonna see how this one goes. Good to see some of the usual suspects here. What up, Rika? What up, July? I see you. Woo. Cool. All right. Welcome to round two. Round two of the Butt Stuff uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, Let's, before we even get started, before we get our hopes up, why doesn't someone try calling in just to see if it works? Just real quickly. Anybody at all? We'll see. Yes, there it is. It's working. Oh, it's working. We're in business, baby. We're in business. It's different. It's different this time. Okay, cool. Well, um, I guess I'll just give a, a quick breakdown since this is round two. We did the, the majority of it yesterday, but for those who weren't here yesterday, basically we're talking about um, to what degree can we still have our fun little bullshit in a socialist utopia, right? Uh, is that even a possibility? Uh, consumerism to the extent that it still exists, to what extent is it moral and, and uh, sort of consistent with a socialist utopian society where the means of production are being used now to eliminate scarcity first and foremost. And basically yesterday I argued that uh, Marx would say, yeah, it's, it's totally, uh, you could still basically have Nikes in the, in the revolution. Uh, you could still have cool little commodities that you like. Uh, and in fact, a lot of the denial of people having those commodities and a lot of the waste created by commodities now are due to a lot of the perverse incentives of capitalism, uh, not necessarily to production itself. Uh, but that being said, we kind of all know the deal already. Uh, I would like to get into the, uh, let's just get into the calls, right? I mean, there's also the aspect of, okay, well, clearly there are going to have to be some parts of using the means of production to make sure that we're not creating needless waste. There's going to maybe be a period of time where we have to uh, bring our production back into line with uh, just living harmoniously on earth. Uh, but that's not undoable. Uh, that's and that's not to say that because we do that, it means that we all have to wear the same pair of gray overalls. Um, so let's just see if this works. All right, July, you're up next. Go ahead and unmute yourself. It's about damn time. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what up, July? Is that is that your theme music now? Is yes. Your... <laughs> yes. The Muppets. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. How you doing, July? What's what's going on in your Wednesday? Well, um, 
I always feel like I'm juxtaposing the silliness with the serious topics. So that's kind of my, my thing. So. Yeah. 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 That but, makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, I guess that you do that too. I mean, it's one of those things that you kind of got to keep your spirits up when, you know, right. times crazy. But as far as your topic goes, I mean, uh, I mean, okay, so a little bit of the old fashioned view of capitalism, which was, you know, I think it's natural that people want to make things, create things. You know, my papa had a hardware store. He definitely, you know, just having a shop. Those things are kind of natural. I think we'll always want to be those kind of people, but it's right. inflated, um, not necessarily the people who create the stuff, but who want to sit atop it and suck all the value out of it. And, you know, as our systems have gotten bigger and bigger purposefully, I think right. of like leech industry. I mean, for in, for example, the healthcare industry isn't about health or care. It's about a money industry sitting atop of it, controlling everything and having no connection to the the services or the people or the needs or the health, you know. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, it's just so twisted and um, I, I guess I get really passionate about, and maybe this is just a, a methodology that um, makes sense in my mind, and I'm still trying to figure out if I'm not communicating it well enough or, or what, but really, um, for me, if you don't kind of look at how it got that way, analyzing the the path that it took to get get there it's really hard to think of how you're going to fix it and so i'm always trying to sort of bring up the topic about the many steps the many avenues that uh people who you know behind the scenes with the money maneuvering and planning and mm -hmm and making it so over a long period of time. And now it just, the, the sort of cynical, scary view is that it's just so deep. How can you see fixing it? I mean, it took so many steps to get here. There's, you know, not a, a clear cut path out, but I know that all of us you know, as we talk on these college shows or it's the main topic of conversation, you know, what are we going to do about it? So. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm looking up the quote right now um, from Lenin. That's it. But Lenin, I forget what work it was in. Maybe it was state and revolution, but said there are decades where nothing happens and there are weeks where decades happen. Hmm. Uh, I think when it comes to something like, end stage capitalism, which we're in right now, where the incentives are so perverse that scarcity is sort of a necessary component to its functioning. 
artificial scarcity is a necessary yeah. component for its functioning. Um, making products intentionally shittier is a necessary component for its functioning because it drives profit. Uh, creating more waste needlessly is a necessary component of capitalism because when the incentive is just profit, 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 you run into a lot of these uh, issues, right? As long as it's more profitable, at least for the shareholders on a quarterly basis or however often they're getting their dividends or their, their profits from the industry, and, and, and it's usually quarterly, but um, I guess it depends. But as long as it's within their interests to needlessly pollute the earth by creating a bunch of really shitty stuff that's going to break very quickly and then uh, wind up in our oceans, uh, they're going to continue to do it because the people who are benefiting from that system are benefiting significantly, uh, a, a lot of them. And, you know, even, you know, I'm glad you brought up the example of healthcare too, because it's, it's, it sort of drives home the point I think that Marx is making here. Um, and, you know, Marx is not the be all end all of what we want socialism to look like either. But, uh, you know, he talks about how capital has a, a capitalism in particular has a, a perverse relationship with consumerism. And in some ways it's actually anti-consumer, right? Uh, it's anti-consumer because the point of capitalism in a large part is to create sort of needless consumerism, these products and these things that you have to have, and to also drive down your wages as much as possible to always keep you in need. Um, and it also is anti-consumer in the way that they're making products intentionally worse so that they break faster and you have to, again, buy another one. Um, you know, I think last episode I gave the example of light bulbs, but if you don't know anything about how light bulbs have been, uh, sort of a group of all the people who made light bulbs got together and had a secret meeting that isn't so secret anymore, but they basically said, Hey, we need to make light bulbs last. Uh, the, the lifespan of light bulbs needs to be a lot shorter so that they break more often and that people will have to buy them more. Yeah. Um, I remember when that was happening and like I have a car from 2001 and I, I have a couple of gearheads in my family. And, you know, that was according to them and they know that kind of stuff. That was the last year that they had good parts on the right. car. They intentionally. Right. And, and, and you're right about every single product. And, and even before that, I remember the eighties sitting with my papa in his little room, which was one of my favorite things to do to crowd as many people in a tiny room as possible. But, uh -huh. but um, <laughs> that, that if you're going to, you know, because before that, there was a concept of your long-term goals. And right. part of that was that you're going to have a year that wasn't as profitable because you're building something with your long-term goals. And right. they sort of had that idea, those new quote-unquote economists were like, oh yeah, we never have to, go uh for a year without making profit or a month or a day right. you know right. but or the, a second or a you second. know but the step by step effort it took to do that you know um it, it just the writing was on the wall 
just my papa and I talking about it then, you know, oh my gosh, what they're going to have to do to make that happen. It just doesn't make sense with yeah. how you build a business. But I mean, even stuff like I was telling Shelly the other day, like back in the day, even the cat food was real food, you know, and, and I believe it was um, Rumsfeld, his company was um, artificial sweetener and it had a byproduct and they were like, Whoa, what do we, it's such a waste to have this byproduct from the crap we're making. Let's put it in something, you know, we'll sort of have a secondary market for, you know, our, our waste product. And, mm. you know, so it was like, you know, just ruthless and that disconnect of, you know, it's like they're going to have kids and grandkids and, and true rich people, like you were saying, they don't really get hurt by the choice. They have the uh, their wealth enables them to kind of rise above the effects of what they're yeah. doing. Um, yeah. So they had to work on that front because their kids and grandkids were going to school with all these, you know, um, kids that were more diverse and um, weren't as well off. Um, so mm. they were like their peer group. They were influenced by them to, we were influencing each other, you know, to be cool and, and not be such asshole dicks, you know? Yeah. And they had asshole dicks are the worst, just worst. the absolute worst. <laughs> and so, but they, but they had, so they had to change you know, each thing to, to eliminate the places that were giving them a hard time. You know, when, when your kids are fighting with you about, you know, ruining stuff, then you change the system, you right. know? So, and, and I heard something just this week about talking about where they're, they're working so hard on gutting the schools and taking teachers to um, like, gig workers instead of a profession i mean every bit of dignity it's i mean it uh, as americans you know so much of our best qualities are our inventiveness and being creative and the whole legendary story of the people who created things in their garage you know and And, but you had to have some of that free time to do that. You were starting to talk about that yesterday a little bit. And, and so they had to start squeezing that they, they need the people to, to invent and create stuff, but they have to have control over it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that now too, with the inventiveness and the creativity of people, um, even the inventiveness and the creativity like you said, it takes time. It takes sort of um, a certain level of freedom for people to be able to have energy or have at least moments to pursue those creative ventures. Um, you know, the moment for the inspiration and then the moment to actually follow through with it. But the other problem with sort of the gigification of all of these jobs is that it, it makes people more and more desperate. And as you make people more desperate, this is one of the worst, in, like, most perverse things that's happening under capitalism right now is as they make people more and more desperate, their ability to engage in not just creative ventures or not just like their own lives, but in any kind of politics whatsoever, right? In any sort of 
forward moving thing to change the system is just diminished because you have to take care of your basic needs first, right? You have to, you have to have food on the table. You have to have a place to sleep. You have to have a place to be. And it's, it's, you know, uh, some of the criminalization right now that's happening, I think it's in California, in certain parts of California with homelessness, super alarming, especially yeah. since the numbers of homeless people in California are off, off the charts, right? Uh, conservative estimates, I think, say in some, I think, I, I think there's probably 500,000 homeless people. I can't remember where I heard this, but maybe in California, I I don't know what the exact number is. I wonder if there's something I can look up, but like the, the fact that the solution to these things becomes criminalization too, uh, because it would, it would eat into, or it would be against the interests in the large part of a capitalist system to actually be providing these people with housing. At least maybe people are convinced it would be right. Um, whether it would drain resources from, uh, you know, more taxes or from somehow like the government having to spend more money on it, or whether people think that it would drain resources by, uh, by making, giving a certain amount of people who are working just to afford housing, less of a motivation to stay in those jobs, right? Because if you had housing as a guarantee, then you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to work to keep your housing, right? Like you, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and keeping up with your rent and everything, as soon as you have some freedom outside of that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, then you may make some different decisions for yourself. Yeah. You, you may not work the same job. You may yeah, you move. You can. And, and another aspect of that is in Tennessee, for one, they're trying really hard to criminalize the homeless population more. And um, and then you've got the prison industry and yeah. you always need. Oh, you know, and when that became a for profit industry, you know, back in the day, it was like there were they had the kitchens and they were training people to cook. And that was a pretty standard sort of route to um, having a, a, a job after you left. And right. um, and just that that the, the sort of gnawing cruelty of people to not want people to just eat decent food. And I know the Alabama prison system will, will give the, the excess, the more money you save on feeding them, the you get to keep it. So the, yeah, the, um, yeah. so yeah. the moldier off the better. And, and it used to be, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to sound like, the good old days, you know, but, but it just, it, it, but it, it was working towards, you know, all these places that there were places of dignity and that inventiveness thing, you know, when you could only have one, when you only had to have one person working in a family to support a family, you had, you had even more of that free time thing that we're talking about. So yeah, it definitely is a, you know, step by step. And if you, if you really look at it from that angle, like if you were going to try to do this really bad thing for these bad intentions, what would it look like? It starts making a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, 
it's 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 the 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 sort of motivations and the way that the system works as it currently is um are going to try to commodify everything and monetize everything and make everything about uh, an opportunity for profit um prison systems being one of them but I, I a lot of the things that i'm really worried about right now with the gig economy the gigification of all of these jobs and then sort of the the push away from any kind of ownership which is interesting because you think capitalism you think well people should be able to own private property or whatever right not um, everybody no it's not everybody i mean like even if you look at how video games work nowadays right like it used to be you buy a video game you pay usually 50 60 dollars but then you just own the video game well now you pay maybe 20 to 60 to buy the game and then to get the additional content you pay more and to uh, you know you pay a monthly fee to keep paying it online and or playing it online and then you get you know and it's it, that kind of model is happening with everything i there was a story about i think it was it's either bmw or mercedes or some car company that have heated seats that are installed in the car but to access them you have to sign up for a subscription program mm. so they're already in the car but there's a software uh, the software of the car actually prevents the heated seats from working unless you sign up for their stupid ass monthly fee something you know oh. they're the netflix of heated seats or whatever like that's it's a disaster it's an absolute disaster and and without any sort of check on those kinds of um issues or in those kinds of uh, like operations of capitalism it's going to continue and while it does that it's also destroying the earth right so it's look it, i mean I, I, frankly even if i couldn't have my fun bullshit anymore under socialism, which I don't think that's true. I think you can. Um, but even if I couldn't, at this point, I, I don't, I don't, like, capitalism's going to destroy itself. It just, I, I don't see how it's not going to do that. But, you know, also, I love how you call your grandpa your papa or your pappy. That is awesome. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, that is <laughs> areas that got flooded real bad up in pound virginia is where mm. but not as bad as kentucky but um definitely they were evacuating people well anyway i've been talking a long time let me let some other people talk okay thanks for calling in july always a pleasure to hear from you Hi. okay all right coming up next we got allison allison hey what's going on go ahead and unmute yourself and hey going good can you hear me okay yeah sound great okay Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so I, I came here for the, um, what was it? The, the live side pillows of big titty anime goth girlfriends. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that we're getting back to the plot. Um, what's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, yeah. okay. So I, I am a like long-term retail worker. Okay. And part of okay. like, usually I only retail for like things I like, right? Like I'm not going to try. I mean, sometimes I got desperate and like had to sell lotion or had to sell handbags that were like, Girl, mid, it's capitalism. You don't got to explain it's it. Capitalism. You got to, you know, but the worst thing is when you actually like really love something and then you become a seller of that thing. Yeah. And then you realize in like real time that you are not only stealing from customers, 
customers and your boss is stealing from you, but also you are stealing from the earth because these little fucking pieces of paper with little Korean boys on them do not have any inherent value. And yeah, well, like, they have they have value in our hearts, Alice. Exactly. And that's why that, that's the only good point of capitalism to me. Like that yeah. in my mind is like what I would consider like a moral good. Right. It's like when you have things that genuinely <laughs> yeah, yeah. bring joy, like ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. that's where capitalism should come in and like do all its innovation. And then when it comes to like actually living and surviving, that's when, you know, that's what socialism is for. Um, yeah. and like, we shouldn't have to be like competing over like medicine and like those things should be like not tied up with the ends of the earth. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think, and I think part of this discussion is to say that ice cream can exist under socialism too. Yes. Right? Like, and it can be even better, you know? Yeah. Ice cream, um, life-size pillows of uh, big titty anime, goth girlfriends, yep. um, you know, all the stuff that all of us have and love and yeah. enjoy. It's really funny to say that because my mom just, she, she joined today. She's, that's right, everybody. My mom is actually here. Hello, bye, today. mom. You did a great know, job. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> thanks, mom. Yeah, thanks for making me. But it, it is funny because um, I I think there's an assumption that those things cannot exist or continue to exist under socialism. In some ways, collective ownership with collective ownership of the means of production, they might be. I don't know if you would say more likely to exist. But th th that's kind of, there's an argument there. I mean, I mentioned I, last time. Um, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, is, is there like a, the more likely to exist? Like, yes. Can you scale yeah, on that? That part. So there's an argument that Steve Keen has made. Uh, he's like an Australian economist, which basically says that, look, uh, socialism or socialist systems have a tendency to lack the sort of motivations or incentives needed to drive innovation, the kind of innovation you see a lot mm -hmm. with capitalism. Um, and he brings up some examples. He's basically saying that uh, because you can sort of drive profits or, or, or worker wages Effort. down, mm -hmm. yeah, um, it frees you up more for research and development if you choose to do it or for to hire people for innovation and because you are constantly competing against your uh you know fellow capitalist who wants to yeah. do the same they're all looking for that um that next big thing that next hit yeah. and that can uh it's always an incentive to be like a first mover uh, yeah i mean that's a, a rather first. bad faith take right because in reality we have it has been shown that capitalism is far more likely to go into abuses of system than say socialism, which like broadly has like controls over certain things. Absolutely. Like, I think it's like, limited, yeah. like, like, the, like for, in my view, a lot of times the ingenuity quote unquote, or the inventiveness quote unquote of Americans and capitalist countries is like for stupid shit that we don't yeah. actually need. It's like they're yeah. trying, they're creating problems to solve for the purpose of, the profit of the solution correct, and we're correct. a lot of other countries that either have a more balanced model or a more socialist communist like they they are literally just like building for the sake of 
building because it's good. Like in China, there's a huge issue right now because there's not enough people to put into these houses and they're building all of these like giant um, apartment infrastructures and there's just not enough people living in those areas yet. And I'm like, yeah. I would love having too much housing to be my issue. You know, yeah. I, I, I can that not be, I, I would love to have too many people bothering me about how, how my health is and coming to check on me and like too many teachers, like, and that's the thing is like, I feel what happens in a lot of like more communist socialist countries is they get like, like Cuba, for example. I mean, that's a big, I mean, that's yeah. such a tiny fucking country. It's hard to even like, like, what is the total, like if Cuba had been free this whole time and been able to do what they actually wanted to do instead of like being limited by American, sure. like what, yeah. what more could yeah. they have created besides curing lung cancer well, that's and like literally be on the front lines of yeah. like all of the major illnesses in the past, you know, 50 to 60 years. And I think that's, you know, that was a pathway of like innovation that they decided to go upon because it was like good. And I feel like capitalism just, you know, because of the the naked profit like yes. that's we end up going we down these like just silly loopholes and like also the mm -hmm. the long-term thinking i think capitalism in general you mentioned this a little bit earlier but capitalism in general is all about the next quarter the next uh you right, know uh, right, year right. like it, it's never about the long-term plan i mean sometimes it is if right. you're like oil and gas industry and you know it, it for a fact that you're going to run out of supply so you have to like try right, to like right, milk right. it for as long as possible mm -hmm. but in a lot of other cases like they're literally just doing this shit for like like i me as a person who like used to run a really successful business and just as a as a person like i would never waste my time doing stuff that like is morally bad like i don't under, and like in half the time it doesn't even make good money like yeah. the the products that this innovation has been producing, like most of the quote unquote innovation is actually happening in under countries because like we just like we don't want to pay for people to do that labor here. And so uh, I'm like, so what, at what so point is innovation? Sorry, 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 sorry. Like, so you much fire your thoughts here. and There's other people, no, but as someone no, who like works fantastic. in yeah. the trenches of retail, like, and I feel retail retail is like one of the only morally good jobs like along mm. with like customer service like i have like two tiers right in my mind it's okay, like yeah. people who customer service cooks you know restaurant care workers like people who actually serve like in a capacity to another person like that's an a, like an eternal good like it's always going to be good because right. like and it's always going to be reproducible and it's always going to have like a net benefit versus some things like they don't they have no net benefit at all they just have net like detractors so i'm like yeah. why would you just like spend tons and tons of money for those things like, well, you could just make one light bulb that works for the rest of eternity. Well, you don't make and money then you that way. Spend that money on other shit. That, well, like, that's the problem, right? That's the problem. Now, I bet Steve Keen would probably come around and say something like, well, look, the profits, if generating profit is generating some kind of value in something, and if you can generate a surplus value, that's where the profit comes from, like generally, right? Yeah, so yeah. say that you can generate a surplus from all of these different things and then allocate those resources to things that are more useful. Yeah, right. There's, like, you know, there's maybe more of an argument for something like that, right? But the problem is if it's still dependent on the constant exploitation of people's labor, yeah. then you're not giving people the choice to, you're, 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 you're not giving people the amount of freedom that they should be entitled to just 
being here, right? Like having the kind of control, like, I don't know, I got a friend right now who's doing something where I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but it's basically, it's privatizing. The idea is to privatize uh, or to take companies and basically run them all as for profits, but in the same way that someone like uh, Newman's own uh, Mm -hmm. is run. So Newman's own, for those who don't know, they make salad dressing. Paul Newman was a a really hot actor um, who was really good at making salad dressing. Who knew? And his company, as far as, 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 as I mean, as far as I know, there? Newman, there was a joke there. Sorry. Well, was there? I don't know. He was. He yeah, he could definitely dressing. toss a salad. Oh yes, hell yes, yeah. baby, let's yeah. go. It goes with sorry, butt sorry. Stuff, too. I mean, how did like, I miss you know, that? Goose base it. See, that's where all like mostly women and gays in this chat. Like, my well. sorry. Yeah, I have a good community. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I was so impressed by. I was like, this, this, your little uh, description gave me like faith. <laughs> and, <laughs> like I was like that that's the space that I want to be in like all these yeah. other like calling shows I'm like y'all cringe as fuck like give me the big titty anime goth girlfriends this is someone who's based <laughs> in reality here like so anyways yeah. anyways yeah anyway, uh, well, anyways Paul Newman um salad tossing yada yada but basically the idea is he wants to um wow. run basically all companies like uh Newman's own to where you generate all the profits uh, and those profits are reinvested to the extent that they're not reinvested in the business operations are reinvested for, uh, charities that would be yeah. the most effective charities. Um, and he's a big, uh, what do they call them? Not reciprocal altruists. Um, EA, what is it called? Oh shit. Uh, he, he would kill me. Right? Effective altruism. That's what it's called. Effective um, altruism. Okay. Yeah. And so th- this is like a space that like, I think Steve Pinker's in here and like, mm, I think yeah. Sam Harris is like an effective altruist, yeah, but yeah. there's still an element of it that doesn't like the, the problem still is okay. Well, the system is still dependent for the way that it makes its profits in many of these industries on artificial scarcities and making yeah. sure that things are not, equally distributed and mm-hmm. exploiting time and making the profit through the squeezing of labor. Right. And yeah. that is, that's something that, you know, like a conscious capitalism won't get over and it won't do. And I, I think you make some really good points about the innovation um, of capitalism. Like I think, I think, look, there, there's no doubt that capitalism compared to like feudalism or anything before it has been the most innovative system that we've had but that doesn't mean that innovation is we're at the pinnacle of a system that inspires yeah. innovation in fact absolutely we've already, absolutely. We've already pointed out multiple uh, th- there's so many examples that we can look at when it yep. when capitalism is anti-innovative it, it is yeah. it excuse innovation for profit because that is the point the point of capitalism is not innovation it is profit make yes. money you know and You'll have companies that will see a new uh, innovative company that's rising up and a big company will either buy it out or just crush them because they don't care or about like the innovation. Or literally just they'll... steal it. Yeah, or steal it. Like, like uh, in, uh, with Instagram, with TikTok, yeah. and then mm-hmm. YouTube did the same thing. And like, and like the point was like the algorithm still is going to be inferior because you're still using... Um, so, okay, so how would you... Like, so what's the solution to this then? Like, yeah. Oh, like, I to... feel like a 
to the, to the whole like the whole American project. Like, like, do you see anything? Like, is this an ethos problem where people just don't understand? Like, I mean, I think the problem is like our country instead of being run as a country, it's being run as like a like a you know. It's it's a big a part of who fund? runs it, honestly. The right. people who run the and not just like our our leaders, but the the fact yeah. that corporate corporate interests dominate any sort of um, average everyday Americans uh, needs, wants, desires. So the democracy that we have is not truly a democracy, right? Oh, they give us two candidates, and one of them is a literal fucking fascist, and the other one is asleep or dead. Like and oh, you know like. Yeah, yeah, but they're the, but they're also, the right color, you know. Right. Well, that's the thing, you know. And they and we're sold this idea that oh, only Joe is the one that could do it. Vote for us because the other one side is so bad. And look, I'm not going to sit here and sing praises to Trump about his policies or how he ran the country because he didn't really run. He was that guy was just golfing and being a yeah. Well, bitch. Speaking, that's I mean, all that's he was the big doing. thing. Like none of these people really run the country, right? It's it's right. You know, I mean, I don't want to get into like a cabal, but but like there are corporations, bottom lines, profit right. sheets, like the people certain who decisions protect, are made based on. Yeah, yeah. They, they they protect certain groups. They protect elites. They protect the salt tax. They protect the um, sort of American hege- uh, what is it? hegemony. Um, yeah, hegemony. Yeah. Okay, hegemony. Like class hegemony. system. Well, can either you, one. Hegemony or hegemony. Can, can you give me the country of origin or um, hegemony? Ooh. Hegemony. Um, I think that's a Greek origin word, which is yeah, kind of like a, a later. But I I don't do English. I only do the other languages. So yeah, hell yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do American. Like, English that's is my worst language. Um, but yeah, I mean, like when you look at the fact that uh, the kinds of interests that the American government protect and the way that they have historically uh, all come together on issues that are really the worst for working people here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really the, uh, you know, you, we're not even talking about like the military industrial complex aspects. Yeah, it, right? absolutely. Which that, that is grift upon grift upon grift. Like that is I, like imagined grift. Like, I mean, when when Dick Ugh. Cheney is getting no bid contracts while he's vice president of the United States for uh, his part in Halliburton for the Iraq and Afghanistan wars for like he that's you know yeah. like, I get like yep. I, Trump definitely did pay to play don't get me wrong there's a lot They're of like pay I mean, to play over in Saudi Arabia but this has been going on for a long time yeah and yeah with respectable politicians quotes yeah. right like these respectable. Yeah. Yep. These goofy ass, these mm-hmm. goofy ass people that they got running the country, and yep. it's so. What do I see as a solution? I do see, like, look, there are. I I cannot give a step by step plan of how to yeah, of take not. the power back. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that there have to be a lot more people seeing through the bullshit and talking about how uh, people should have an ownership stake in companies that they work at, that people should have. Uh, I, I do think a lot of the, you know, the living wage stuff. We should control the, the means of production. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. ultimately what should be happening. Yeah. And it's, well, I mean, it's you can control the means of production in many different facets. So I think it's like right. in any in any point in your life, like introducing more democracy and more like shared 
you know, communication and, and ownership of that one thing, like, right. is better, right? Like, and being and making choice and like learning how to make choices as a group collectively based on what is best for like those who are most marginalized, um, which right. I think that'd be a completely right. separate, like, like, I mean, like, I think the American project is just so big. Like America as a country is so big and so diverse, like incredibly diverse. Like we're talking yeah. like, and not, and not like because people immigrated or moved or anything. I'm I'm just talking like how people think, how people move, like what, right. what are, what things we actually enjoy in our time. Right. Like right. it's going to be a lot different. Like, like some people, they can like fasten their belts, you know, you know, kind of like in that, you know, and like kind of just, they, they've survived recessions right, before right, they, right, they've you know right. they, they they have a little bit more capacity because they've been mentally traumatized either them or their family right. already so they have right. like more they hide the cash in the in a little you know just in case mm-hmm. like you yeah. like and you yeah. you, you saw automatically like people right yeah they were, yeah, they yeah. Were i mean i really don't think more, uh, I mean, people talk enough about like i like the like the body and like internal trauma like that happens like genetic trauma that happens mm. when like yeah, you have that's true. you know like like because it wasn't just one famine right like every person who came to america like were you know everyone was kind of going through it and then it, they were continuously going through it for like you know how how is this fucking country now 400 years or whatever um yeah, so and it's, and, it's, and we just yeah, it never ends that. there's no healing there's no like introspection to yeah. begin healing those things and i think that's why we're also like this is mine go away you know and because like we've become a little territorial because of the way the american project has been set up and like so that's why i'm like you have to like there are no borders there is no territory free open your heart more to like that we all own this and we're all a part of it and like that's why you can't see other countries like when people get all in like they want to start talking about china they want to start talking about and i'm like what in the world you're talking about like like because to me there is no countries there's just people and i mean that's yeah that's that's the thing a lot of the times we get caught up on how diverse america is and people say well we can't do it here because it's we're all so different like no we are not that different like when yeah. you put when you break it down People really want, at a most basic human level, they want the same things. They want to be mm-hmm. like Maslow's want... hierarchy of needs. Like, yeah, that's it. That's literally. it. You know, they want, they want to be able to live. They want to be able to have some time to themselves, form communities, be in communities, be part of, you know, pursue their interests. Um, people just kind of want to, for the most part, chill and develop interests yeah. and and have, you know. Chill uh, and vibe with their friends and family. And that's it. Yeah. Like, so anything that makes those th- that easier for people, I think yep. we can get a lot of people to actually get behind. Um, it's just about finding ways to cut through the bullshit sort of framing that is happening uh, because a lot of these news networks and a lot of the corporate interests want us to be fighting over this issue or that issue. And they don't actually want to address the underlying conditions, which are leading people to be fucking miserable in this country because they need us to be hungry and good little buyers of things. They need us to work long enough. Like imagine how many like dog, if we own the means of production, everyone could get a big titty anime girlfriend, goth girlfriend pillow immediately. Let's just make them. We'll make them real durable. And like, 
Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I just want to say there are a whole lot of small business manufacturers mm-hmm. in China, in Vietnam, in Malaysia, in Japan that create yeah. good fucking shit. Okay, yeah. at like small businesses no that can make them big goth titties. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like uh, they can mouse pads. Mouse yes. pads, you know, yes. and, and like, and literally, it's not even like a large IP. It can be like a fan of of like Naruto decides he wants to make a you know Kakashi titties or something, and, and you can do oh, that. Yeah. And like, there's no margin. Like, it's done for free because we're we're just paying for the labor of the person who yeah. made in the in the in material. And the yeah. point is to get you that titty mouse pad. And like that's that it. to me is like that's that's freedom, you know. Like not like oh, yeah. I like I want to be able to access the things that I want to access and send money towards, and not like before like have trash forced down Amen. my throat. And and Amen. I feel like because I had expo like exposure to like the internet and like I speak a couple different languages and so and i just in general i'm a little bit more you know i, I was on that anime side of the internet back in the day you know? okay oh you're and a little so, weeaboo then we have gone oh, we have gone shit. through yeah we have gone Damn. through all of the yeah we, we did that for a couple of years we did yeah it was fun um it's like punk <laughs> so cool honestly <laughs> honestly i would okay if you ever wanted to do like an actual pop culture episode and talk about subcultures, that would be so fucking interesting. Um, like that's a good idea, actually. Because be like a lot of fun. conventions, I mean, there's also like women's spaces, men's spaces, and then like the gays. And yeah, dude, they have they got some spaces and they're awesome. Yeah, the gays um, are killing it right now too. The, they true, are. I mean, they've been killing. They've been killing it for like, oh, like, yeah. since the beginning. It's just no one's paying attention. True, and now true, true. TikTok, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah honestly just i mean that's the big thing is like i okay so the overarching shit that is capitalism is mm-hmm. we are not getting things that we actually want like right. like everyone actually wants representation everyone wants like cool good tv shows and like good yeah. fucking clothes and like we yeah. want quality shit and we'll pay money for quality stuff but yeah. the thing is like the corporations they don't they don't want quality stuff they don't want to pay for labor they don't want to make something that lasts a long time they only want to have profit for like 10 people at their company and so that's why i'm like i i don't know what how to like what do people do for work now like how do like how are some people like navigating the the moral dilemma of the modern workplace and like what is girl in in exchange because like honestly at this point i like becoming a cam girl is more like morally good <laughs> than and like fucking working at a large company and i'm just I mean, you know i'm trying to survive to i'm trying I mean, to survive you, but, there are, there's uh, uh yeah i won't even get but... into it but there's like yeah that's a that's that's a question that i've been asking myself lately and that you know if i didn't get to choose the cases i was working on they're yeah, it'd be a little bit of a problem. I, honestly, yeah. I mean, do I ever tell you? Do I ever tell y'all when I worked at a different firm and they had me doing collections cases for a little bit? <gasps> oh my god, what kind of collection? Like against just people, right? Like normal for houses, people. or I won't go too much into it, but it okay, was like construction okay. equipment. Oh my and god! Here, here's what would happen. Here's what <sighs> would happen. These people would lease out. Let's call them uh, like traffic cones right? Okay. They yeah. would lease out traffic cones to people and the people would, you know, borrow the traffic cones and then they'd set them up and do their little construction projects. And then they would pay for the lease. You know, you're renting our traffic cones and then you send them back, you give the cones back 
everything's a done deal, bada bing, bada boom, whatever. Um, yeah. So people were leasing these traffic funds, but sometimes they, they wouldn't pay or they'd have a little bit of an outstanding balance. And we're talking amounts of like $1,000, Oh my God, that's like which, petty money. It, but it's it's petty money for it's now that means a lot to people, right? Yeah, no, but yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, but for a large about, company, like when we're talking exactly when we're talking about yeah. what a company will pursue, it's nothing. And or, they, or you have like Caterpillar and these like large like that are almost like military mm-hmm. contractor adjacents like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's it's wild. But here's what would happen. So. This the people who ran this traffic cone company wanted to have a reputation for being ruthless with going after people who didn't pay their bills. Now they're basically going for a deterrent strategy, right? Like make the punishment as bad as possible so that word gets out and people won't do it. Now, is there some evidence to support deterrent strategies generally with criminal law? Yes, no, but it really does not work. Like not. I mean, people still murder. People still do drugs. It's not I mean, strong. It's... Not strong at all. It's it's terrible evidence. It's it's really bad. Um, anyone who says that it's it's really effective, like deterrence is a really effective strategy, not. is not familiar with the literature. Uh, okay, so yeah, these people, these motherfuckers, decide that it's more worth it to pay me however many hundred dollars an hour to travel out to a town the next town over you know every time that i was going out uh, to a different courthouse i was going to the next town over they they're spending each time for me to go out there now i don't see this money but the firm would see this money right because i'm salaried but the firm would see the money they're spending at least a thousand dollars every time i go out for a court appearance and there's like 10 15 sometimes for some of these collection cases, right? To send me out there to go try to collect money from someone who doesn't have it just so they can ring up the bills more on this person. And I would say every time, one of the reasons I fucking left was because I was like, yo, this is so stupid. And not only is it stupid, it's like immoral. Like tell your client, dog, tell your stupid ass, bullshit ass, Fucking small little baby ass dick having ass client. Did y'all try to to call them? Over it, like you need to you need to stop because with your shit, you know the shit that they're you are spending more money on me to be out there, and you're not getting the reputation that you want. And if you've ever been in a collections case, people on the other side are hurting. Okay, yeah, of course they're hurting. I uh, I remember the one that made me quit. I still remember her crying, and I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, Honestly, thank you. For, that's out. a that's a that's a class uh, solidarity. It was like, just bullshit. It was bullshit. It was complete bullshit, and it makes me so mad. It's so stupid. And but see, the, the, that was a small case, but like, imagine the literal millions and millions and millions of dollars in lawyers and like efforts that Amazon and Starbucks are doing right now in like oh, anti-union drive it's efforts. Insane. Like, it's insane. It's insane, and they literally could just given their employees the fucking money and the employees would have like been happy. Like all they had to do is just yeah. make like, yeah. and, and instead there's, cause it's the more, it's like, the, it's the point, you know, the point is suffering. The point is control. And if like and, yeah. the serfs that's, rise that's, up against the master, yeah. you know, like you can't, so it's man, shit's fucked. Like that's the other um, problem. And that, that'll be the last thing I say. And then I'll, I, I promise I'll stop. Yeah. I, I, I should go too. But, but here, here's the thing. Here's another benefit 
of collective ownership of the means of production is that because only certain people own the means of production right now, they get to indulge in their worst bits of humanity, in their pettiness, in their whatever they want to do to control and to uh, impose it on all of the rest of us. And they do it. I like, look, there are some more benevolent rich people, I'm sure. But there's also like Elon Elon Musk's dad, who just had like a baby with a stepdaughter that he's been raising since she was four. Like, yes, who's only what, like, who's like still a baby? She's like, wait, yeah, (laughs) it's it's completely fucked. And no one says shit to this motherfucker to his face. If you've ever been in a room with like a really rich person, and like, no, I try not to do that. Oh my god, the degree to which you'll go to some of these networking events and shit, and everybody is just. Oh, hello, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, everyone just wants to be on their good side. Oh, please, please give me work. You know, like, like, don't do anything. And it's like, this is that. Look, the fact that, like, we've all seen Trump. Is that motherfucker on any sort of moral high ground or any sort of like any kind of this is just a dumb, fat, rich bitch. No offense. And, you know, no No, offense. Body shame him or whatever, but fuck him. Like, it's that's what he's doing. Like he's, but people will capitulate to him and try because that's how they, that's how the system is set up right now. I think it's a more just system for us to be like, I don't think no one man should have all that power. I think that is a more just system. I don't think that because someone never like went to fucking therapy or whatever, when they got money, that now they think the best way to get their rocks off is to pursue people for little collections here mm-hmm. and there and to spend or more to, like, money. Or to murder people it. in other countries. Girl, I, yeah. the amount, like, I thought, mm-mm. The, the amount of, like, the amount of shit, like, that's a big problem with the system. Is it agree to which these individuals can do their own little petty bullshit and they have an economy set up for them. I'll give one more example. I know people, I have friends who are making good money you know what their job is? They work in an office for just one family. <laughs> you ever heard of this shit? They got a they got a family has so much wealth that they got an office with a corporate office space in downtown Chicago with 24 some odd employees just working on their little shit, you know, booking their trips, uh, managing oh my God, like, are you funds serious? and shit. Like this the, is, like, this like... is how rich people are. Like and and he makes, you know honestly great guy. job creator job creator because most of the time they're just gonna ship that off you know because yeah, like I mean honestly if I was that's rich fair, if fair. I was rich I would literally just like I told people the other day I would buy yeah. like a large apartment complex and then I would like make it super fucking awesome and then I'd invite all of my friends and and like anyone who else wants mm-hmm. to come come live there for free and then I would pay them to live there because and then they can go like redistribute my wealth other places yeah, that'd be and like sick. i would just that'd be throw sick. away money to everyone like like i'm not what? trying to talk shit about that family either because i don't know them and i don't know anything about them i don't yeah, know what family it is but they shouldn't I, exist who knows but like there's it's not even it's not even that they shouldn't exist it's that we have to have an understanding of the the different levels of power that are actually operating yeah. here right it's there's levels to this shit and when people imagine someone like that gets into positions or has positions where they want everyone to believe that uh, you shouldn't have access to abortion. And now they're spending all this money on television to get time slots to tell you that, you know, 
it's a moral evil or it's this or that. I just think that's bullshit. I think that I, alone is bullshit. Like, get out of here. But yeah, you know. I mean, yep. I mean, you can look at um, just the people that are like currently in control of Texas. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I live in Texas, so that's why I like oh, hell yeah. pay most attention to that issue. Like, mm -hmm. dude, some of these families they go back, and they're from like the yeah. oil and gas industry, like dirty money, like dirty, yeah. dirty money, real and, dirty. Um, real dirty money like um and they control like the chamber of commerces and all the big mm -hmm. cities um and and those and they will kill people like straight they'll fucking kill people um and or make people's lives real miserable um yeah. you, that you have to move if you if you do like you know if you were sexually harassed or mm -hmm. all sorts of things like um and 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 like they literally just pay to oh man texas is like Dude, yeah. the corruption here is so nasty that yeah. I feel like we don't even like understand it because we've just been lived, like we've been suffering for so long, um, and like no one really we like they they never met like the the, the rich they never hang out with the plebs right they, they, we never no. see them like no, no. so it's hard for us to even like because we shop at different malls or we or, mm -hmm. or at all we are like. Like we're the Dallas Cowboys. So Dallas Cowboys, like usually they mm -hmm. have like the biggest and best houses. Like we kind of know where they live ish because it's like mm -hmm. it's, we just know, right? Like when you're driving right. through the country, like oh that's so and so's you know Deion Sanders house or whatever. Yeah. But like the people who are really rich, like you don't even that that's that's like no no money in comparison to like Jerry Jones and shit mm. where they literally that, own like a whole city and levels like levels to this levels yeah. like. And like I don't think y'all know, like Jerry Jones is the oil and gas industry, like real estate, like he's still one of the wealthiest people, and and mm -hmm. like he makes like and he can ah. so. Anyways, I like y'all, like we gotta do something about this. Like I hate it. Like yeah, I hate it so much. Like and and yeah. like maybe if there was a couple more women, I could be okay. Oppression, like give it to me. But like at the very like. <laughs> Uh, I'm so, I'm so fucking tired. Like, no, I'm so it's, tired it's, about no, this. I hear you. Like, I hear you. I hear anyways, you. I should go. Thank you so much. Let it out, Thanks girl. so much. Let it out. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just. We're drinking a coffee with some the Delta Nine droplets because that's all that's legal in this fucking state. <laughs> like, at the very least, like, I mean, yeah. so all I'm really asking for capitalism is like, just, just give me some crumbs. Like, give me some tasty yeah. crumbs, and I'll shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. like, just give me the thousand dollars a month or the Medicare for all, and I'll shut the fuck up. Like, that's mm -hmm. all I want. That's all I want. Like, what the people want is so simple and so that's fucking easy, and it would make them money. You know, well, that's it would what's make gonna fuck them more over money the if end, people though, were healthy. Is they'll keep denying people over and over until they'll give no choice but like an uprising and then yeah. they're kind of screwed you know at that yeah. point they're kind of screwed you know but like and, um and like know. the burnout period before the uprising is also mm -hmm. not fun like why do you think we keep mm -hmm. having these fucking recessions like yeah it's a huge Amen. part because we just have an overinflated economy making absolute mm -hmm. bullshit but the reason why we have like so many people have to be like either forced into unemployment or right. or like have to take long like i'm in that i'm in a long sabbatical right now because like i just you know it, yeah. it, it got to you you know, yeah, and I can't yeah, imagine I how many you. people after you. COVID are now either disabled or like they're just fucking tired. They don't want to go back yep. to work. And like uh -huh. and like even if you were to work full time at like one of the better wages in your community, you're still not going to be able to afford a, like, to live on your own. Right. Right. So like right. 
I just want crumbs. Oh, I just yeah. want crumbs. Just give me some crumbs. Build some housing that's like not you know fucking two thousand dollars for a one bedroom, and I will shut the fuck up. But we're gonna give then, you more than crumbs. We're gonna give you more than yeah, crumbs. Yeah, I, I want more than out. crumbs, but like I will, I will settle for crumbs. Like that's the thing is like a lot of us will settle for crumbs, and they just won't give it to us because I'm like it's a cr- like the 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 wizard though. Don't settle! Don't settle for no motherfucking crumbs. It's a game. It's a game. That's what they do. It's whole shit. It just they give you more and more crumbs just to keep you, keep you, you but know, like, tame. If I have don't be crumbs. tame. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, but See, if you I've have enough crumbs, crumbs, what are you gonna do? Smush them together and make a motherfucking cookie? Get out of here! Hey, you deserve, you deserve some cookies. You know, you deserve I a do. batch of cookies. I do. Instead of just I do. Little, little crumbs trying to put together a whole ass tiff tree. Shit. I deserve it. Yeah. Um, come on. No, and we could do but, it. Yeah, but like, I, I, I wouldn't be so pissed or I wouldn't be so like indignant on it if it wasn't the fact that like the only reason you don't have crumbs is because they want more cookies than they could spend, than they can eat. They want the whole, they have like, mountains like, of cookies. They're right? just going to fucking want. Like, it's, it's, you know, that's it's a, fucking bullshit. Like, I can't even get like a decent percentage on a savings account and they're just like, putting mm-hmm. billions of dollars in offshore accounts mm-hmm. for like shits and giggles and i'm like mm-hmm. bro like what what I, I just don't understand i just don't get it like and i know like people who are poor give donations give money like because yes, they understand they you know do. that's what people don't like you get over a certain like yes. threshold like you yes. all sort of philanthropy just unless it's for the purpose of like yes my name is on the building yes. you know like yes. they're not gonna do it and yes. i just Man, it pisses it piss me the fuck off. Like, it's and wild. Nowadays, it's wild. Bitches ain't even building. They, they're not even building libraries. Like, at least, you know, like at least make my community look good. If you're gonna steal from us, like, right, uh, right. So, anyway, Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville, Texas Ooh. is the new um, like hot spot for Elon Musk to be doing his colonization. So, I would highly recommend if you. Like just put put a little ear to the ground of what's happening um, with the new like textile factory um, opening okay, in Brownsville yeah. and like what because it's some shit it's some real shit word, and Brownsville is like one of the only few like real cities <laughs> like we'll have real community um, and yeah, it makes me yeah. it, like I have a lot of friends from that area and it just makes Elon Musk like he's gonna fuck out um, yeah I'm gonna check it out so, for sure for sure yeah well, definitely because so I think that'll in, be the Allison. next I, I... big fight. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Oh okay. yeah, thank I'll, you. I'll thank out. you for having this space and yeah, um, look forward for to the sure. next callers. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, take care. All right, next up we got Rika. Rika, where you been, girl? It's been too long. Hey, bye. I know I've been busy, honey. I've been yeah. moving across this fucking country. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, this <laughs> shit is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. You over there? Where, where are you? Uh, you're in California now, I think I remember. I am in California. Okay, <laughs> Cali girl, let's go. <laughs> yes, I just I just uh, moved to San Diego. So if y'all are ever out here, holla at your girl. Um, I <laughs> am so excited. Honestly, I've always wanted to live on the West Coast, and it's just funny because, yeah. like, you know, we're talking about like all we want is homes, and it's just like, yep, yep, yep. And you can just clearly see how the capitalism just fucked everyone over just so we can have pretty places to live i don't know it's yeah. crazy but yeah. but but you know what i'm 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 just over the winter i know you're in chicago and i love chicago i lived in chicago for a while 
Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, I lived in Hyde Park, enjoyed it very much. Okay, yeah, Hyde Park is sick, though. I do love me some it's Hyde Park. Beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful. It's a great area, go yeah. It's one of the few places, too, that they couldn't, like, completely segregate. So, it's like... <laughs> well, you, you know, know what's you funny? Yeah. Fine. So, my, I had a, so, I worked for a nonprofit when I was there that did, like, these um, tours for, like, college students. Okay. And, and or, like, kind of educational programming stuff and uh-huh. one of them we would have these this guy who was like a social worker and he uh, was an older black man like a civil rights pioneer in a way and okay. very radical he um he would call all the white students little racist piglets in the in the vehicle when we would yeah yeah he was a trip he was a trip i'll never forget it um but he he would say he would say hyde park was where all the rich white people and the rich black people came together to kick out all the poor people. Mm. And I thought that was There's some so truth. There's some truth to that. Absolutely. Some truth I to mean, it. it's, it's something, but There's I, some yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And, but I, I'm so glad to be here to hear everyone, to hear some familiar voices and this topic by which I feel like you've been like, pointing at and trying to get to it just like on some level there's just like kind of this like key like little kid reaction just like can't we have nice stuff in the future yeah. like why yeah. yeah and i i'm i'm yeah i'm like yeah yeah why why can't we have nice stuff like why what is it about socialism that says we can't have nice stuff all i hear is free healthcare, free mm-hmm. housing Free mm-hmm. education. That's Go nice on. stuff to me. That's real nice. I'm just That's saying. real nice. That's real <laughs> nice. Uh, and look, the thing is, too, that, like, one of the biggest, it you know, since I'm not, like, the best theorist out there, right? But mm-hmm. I've been reading a little bit of theory. One of, one of the main sort of factors of, like, socialists or, like, socialist theory, basically, is that okay. The means of production have changed so much with just industrialization that the the sorts of things that we should produce and the things that we should produce them for, like the 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 things that used to drive production in large part, were very sort of restricted to the things that uh, the machines that were available. Uh, yeah. You can only make if you're a blacksmith. And you got a, a thousand blacksmiths. Hell, if you got a million blacksmiths, they can only make so many hammers in a lifetime. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, with production increases that come from shifting from feudalism into capitalism, with the industrialization, uh-huh. with factories, we can make so many goddamn hammers that right. everyone on earth can have a hammer 10 times over. So part of the, part of the miracle of industrialization is that we now have the means to make stuff that people want and make stuff that people need and eliminate scarcity and everyone can have enough so you know and 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 marx is pretty clear that like look he doesn't he he does not want workers to be like these sort of like we're not priests Right, doesn't want to be these like right. sort of pious like ascetic uh, monks. Know. Yeah, yeah, monks. Yeah, yeah monks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like yeah. going and you know like wearing hair shirts and shit like that to show how socialist <laughs> we are or whatever. It's right, right. The, the point is that 
we have the ability to make things and to provide people good lives and also to give them the kind of things that are just fun and cool that are sort of the miracles of, of human existence and creation, right? Like we, right. we have the productive capacity to unleash human creativity and ingenuity and inventiveness to the, the, the highest degree, to, to, to only be limited really by the bounds of our imagination. Mm-hmm. And that could mean, you know, everything from Xbox to um, life-size anime pillows, right? It's like <laughs> all of that can exist within it. So it's, it's I, I do think there needs to be something done to shift the sort of narrative that somehow um, in a socialist society that you can't have, you know, fidget spinners or you can't have these things that you may really love but are a little frivolous or, you know, like. Well, I, I, what's behind that narrative, that false narrative, right? It's, it's this authoritarian, the authoritarian images that people conjure up when they hear socialism, right? Mm-hmm. So they hear, mm-hmm. right, when they hear socialism, they think of Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, they think right. of, you know, all these, like, um, they think of Venezuela, they think, you know, yeah. they think of all these places. Right. And they're like, oh, oh shit, we're not gonna we're not gonna have choices. Right. And then they think exactly. oh exactly. that means we won't have fifteen hundred different kinds of butter. You mm. know? And I, I mean, mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need you know what I, mean? I need all fifteen hundred of them for different That's recipes. What I'm saying. <laughs> you can tell the differences in each and every one. Yes, whip, low fat. You know, that's right. I can't those, believe those it's not ones. all of it, all that. <laughs> Give me all that, including shortening. Yes, I that's feel. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's what's behind this myth making about socialism is just this, like these yeah. conjured up boogeyman images of authoritarianism. But I do think mm-hmm. there's a question that behind this that I think is worth kind of digging into, which I don't think sure. we talk enough about in my opinion around the future which is we're obviously acutely aware of how human behavior is destructive um in its environment right like we consume things to survive you can't get Mm -hmm. around that Mm -hmm. um so the question is how to me the the how do we live in a sustainable future that is one where we both have our needs met as a global population, um, and 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 have a had a meaningful quality of life without mm-hmm. uh, exerting a going beyond our carrying capacity as a species. Right. You know, I think I think right. that's kind of what my question is. And like socialism, as much as I am about it. I don't think really articulates a beautiful um, message around that. You know, I don't, I don't, I think, I think it it rests on this idea around democracy will save us. And if workers, you know, have the input and control over it because it's our lives that are at stake, we'll be the ones to assert um, and change course and direction. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not entirely confident about that. Like, I, I think that we have, um, like, 
we are clearly in a climate catastrophe. Absolutely. And we still do not have people doing January 6th style shit on the White House. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel I feel very clear that like we're we're just there's a certain way where we're kind of like a as a species the frog in the boiling water kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And so I'm just yeah. I don't know. That's kind of it's, my it's my it's more of a hot tub right now, really. Like a, <laughs> at least to me. It feels kind of like a hot tub to me. Maybe I personally. wish I had a hot tub. I wish I had a hot tub. <laughs> I'm here in San Diego. I don't even got a tub. I just got a standing shower. That's it. That's oh, it, bro. I could not. I could not. I got to have a bath every night. Uh-uh. You ain't going to catch me in no... Mm-mm. No, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll go to like... the pool. <laughs> I'm like, do I just have to go to the ocean every day? Is that what it is? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yes, we're... T- uh, no, you're 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 100 correct. But but there's, I do think that with the collective ownership of the means of production and with the knowledge that we have now about, uh, you know, the effects that human activities and human consumption can have on the climate, I think we are better. We're in a better position to vote to produce and vote to use our resources in a way that is more consistent with the preservation of the planet, right? Um, one of the problems right now, like I think, I think enough people, at least at this point, it seems that we're all like I don't hear people really denying climate change anymore, right? No, how can you? How can it's, you? It's, it's I mean, tough. really, it's truly. a tough one. Well, I mean, like, look, some people still think the world is flat, so you know, it's <sighs> the, yeah. There's a place for everybody. That's a real maybe. shit. Yeah, I know you're right. That's a real shit. Um, That's sad. Yeah, it is, but you know, whatever. It's it would be funny if it was. Um, if it was actually flat, but um, and at some point I'm gonna sneeze, so just get ready. It's it just keeps ticking back up. <laughs> but, I, I do think that you we there does there has been sort of more of a fundamental shift in people understanding that oh we were literally destroying the means for us to continue existing. Yeah, uh, that has to be reversed that has to be maintained. So I think to the degree that consumption and sort of the externalities of production as mm-hmm. they contribute to climate change, we're in a better position first if we have collective ownership or at least a collective say in how we use these means of production, right? Which is why, yeah, I, I, you know, I agree I, with that. If, I, if I have to go 10 years or, you know, it's a long time, but if I have to go 10 years without that pillow, like, <laughs> I got to do that. okay, yes, yes. you know, yes. I... <laughs> I got an imagination, and we we already have pillows. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll draw something on my existing pillowcases. Right? Listen, and stack listen. Them together. I'm I'm drawing the line at poppers, though. I am drawing the line <laughs> at poppers. I am drawing like that's, those are that's necessary. At a that's what point, I'm talking that's about. Fine. That's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, Absolutely. It's so, so funny. <laughs> Well, this is butt stuff, so butt stuff. No, but that's real. It's real. I mean, like, it, it, it's... So I, I think that there is going to have to be, probably with the transition period, as yeah. it's... as Given where we're at right now with climate change, there is going to be... We are going to have to make some decisions about prioritizing certain means of production, and we're going to have to make some big decisions about switching energy sources. I mean, I've, I've become... 100%. I mean, 
literally I, go back I, to the, like I, the, the whole hydropower days. That's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I think it might be hydropower. And honestly, nuclear looks better and better every time I'm looking at it. And I, I'm, yeah. I, I need to get someone on who's like better, or more knowledgeable about it. Because as far as like meeting the current production capacity and the output and uh, eliminating CO2 and eliminate sort of the, the, the wider effects, it's, it's a pretty good deal. Now, there has to be some kind of hidden thing. I know, like, you know, everyone's talking about reactors that blow up and yada, 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 and whatnot. I need to know more about it to really understand it. But, like, that, there's a lot that could be done with that. I don't think it should be the sole. Uh, I think you have to also diversify your power grid to some extent, um, you know, in the same way that you diversify your bonds if you're with Wu-Tang Financial or whatever, right? Like, you're just... <laughs> You're just, food safe financial. <laughs> no, right. you're, you're just you're 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 making more opportunities but i do think like you know like realistically given where we're at right now any transition to like a socialist system we're going to have to there will have to be some decisions made collectively about what do we prioritize um what do we stop producing for now but again a lot of the I, excess i also think stuff per- sorry oh, go I, I also think we have to talk. We just also have to be really clear that we have we have we do have to have a limit for a level of consumption, though. You know, yeah. like we for we sure. we have to figure out a way to be like, yeah, we can actually only produce and call this much land. You know what I mean? Like we can't. Yeah. We can only do yeah. this because we we have to figure out a way to measure that. Because I just think that. We can't, um, and I, that's really, it it seems really dark because part of that side of it is like population growth and stuff. And people are like, oh my God, you're an eco-fascist if you bring that up. And it's like, no, the reality, honey, is that we're, we're like human beings are a parasite on this earth. And so like, we have to be really clear about that. And, and honestly, the, the, we're a parasite because the way that, the ways that our consumption and the ways that we produce that consumption are parasitic and people exactly. participate in that. Exactly. But that's, that's not yes. the people themselves yes. that are the parasites. That's right. It's a big no, difference. Exactly. I mean, no, exactly. A, a lot of the waste that really we can actually this. eliminate from capitalism, again, the, the amount of shit that you can eliminate from just stopping stuff like planned obsolescence is, yes. is huge. You know, yes. from changing yes. to greener energy sources, huge. Um, yeah. From yeah. creating infrastructure for public transportation and getting some of these goddamn you know, gas cars off the roads. Like, there's a lot that we could actually do. And I do think, like, again, I, I'm not saying that that means that, um, you know, it doesn't mean that our consumption in some ways, shapes, and forms will have to go down. I just think that uh, one, we're under the illusion right now that, like, we've, we've clearly been living in a way that's unsustainable with methods of production that are unsustainable and we need to get to a point to where we can understand what the sustainable level is right now again that's not like that doesn't mean calling populations or any of this shit exactly exactly but you know i don't even see us getting to that point of kind of doing a you know like an audit of how fucked are we um until we have some kind of collective ownership, because right now, as long as people are getting quarterly profits, some 80-year-old or 70, you know, even hell, 65-year-old guy with a 22-year-old girlfriend 
who yeah, is lives in Florida quarterly yes. profits over mm-hmm. and over and does not give mm-hmm. a shit. You know, that guy's not planning for a future for humanity. They don't give a shit. And right. Right. That's that's a problem. So I, I do yeah. think look like and some I mean like look, you look at some of the um some of the sort of industrialization that's happened too is even uh, you know at least some of the early stages of industrialization were kind of sustainable if they'd stayed there right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there is a sort of homeostasis le- or homeostasis level that you can hit with the planet by maintaining certain levels of production so yeah i think yeah. there's there's a lot of sort of now i know that like we get to certain levels of climate change and we're we're in and we're getting there to where it's some parts become irreversible and whatnot. But like, um, you know, the likelihood that we get to, I'll, I'll just put it this way, the moving to more of a socialist system with that has an emphasis on becoming stewards of the planet rather than conquerors of it. Uh, yep. Can we can actually do a lot to both halt the damage that we're doing and create a future that is much more in harmony with the planet that we exist on. I mic drop. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And shout out to all the indigenous folks out here who be telling us that for Hell yeah. millennia. Y'all been right all you know? along. <laughs> yep. Truly. Mm-hmm. Truly. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah. So I was just saying, I just wanted to say the the obvious is duh we can have nice shit in the future um but i think we gotta have an eye on as we move forward with our you know utopian ideals and stuff that we got to think through how how we can reduce our levels of consumption on this on this planet because we've done so much harm to it already and we have to figure out our right we have to figure out a right relationship with it we can't absolutely keep extracting from it the way that we've been um with that said, I'm about to go eat my dinner, which is full of greens. So, mm, um, yes, yes, and I just want to say it was great chatting with you, and can't wait for the next one. Hi, Bide's mom. He's a special person. <laughs> we talk. What you don't know is we talk a lot about butt stuff. Um, That's right. And <laughs> she knows. I'm just playing. Just playing. But. You have a good night, Biden. Yeah, you do the same, Rico. It's good to hear from you, as always. Take care. All right, coming up next. Shelly, what's going on? Welcome back. Oh, Shelly? Go ahead and unmute yourself. Oh, no. Shelly is out. Maybe she'll come back. Um, Let me try that again, see if you want to come up. I don't know if that's intentional or not. Real quick, let me see. Shelly, you there? Or did you hang up on purpose? Let's see again. Are you waiting until I play the national, the the Chinese national anthem until you speak? Should I do it just to, okay. Well, guess if you're gonna be, oh, okay, let me see. It won't let you confirm. Keeps asking me to confirm. Uh, okay, let me see. Maybe I'll, I'll invite you up to be a speaker real quick. Let's see if that works. Okay. 
Go ahead and uh, I mean, go ahead and mute yourself. That I mean that worked, but also yes, I need, I need my anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the Fred Hampton in the Swedes. We want to introduce you. For those of you who do not know, <laughs> to our dear leader, oh my God. the true host of the podcast, the only person who my mom might consider spending time with. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Give it up for Shelly. Well, I Shelley, see, yeah, I, I see Charlie in the chat listening in and basically ever since the update like i've updated my phone like all the type of stuff it like the app every yeah. single time i try to unmute it asks me do i want to use my microphone and then do i want to use my video i am unable to either confirm or deny if i want to use video and then because i cannot confirm or deny if i want to use video then i cannot continue to allow myself to unmute mm. so you hear that, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. God <laughs> damn it. In no, a socialist actually, system, Charlie would have been in the gulag by now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's cool. Charlie, Charlie survives the, the, the whatever revolution. Um, yeah, no, he, uh, he, he survives the revolution, but he has to be in the gulag for a bit. And basically being in the gulag means people give you a side eye for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes He's sense. He's our version of a gulag. Yeah, I had some problems starting the podcast too with people calling in yesterday, but ever since I updated the Android, it's okay. Although my my iPad device is still being wonky, so I got to figure that out. But yeah, well, see, I have an Android, and like I updated it too, and and mm -hmm. I was still ha I'm still having like a couple of issues, so I just don't think all the bugs are worked out. But I do think the video might be a cool option if um, I mean yeah, I was asking Charlie. for it. I think video would be cool. Congrats on your capitalist innovation as well. Oh yeah, thank uh, you. It's definitely it's definitely the capitalism that um, made this all possible. Um, right. Um, well, and, and and kind of about like the whole consumerism thing. I, I was kind of wanting to take it back to like brass tacks and sort of say that mo a lot of our technological advancements actually have come through um, government sponsorship. Mm -hmm. I mean, if which we, is actually very true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If, I mean, if we think about a lot of whenever we consider our technological, like our actual technological developments, and I in no way endorse war, but many of them came through war production. And then once mm -hmm. you were done killing people, um, you know, then we were like looking at all the spare parts and we were trying to figure out what else we could use them for. And then those launched into different areas. And now we've got computers and the internet yeah. and all types of different things. So actually yeah. attributing innovation to capitalism is a red herring. It, it is, it's actually not true. Also, if you think about most of our medical technology developments. Sure. They, it's they absolutely born. overstated. It's absolutely yeah. overstated. I, I think we can all agree on that. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure. And, so and the I more, that, yeah. I think that that's one of the myth busters of the can there be innovation under socialism? There can right. obviously be innovation under socialism. 
Um, it just depends on sort of like the circumstances that you're living in and, and what resources you can devote to that innovation. And I think right. that's really more of the struggle that socialism has because all of our previously existing socialist states were under quite a bit of external pressure or whatever really. Sure, sure, sure. And, and, and also they weren't open to um, a lot of the socialist states from before were, you know, there were embargoes on them to where they couldn't participate in the world market. And that stops you from being able to trade with certain people. Like you said, it gives you, it, it makes it hard to access certain resources, um, makes it difficult to have certain markets open to you to actually make uh, or, or, or to have, I guess, a positive income for your country, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's difficult. And like Cuba, like the little socialist engine that could down there yeah. inventing five fucking vaccines, but they mm -hmm. couldn't get the materials to produce syringes. Isn't that wild? Like that is like whenever, whenever people talk about the failures of socialism, it's that type of thing that just really fucking goads me, you know, like how dare you yeah. about the failures of socialism? They created vaccines but couldn't create syringes because of your embargoes and, you know, just kind of like the strangling of these nations that aren't a security threat to us. Cuba doesn't even have enough people to take us on militarily. Right. Like it's not a security right. threat. It's just not. Right, right, it's right, right, right. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. how was the show last night? Uh, I ended up not going. <laughs> oh, did you have a date? Because yeah. I asked you, I texted you and you just sent me back, girl. <laughs> yeah, I ended up just making stew for one of my friends. I made some food and we okay. ate. And that was, uh, it was a nice little time. We had a good time. Well, you know? good. I mean, as, as, as long as you had fun and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, what, I mean, like, what else? We've been talking about so many things. Um, I really kind of wish Andrew was here because... A couple yeah. of months ago, we had a conversation about green energy, and he was talking about like a particular type of like nuclear reactor. It's like a, it's like a. Mm. He was calling it like a salt reactor, where it doesn't have the same type of nuclear waste, um, and actually like the harm reduction is a whole lot higher because it has like automatic shutoff measures for like meltdowns and things like mm. that. I wish he was here to to describe it, but basically, where nuclear was developing. There were two different strands that were developing, and basically how we kind of understood from what he, if I'm, I'm paraphrasing he, he knows way more but like from what he was kind of explaining is at the time it was just that the way that we know nuclear energy in the present it was a little bit more advanced as far as research goes but the right. other one was actually way less wasteful way less dangerous like all that other type of stuff but just because the the other one was a little bit more advanced that's the one we ran with and so nuclear kind of gets um, a bad rap, but it's actually a yeah. good source of energy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I've heard similar things about it, but I'm not familiar with the exact type of reactor. But um, and again, these are these are kind of steps in the direction of getting to you know doing what we have to do to make sure that we're still a species on this planet, right? Well, and one, like, of, and one of those things that I would say that we have to do is we have to stop war. Like, and I know that everyone, everyone assumes that I'm just like an auto China shill or whatever, but can, like, seriously, those are, they, they're going to be the leaders in green energy. 
if you want an actual renewal, yeah, they're actually on their way. They're on their way. Yeah. We cannot fight with them, you know, like, and we especially shouldn't be entering into a situation where we're bombing their plants and we're bombing their infrastructure. We're doing like, we need people over here building high-speed rail. Yeah. Like, so I don't really understand, like, you can think whatever it is that you want about like China and the government and all that nonsense. But for mm-hmm. us to get out of this, we don't have an option any longer. That's there true. has to be cooperation. We have to just drop the shit. That's right. Embrace I mean, one another. We all just have to get in a circle and hold hands and, <laughs> you know, learn each other, learn each other's you know, bodies. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just I'm, yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> learn, learn the Chinese like the big titty anime golf girlfriend. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they look. They they too love their big titty anime golf girlfriend pillows. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, this this trip with Pelosi is kind of wild though. I've been trying to figure out what's been going on with her going over there, and I can't get a. I really don't see a motivation other than like. Is it really just about her legacy? Like, is it really just like a her, like a me, me, me move? Or you think that Biden did some, is in public saying that I don't want you to be over there just to appease the Chinese uh, government. But then on the, on the, on the real is like, Hey, please go over there and make a show of American support. I think it's a little bit of both. I think if you think about her particular constituency, there are, there are kind of like some Taiwanese Americans that are very business oriented that sort of live in her um, constituency. So that I, I do think that there's part of it. I think. But why that, would she need them? Um, you know, like she's already think, an incumbent. She's been fine for donations, most likely, because you're talking about kind of more of like some business entrepreneurs and stuff. So I think if anything, yeah. it's just sort of milking for donations. You know, like the couple of rich ones there or whatever. Yeah, you know, I suppose she, so. She can, get, she can get a couple thousand bucks out of it, and then they can throw it to you know, MAGA Republicans mm-hmm. that the Democratic God, Party so loves to support. Ridiculous strategy. For those of you who don't know what show is talking about here, uh, the Democratic Party in several states, key states, including Michigan, I think Pennsylvania, and I think, uh, what's the other? A couple of the swing states are mm-hmm. actually supporting MAGA candidates, people who think the election was a fraud. Um was a jo- the, the people who are part of the Stop the Steal camp, the you know the MAGA Republicans, and when I say supporting, I mean they're donating money, millions, millions, millions of dollars to the campaigns, and they are running ads against their more reasonable Republican opponents or the people. I, one of the guys, Meyer, just lost. Um, I forget which state, but one of the guys who voted to impeach Donald Trump, a Republican, one of the few Republicans who voted to impeach Donald Trump. The Democratic Party, under Pelosi's direction, have donated money to his opponent, who believes in stop the steal, who believes the election was stolen, and they've ran, run ads against that one Republican who voted to impeach Donald Trump because they think that the Democrats believe that if they let these MAGA people get through, they'll have an easier time beating them in a general election. And- How risky is that? Uh, it's it's just as risky as the ploy, and Dane mentioned this in the chat. It's just as risky as the ploy that Hillary ran against yep. Trump. She's this, particularly this, boosted Trump and wanted to fight yes. Donald Trump. Yes, because yes. she thought he was going to be a pushover. 
See, and this is what people. This this is this is what I I I lose my mind sometimes with with not just talking to liberals, but I don't think they know this. I don't think like no, do, they do they not know that their party their party, which is spending all of this time with you know, and in retrospect, it seems like a good amount of time actually on the January six hearings. I was kind of like, what is this going to do? But I kind of there's some stuff that came out. It does change the conversation a little bit, makes people a little more serious about what actually happened, whatever. Mm. But but you can't say our democracy is under threat, our our people, like th- we got so close to an overturning of our democracy, and then you sponsor the same people, the same people who are more willing to overturn your democracy. Like because you can't so have confident. it both ways. Why are they so ways. confident? Why because are they so they're, be, you know Because they're disconnected, Shelly. They don't know. know. They're not on the ground. They don't know people. They listen. I forget who was talking. I think it was Allison who was talking about like you know like rich people. When you're that rich, when you're when you have that kind of status, you don't you don't fucking hang around with poor people. You don't hang no. around with everyday people. You make your little appearances. You do your little smile. You do your little wave. You say I really care about you, and then you just go home. You don't give a shit. Like you go to you know your mansion, chill. You hang out with all your elitist friends, and you got all these people who are running your strategy, who are, who have not, you know, prop, you don't have do those their own shopping, buildings right? filled with 23 people that are dedicated to just handling your shit. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, <clears throat> this is so stupid, but you know, when I really turned on Nancy Pelosi, like, I, because, you know, I'm still coming out of that, like, kind of always been, I'd always been a Democrat for the longest time. Um, then Bernie comes along and you start a lot of the stuff that you've kind of been seeing that have been problems. Mm-hmm. You start, you know, it gives you like a different lens. You keep going. I'm, you know, like guys, I wish I was way cooler than what I am, but I've had to come to an understanding. I'm still coming to an understanding. I'm still doing my, like, you know, I, I, the world I'm from is one where like, Joe Biden was good. Biden, I'm going to interrupt you for just one bill. second. Yeah, please Every do. single person needs to stop apologizing for their current beliefs. It is no. one of the things that I am. I'm not going to stop. Well, but I'm, I'm trust Mm-mm. me. I feel like I'm maybe I'm more radical or whatever. I don't think that that's a badge of honor. It, it was a pathway for me. There were certain things that I experienced or, or whatever. Every single person deserves that type of latitude and no one should be pigeonholed or be told that they are a particular type of way or they're not good enough. Like, like I just, we have to stop apologizing for where we are as people. Yeah, I, I get you on that, but I just like it. I like apologizing. Well, I mean, then, oh, then I'm you so sorry. apologize if you want to grovel. Please forgive me. <laughs> but, I'll grovel. But, but, you know, like, I'm, that's still the world I'm coming from, but you're right. Like, no. people, like, it's better to... Like it's not, and 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 like Allison says in in the chat, like prop, propaganda is strong, okay. Mm-hmm. And America hegemony, I always get it wrong. Hamamajeba, uh, American hegemony is is very strong, right? And this idea of American exceptionalism is very strong. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking at what they're actually doing, right? And they're both voting for the same wars. They both voted to get us in that damn war. And one of the reasons I really liked Obama is because he didn't vote for that war. He didn't vote for him. And I know he was a senator for too long, but then he gets in and it's the same continuation of the same shit, right? And then you get out, you get a $100 million Netflix deal or whatever, or Spotify deal. 
when, you know, like, that's just bribery with extra steps, you know? Yes. That's like, you preserve the neoliberal order, congratulations, here's your $100 million. This guy don't know how to make content. Like, he's funny, but he's not that funny, you know? And like, but the reason, here, here's uh, the Nancy Pelosi thing before I digress, because I'm kind of getting off base. Yeah. But the reason I really started disliking her, honestly, honestly, okay, this is going to be petty, but this is a no, safe space, y'all. So I'm, I'm just going to let y'all know. Th- there was some kind of report on her and they went into her house and I it's had disliked her before. It's the fucking ice the cream. The fucking Jenny's ice cream. Okay, for those of y'all motherfuckers who don't know, all right? Jenny's ice cream. It's an ice cream shop. They got a lot of them here in Chicago. You're paying like 10 bucks a cone. You get one of those pints. It's like $15, $20 for a pint, right? It's good as fuck. It's so good. It's I'm sure delicious. It's on a summer day in Chicago, ooh, I'm licking up that ice cream. Mm, no, 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 no. But she opens up her freezer, right? And no, I'm no, talking hold on, like 50- hold on, hold on. You're yes, missing part yes. of it. This okay. is at the beginning, like, of the COVID stuff. Like, mm. it's at the very fucking beginning of it, kind of before right. things got sort of shitty, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, everyone was really suffering from, like, the lost wages and stuff. But it was so right. it was kind of like, oh, this is something that we sort of have to do. And so it was a late night talk show interview with her where it's like, well, tell me how you're handling your lockdown. Right. And so you're talking about people that are on the brink. We have no idea what the transmission is for COVID. No one Mm -hmm. has any idea. We're getting told a whole bunch of fucking shit. Get told to stay home. You don't know if you're keeping your job yet or not. You don't know if you're going to be able to pay bills. I had a ton of people at the hospital laid off. My fucking Mm -hmm. boyfriend was laid off. Until Hell they yeah. fucked up so bad that they had to have him back two weeks after he got laid off because they couldn't do it without him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and someone died as a result of that. And, 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 so that's the backdrop we're talking so, about. So yeah, so there's that. Right? Then then go on and with the color. So they're doing like a tour of her house. And you see this kitchen and it's like immaculate, right? It's like everything you'd expect. Big old, huge kitchen island. You know, the cabinets and everything is probably like granite or something. I don't know. And I'm not going to knock someone for having a nice house. Cool. Congratulations. But like, then she's, you go and she opens up the bottom drawer of her freezer. And she's like, I have a sweet tooth. So I like to keep plenty of ice cream. And I shit you not, the whole motherfucking freezer stacked like it's a fucking Jenny's ice cream store with all the pints of Jenny's ice cream. I'm telling you, the value the money that was in from from the freezer, it had to be at least like a thousand dollars worth. No, of no, 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 bye, bye. Like she had stu- two of the same refrigerator freezers and she had two of them installed. An individual unit was twelve thousand dollars. Someone and she had two of them. And then in each of her freezer drawers were stocked full of ice cream that she had to have delivered from Chicago to San Francisco at six. 60- dollars eight no she eight. didn't it was yes. delivered this yes because I'm, it's based out of, I'm out of the chicago right now y'all fuck it i'm storming the capital with a waffle <laughs> cone in one hand and a, a <laughs> kind of jenny's in the other like fuck y'all you, you got, we can't afford the jenny's we're gonna have no. to use bluebell for the I'm, revolution bide i'm sorry but like your your budget for jenny's ice cream as a lawmaker as a civil servant should and not she be snickered. the same as my budget to pay off a student loan each month. Like, what are we doing here? Like, that is insane. 
That is insane. I'm I'm so, I'm I'm having a freak out, y'all. I cannot believe that. I did not know all the <laughs> but details. like that was part of it. It's like her interview with that where she like shows these uh, like ridiculously elaborate and then just follow that up with like a month later she was breaking mm. whatever lockdowns were in her area and going in to get her yeah, hair Yeah, to go get her hair cut and shit. And, and, and it's just on. going, it's just, she's always been downhill, but that yeah. was just like, oh my God, the hypocrisy. But those fucking freezers yeah. with her ice cream and, and like the I host of the TV show was just not. sitting there and, and like lapping it up. Just yeah. Like, oh, tell me more about how yeah. easy your lockdown is. Like you have people out here that are afraid of losing their homes and you're talking about chocolate's my favorite flavor. Hmm. And you're talking about how much you enjoy lockdown because you get to enjoy ice cream when other people get to enjoy starvation unemployment and homelessness i mean it's it's goofy it's Eat fucking goofy. homelessness like pours. i don't i don't like that kind of disconnect between people and their lawmakers i really don't like i've told you all about that legislation that i'm i'm, I'm trying to write with another friend mm-hmm. um and we're writing it and actually if anyone has any experience with establishing non-for-profit entities hit me up in the messages. We're still trying to go through that process right now and just make sure all of our, you know, everything's put together. But like, I, there's, there's something that happens. Look, like, I, I know my mom's not going to want to hear this, but like, you know, the rest sorry of Sorry, Bides, mom. Sorry, Bides, mom. Sorry, mom. Also, I, I, love, I, you, I love you. But I love you, I love you too. Together. Mom, everyone here loves you, just so we're clear. Um, and you should call in just to say hi. Um, oh, bye, mom. Oh, bye, fun. mom. But, please call but, um, but, okay. Uh, part of me does not want to make money. I like. Part of me thinks that even this is so stupid, but part of me thinks that like I'm already feeling disconnect, and I don't want to have kids who are going to feel that disconnect, and it's there's a rat race that happens with people who are professionals generally, especially like these first generation types and shit. Like when you don't come from nothing really, or when you like, when, when, when you, when your sort of upward mobility has been a matter of kind of like necessity, right? Like a matter of sort of like, I need to make sure that we we're going to be all right kind of thing. Um, you start to get into these spaces where people are just, they become a little disconnected, you know? Like people who haven't worked retail jobs or people who haven't like, I don't know, like worked, been been around, like, yeah, that immigrant experience. It's it's different. It's weird. It's, it's, it's and part of me does not want, what I don't want to do is start, you'll start seeing like, when when people don't have a lot to worry about and they're in like the upper echelons of society, they won't have, like they'll start missing things like basic empathy. It's weird. Like, I can't tell you how many times that like, I've been out with people or like with like some attorneys and everything. It's not everybody, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of different no, types. No, it's not, it's, no, it's not everybody. But you'll be like, the way that they'll just kind of be like, They'll just walk past homeless people and not even like, they don't even look at them. You know, it's just like, they don't, there's like, they don't exist. You know, I will it's have like to say, I, 
I try to keep $5 bills on me at all times. And then it's like, if I haven't gotten a chance to stop by the bank, I definitely do the same thing where I'm just like, oh shit, I don't have a $5 bill this time. It's just weird. If I had one, I, I, I always try to give it. I like, I literally go to the bank like every two weeks and take 200 bucks out. <laughs> and I think it's, uh, yeah. But that's the other thing is I've seen real talk. I've seen more homeless people give money to homeless people than I have like yes. some of these people that you'll go out with who have good jobs, they won't give shit. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're, you're not going to miss on some real shit. You're not going to miss $20. Hell, you're not going to miss a hundred. You're not going to miss a hundred bucks. You're not even going to realize it's gone. Right. Maybe I, over time. I, I, like, I literally just spent, I literally just spent 2000 on ice cream. <laughs> So. All right. Before I storm the Capitol, I'm going to storm your house, and then I'm the Capitol. <laughs> no, none of you ice cream motherfuckers. Well, bye. That's quite you're an all, invitation. You're um, all. Uh-uh. Oh no, it's a revolution. Don't, okay. don't get it twisted. I don't know what don't we're revolutionizing. Twisted. You're going straight to the gulag. But anyways, let me let me see. We got to get Cynthia in here. Yeah, let's get Cynthia um, in here. It, it was great but, talking to you. Yeah, always a pleasure, Shelly. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right. Bye. Uh. Okay, Cynthia, come on up. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Long time ago. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm like pretty fucking miserable at the moment. Gotta be honest. Aww, Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to downer. Capitalism is going on. And I'm not even Aww. saying that. Look, I'm not even saying that to be like some resist. Like, I don't know. That's literally what's going on. Like, I'm not even saying that as like, haha, capitalism, like, that's what we say. Like, no, like, that's literally what's happening to me is <laughs> literally just like, like, capitalism Tell us about is, it. Yeah. capitalism is, um, like, ch- like, choking me, like, okay, I'm not going to get too graphic. I'm not going to get too sexually okay. graphic. I apologize. But this is a bad, this, this is called butt stuff. Like, I am being, like, dick, like, choked, like... <laughs> No, what's the word, like, you know, like, like, by capitalism, okay? That's the way that it feels. That's the way that it feels. Yeah. So, essentially, I just started a new job not too long ago, like, um, like a month and a half ago. Um, y'all, y'all are horn dogs in the chat, too, just so we're clear. Are y'all people too, y'all, it? What are people saying? What are y'all saying? They're, they're just, everyone's horny. We're just. Um, well, I am. Mom, I, am. I swear. We're. <laughs> No, I, it's that time of the month. Not that time. It's the other time of the month where I have to, no, and then, but seriously, I have that, like, I started to, like, you know, track my periods and stuff in this app, and then I was like, wait a minute, I shouldn't yeah. be doing this anymore. You know, have you, yeah, have, like, true. literally. Yeah, I've been hearing, I've been hearing, yeah, yeah. Don't track your, don't do that shit mm-hmm. anymore, because it's all in your phone. The government is going to find out. They're going to, like, eventually we're going to get to that point where mm-hmm. they're going to know. Um, they're gonna know. That's right. They're gonna know. No, I'm literally being dick fucked, dick choked, or whatever by capitalism because my new job is like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking like, I'm literally. Please give me good vibes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the precipice of possibly getting another job that is hopefully, seemingly, ostensibly, infinitely easier. Like, like thus mm-hmm. demand. Basically, I work in media. <laughs> mm. Don't me. I work in like celebrity gossip media um oh hell yeah and 
the way the reason why I'm saying capitalism is because well obviously I work in media and I work for a corporation but like it's it's becoming more and more clear to me that they are egregiously understaffed mm. why because they're trying to cut costs so mm. it's like I have to be okay make sure that you get to your six to eight stories a day and I have to be pumping out fucking a story an hour and I, it's like, wait a minute, how the fuck are you supposed to do six, six to eight stories? I don't know. Day? I don't know. Especially what under what? their system, which is like, it, it, I, oh my God. Does anyone else work for like, a, you know, you work for a corporation, you work for a place where it's like, why the, who the fuck decided to do things like this? Like it's, it feels like yeah. we need a, you know, like a data science, like an engineer to come in and like logistically lay things out how they should be done, like who should be delegating mm-hmm. tasks. You know, it's like a mm-hmm. fucking shit show. So I'm just like, it's a shit show, and it it's clear clear that they're understaffed Damn, because they're girl. trying to get costs, because they're trying to make more profits, because you know. So I am just drained every day. I'm working overtime every day. Mm-hmm. I um anyway, I'm not trying to. I'm just I'm just telling you guys. This is a you know I have it a lot better than most people. Like let, let's be let's be clear. But I'm still, you know, I'm an email girl or whatever in that <laughs> of the world. And it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not in the fucking coal mines. We get it. Like, but it is mentally and physically and spiritually draining. Um, you know, it's like, I, oh, oh, I wanted to say this. Please, please, please. If you have not seen the show Severance on Apple TV Plus, it is fucking amazing show everyone keeps telling me that but then i have to get apple tv i know i know i got five different no fucking versions of netflix up in here but this is what they do to us this is what they do because i'm telling you this is the premise of the show do you want to know what the premise of the show is the premise of and why it's relevant okay yeah go ahead you don't want to know okay super spoilery or is it no 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 it's relevant I'm saying to it us. like I'm going to watch. Okay, yeah. No, it's okay. very relevant to us. The premise of okay, the show... The premise of the show is... Um, and it's kind of a mindfuck. It's basically like they work for this like, you know, shadowy um, like corporation, like super corporation called Lumen Industry. And mm-hmm. they get severed. It's kind of like Eternal Sunshine. Like they get severed such that they... Dis- that they're like oh, the so they can work without like knowing what they did during the day yeah they, they well they, oh. when they work they don't know their outside life like they, they they just like go to work and clock in and clock out. it's like it's all everything that anyone here would be interested in it's yeah i the guy said the creator said that like he was like yeah i was working these shitty office jobs in la and i remember thinking like man i wish i could just like disassociate for the next eight hours and then he was like and then I thought, that's so fucked up, the fact that I'm wanting less time and I'm instead of wanting more time, you know, like I'm yeah. wanting to cut out and disassociate for eight hours a day. And so I don't know. I don't have anything like scintillating to say, but just my own experience. It's like I it's such an interesting yeah. show, you know, to well, come about at this time because I feel like everyone's starting to w- awaken a little bit to this and and starting yeah. to really look around and be like what the fuck are we doing like why the fuck am i doing this like w- why the fuck is my this is my life like most hours of the day you know versus well, it, living my maximum there, potential you know per yeah, every yeah. part or, fuck like even just living free right like right. screw my screw my potential but if I'm going to be sitting here, like, doing nothing 
and or or if I'm going to be sitting here in a bullshit ass job, <laughs> then mm-hmm. I might as well be fucking free. Like screw it, you know. Right. Like what? Why? Because sometimes I do think that like potential, the way that we think of potential is within the framework of like a capitalist system, right? Like what's your yeah. potential? Being Elon Musk. Yeah, I mean, no, like capitalist, you know, like it's it's a little ridiculous. Like, what is human potential? Like, what about just the validity of human existence, period? Right? Like, what if my potential is I want to have more barbecues with my family and I just want to hang out with them more. I want to go back to the cabin. I want to be cool with everybody. I want to play drums with my brother. I want to hug my mom. I want to just enjoy that and then die. That's what I want to do. That's my potential, right? Like, I don't want to, what else? You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's that kind of like, ah, like I, I was going to say there's, there's a book called bullshit jobs. Right. And it's kind of about the, the level of like meaningless jobs that exist in their societal harm. And, and it's, it's, I, I don't know. Now I'm super interested in the severance show because that oh is my God. Would love like, it. how crazy is it? That, Would love you said it. What? Anyone, it's just, it. anyone who listens to your show, anyone who's in our quote-unquote movement would love it because it's essentially, it's just speaking to that, you know, understanding of work and understand, and it, you know, it's like this corporation that is essentially spying on its worker, like they're, they're trapped, yeah. They're, yeah. they can't escape, um, you know, it just speaks to that anxiety of being a prisoner, you know, essentially to your, to your employer and not being able to escape and like live a real life outside of that. Or like, you know, it just being squeezed so much to the point where you're, you know, you're not living. And I've, that's how I've been feeling. Like every night I'm going to bed, I'm like, well, here I am again. Like, I'm like, I I swear to God, I was just here like five minutes ago. And that is the show they like they're, they're it's called like their innies and their outies mm. like the innies mm. are the ones who go to work and they're like curious about their outies life but like as soon as they clock out they just like re- like they don't have yeah, any they revert back to basically yeah yeah they don't have any consciousness of like of clocking out of work <laughs> it's just you know just representative of um you know it, it's like an allegory you know um yeah. really really good but yeah, I but wish me luck because I interviewed for another a different job um, that I actually interviewed for a while back, and I went through a series of interviews and I didn't get it. And but um, they it opened up again, and it just okay. it sounds infinitely less demanding than this job. So I just really, really I had two interviews on Friday. So, um, but the girl's on vacation this week, so we won't know until next week. So I'm just trying to like, you know how you're in that space where you're like, oh my God, I hope I get it so much, but you're trying not to freak out about it because you don't want to like push it away. It's tough, right? Like the whole, that there's, yeah, yeah. And I've also been in the space too of like becoming too hopeful over something. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't, I mean, like, look, I was supposed to get married. So that's oh you know, part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we got so some I was, tonight. We got yeah. Oh, girl, I've I've done said that before on 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 this. Yeah, I was I was like, supposed to get married in September, and it's like that oh. did not go through. So yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a couple months though. I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, now I really I'm doing okay actually. I'm sorry. I guess I wasn't on that episode when you like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's been, like, yeah, yeah. I was in, engaged to get married, and it's actually been kind of nice being out of it to be honest, mm-hmm. which is kind of guilty to say, but I guess, I don't know. I was just trying so hard to still make it work that mm, yeah. 
you you know, I got to a situation because I've been like, I don't know, I like in prior relationships, I haven't been the best. And, you know, since I started going to therapy and kind of just trying to take better care of myself and be a more holistic person, I've just been trying to make things work more. But, you know, like sometimes that hope is like, you know, you, you're setting, I'm not saying that having hope is wrong, but like if you build too much of your life around like this thing happening, you can miss the fact that there's a lot of other good shit out here and a lot of like that the disappointments in a way can be beautiful and revealing in and of themselves too, right? Um, and it kind of, I don't know, I feel like people build themselves up a lot over shit that's like that we, well, one, people think too much that you have too much control over the way that things happen. And sometimes you just don't, you know, like it control to some extent is an illusion. And then, uh, then the other part is like, I don't know, we, a lot of people build themselves up over if I get this job or if I do this and everything's going to be all right. And yeah, maybe it would be, but like, what if it's not, you know, what does no, that mean? What does that mean about existing? I hope in this job being better. And look, my last job was better than this one. It just, I worked yeah. at night and I hated that. So I, yeah. you know, just this, the, and it's a similar, you know, publication. It's just, they ran things so much differently and I think they were better staffed. So it just, I didn't feel this like immense pressure fucking every day. Like, yeah. Um, so I'm just like really stressed out lately and I'm, I'm hoping that like, you know, just talking to the person about the new job, it just sounded like, oh, three to five, more like three to four or three to five stories a day, which is like, yeah. and yeah, I won't get into it, but I, I just, just put no, your good you. vibes out there for me, but I wanted to talk about vibes because, um, you know, thinking about, um, rich people <laughs> thinking about what you were talking about with everyone. Um, you know, I had this thought of like, <clears throat> you know, there's so many of us that are like, Oh, I wish that I could, uh, I wish I was the one who was a billionaire and then I would be able to like, you know, give money. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Which of course, but like, you know, I think that, I think that there's a difference between, uh, abundance and richness, like, what most people are conditioned to strive for, like what they believe will give them happiness. Yeah. And I think that uh, the kind of person, the kind of like energy that attracts that much money and that much wealth is a person who's operating from scarcity and fear and anxiety and the need to win and the need to be better than everyone and the need to prove yeah. themselves. Like they're operating yeah place so it's it, not yeah so it's not surprising to me that those are the people who are the ones who have the most power because they're so fucking thirsty for power whereas if you're yeah. you know like a lot of the people who are in these calls or who are in these rooms um aren't you know like they're like most of us if you're like me like you just kind of want to have like a decent space <laughs> you know like you want you want maybe a couple like a little like west elm coffee table and maybe yeah. a little car cart and like you know you want to be able to go out with your friends and see your family and like you want to be like tupac right i love paying rent when the rent's due kind of shit like you yeah have, like as soon as money is no longer the worry like you can yes. just then you're kind of that's the kind of level of freedom that most people want that's it. yeah yeah most people don't want to be like the richest man in the world you know like yeah um, seems kind of dumb it just well yeah, yeah it's it's like 
you know, so I think that, um, but the question is, well, how do we like spiritually abend <laughs> uh, that sort of central, again, things like severance, I feel mm-hmm. like our culture is kind of shifting a little bit. I think that we have a long way to go, but yeah. I, I think that there needed to be structural, you know, systemic changes but i also think that the cultural mindset of like rise and grind and like hustle yeah. you know like power moves from here forward like i think yeah. that that is shifting a little bit and that people yeah. are becoming more open to be like wait why do i need to be like working myself to death like for whom like for what 100%. you 100, know yeah you know that's why we need to give people more mushrooms just set them loose like, yeah hey, oh, take these <laughs> Uh, we we never met up when I was in Chicago, but I totally yeah. row and I that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you come back, give me you know hit me up. We'll uh, we'll hang. We'll chill. I, to- I totally will do. And Red said he's down as well. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, let's go, Red. Yeah, I've been talking to him too. Yeah, I like it. He's so cool. cool. He's cool. I like him. Yeah, dude, that'd be okay. sick. Actually, it's like a little. I know, right? So. Yeah, have let's, many meet up. let's link. But yeah, but thank you so much for calling, Cynthia. Uh, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, guys. Get get Apple TV free for three months or whatever and watch Severance. It's a really <laughs> and it will really resonate with you. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay, I guess I'll watch it after this, depending yeah. on what time we get off. But all Bye. right, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, next caller, so so. Hey, what's going on? Go ahead and unmute yourself. You're on the Fred Hampton in the Suites. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I just want to say uh, good vibes, bro. Good vibes, bro. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, God, I appreciate bro. you. <laughs> yeah, man. Good vibes, bro. And can and continue being the great person that you is. And shout out to Cynthia. She over there promoting Apple TV and whatnot. I ain't got the money right. for that. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, too. But see, that's part of capitalism. Only some of us. They man, have to make sure that some of us can't afford it, man, because then you know that's how it keeps you hungry, right? Rise and grind, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, for sure, for sure. Like, I don't even, I don't even like using big words because that shit would like lose me. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, 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 for sure, I hear that. I hear yeah, hundred percent. No, but yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this, by the way. So you know, I'm just over here just being nosy and whatnot. Yeah, just, hell yeah. Like Go ahead, be nosy. <laughs> Yeah, that's part of it, man. What yeah, uh, yeah. what made you join? What got you? Uh, how'd you learn about Colin? Um, shit, man. I, oh, you said how to hear about what this one here, Colin? Yeah, okay, this app so. and all this, or and and the show too. Shit, I thought you said Karma at first, but um, mm. well, maybe here. Uh, link 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 up with this is um, shit. I just got tired of like complaining, so I got tired of praying. So it's like shit. Let me let me listen to somebody else that's gonna like complain. Mm. And so I hear not. That. To, not to get too deep or whatever, but yeah, you know. No, so this, so this right here was uh, psychology one on one. So whoever it is that got a problem, you know, so you complain to me, complain, complain to uh, butt stuff, round two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, there's a lot to complain about right now, man. There's a lot to yes, complain man. about. For sure. yes, um, yeah, uh, I don't know how she do it because I don't even know how the fuck. I can't I can't go on like 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 how she did. I don't I don't even know what the fuck to even say next other than like other than yeah. like just deal with it, I guess. Well what you got what you got in your life that like you would be complaining about? Like how do you feel like 
I mean, I, I find it hard. Like, I feel like most people who are on this app or who are just talking or who are calling in or anything, they they all sort of vibe with the idea that like society in a way is like squeezing all of us. And oh yeah. Once squeezing all of us, it's making us like disconnected too. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, you know. So uh, me personally, bro, like the reason why people would even like fuck around with this shit is because it probably because I don't know they don't they don't know how to how to communicate no more. So hmm. they too much of, true, a, of a of a fucking like introvert or, or or whatever it is that you want to call. It. I, I I just looked that word up, mind you. I just no, that that's word. a good word. That's a good <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. No, I think I think you're right. I think. Um, Honestly, I think some of that is by design, bro. I really do. I think I think that keeping us isolated and making us believe that it's the individual that is the greatest thing that has ever happened on this planet, that like everybody is like should be striving to be better than somebody else and all that shit. That that's part of the system. There you go. There you go. Then they can they can then they can sell you the solution, right? They there can you sell go. you some some bullshit about like Hey, maybe if you buy this car, then you'll be you'll be the one. You'll be that dude. You'll be you know who I and, and that's how it goes. That's how it goes though. And and yeah. you know honestly, because you know I don't know man. I've just been like, I deconstruct. I, you know I just try to like figure out what's going on between the lines and shit. But like, there's too much of this shit that like lines up, especially in America. The isolation. Uh, the feeling of that people don't have any community, the feeling that everyone's all alone, the feeling that nothing can change, the feeling that like your own position in life is completely because of your own lack of effort or failures. Like all of this stuff lines up too too well for this to all just be like coincidental. You know, you it's know. it's it's how the system is like operating on us. There you know, you and like uh, you know, and some people just know like. Like, I talk about Meek Mill a lot on this show, honestly, but, like, I'm fucking fascinated by by people like Meek Mill in particular and people like uh, Gucci Mane, too. But, like, people who are sort of complete products. Right. Like, are they, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Products I, I of the system. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. They get to a certain point, and then, you know, you got Meek Mill on, like, Champions talking about, like, the effects that trauma... And that judges who are just trying to like show that they're as like black judges trying to show they're as mean as any other white judge are right. having on like systemically oppressing people, right? Like, so so you don't need big words. You don't need fucking fancy language. You don't need theory. You don't need marks. You don't need any of that. You just need to be like aware of like how the system is actually affecting you. Mm. And that's it. And, mo- mm. and here's the thing, man. Most like there's a reason there have been so many black revolutionaries in this country in particular is because they feel those effects constantly, constantly. Right. They're put mm. into positions. They're put into situations where, you know, their communities have have no resources. Their people are systemically they're being oppressed by police. They're being uh, put this way or that way, you know, and it's like. If you just sit there and I mean, like, look, look at someone mm. like Malcolm X. There right? you go. There you Learned go. all his shit in prison. And was like, oh, all of this makes complete sense and comes out speaking more sense than anybody else had at the time. Right? You, like, you know, you know, you know what? You you definitely you definitely hit it up on the nail because like the people that's just like what you said, like people like Meek Mill, like you don't yeah. like you don't like you don't even realize that you that you black 
up until yeah. something traumatic done happened to you. You right. know, not to you, you feel me? Like not to even get like right. Not to like get like too political with you or whatever, but it's like no, that's shit. Real. like the people that's like stuck up over here, up in the ghetto, up in the mm-hmm. urban city, they gonna be the ones that's that's gonna be like trying to figure it out. So so like the mama yeah. when you be like shit, fuck it, bro. Like I'm trying to get the fuck about this bitch. Like I'm tired of being mad. I'm tired of being upset. Right. So I'm gonna yes. get up and do something. Yes. And I'm either either I'm gonna preach, which yes. is the same thing as 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 rapping. Which is the same thing right. as being a poet or whatever. So it's like right. shit. But you know, like the mama when I be like, I'm finna get up and move around. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't even I don't even mean to backstab you, really. You know what I'm talking right. about? But but right. but shit. Like, I'm, I'm I'm tired, so I'm trying to figure out a way how how I'm able to come up. So I hear you. you I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, bro. Like I hear you 100. I hear you 100. I mean, yeah. honestly, what I'm trying to do too, because I'm over here in Chicago, is I'm trying to get more to communities where. People like the communities where it's the worst are where people are trying to figure that shit out the most. There out you of go. Necessity. It's you it's go. it's out of necessity because there is not like that's what always gets me though sometimes about like some of these groups, man, like they'll be on some like okay, we're we're a political group and we have to get people out to vote and we have to do this kind of organizing or we have to like vote on this addendum or whatever. And they're reluctant to go into certain communities. And I'm like, you don't understand that those are those are the communities where you're going to have the most people who understand the type of shit we need to do on a deep level because yeah. they're living under the hardest and harshest effects of it. Like, yeah. it's, that's it a is, fact. You know, it's a fact. Like, yeah, that, that, that right there is, is a fact. So this is, yeah. so this is what it is that the government going to do, the government chief going to mm-hmm. do. They gonna mm-hmm. put all yep. they gonna put all the crazy motherfuckers that's trying mm-hmm. to figure this shit out all in like one big ass community. And you know what? I'm we we finna let everybody go crazy. So it's like I ain't mm-hmm. even got to put my hands up on you. I'm finna let your thoughts kill you. So yep. shit. The reason why I, yep. I, I I age real fast at the at the age of a of a young one like twenty five is because I'm I've been trying to figure it out. The reason why I don't like dude is because he's trying to figure it out just like me. So mm. that's 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 why, like, you know, shit, man. Like that's what the fuck it is. It's called a fucking distraction. So yeah. it's not hate. It's just you trying to figure out who the fuck you are as a person. So, you know, man. And you know what's funny? That is a luxury to a large extent, man. It's a luxury. Imagine what, like, having a little bit of money, having a little bit of a situation, having all of your bills paid on time. Guess how much more time you have to just think and be and examine yourself and figure out life like mm-hmm. all of that shit like look like i i don't really believe i don't want to say i don't believe in free will but i'll say this like i i'm not going to blame people for like doing bad sometimes mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. i'm not going to blame people who are out there like doing crimes of necessity or even doing crimes of like desperation because like mental sort of like wellness even like the idea of like uh you know like mental health like that's a fucking foreign concept for so many people because like especially when you when healthcare itself in this country is dependent on if you have a job or if you have money you can't even get treated you can't get treated mm-hmm. for like a like a bullet wound mm-hmm. if, without going into debt in this country how are you going to get treated for like or not even just treat, but how are you going to have like the time to like and the space 
to figure shit out. Like as, as like imagine like there's so many like yeah yeah young this men the, in this country in particular. This the reason like, why I scream out "Mama" so loud. This the reason why I love Mama mm-hmm. so much. Shit, because mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't figure it out. So who it is? I'm I'm, I'm finna run to. I'm finna run yeah. to my mama. Help me. Help That's me. Right. Help me. Help me. Help That's me. That's right. But yeah, man, like it's it's crazy. I was just listening to to the uh, the last person that that hit you up or whatever. Yeah, uh, she was talking about you know her trying to find a job and all of this, this mm-hmm. that, and, and the third. But it's like shit when you surrounded by people that's trying to like figure it out. Then then it's like okay, I I I I don't like it where I work at. You know why? Because when I come home, yeah. I'm finna I'm finna deal with like other people's thoughts or whatever. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. There are times like, you know, you. One thing that we don't talk about enough sometimes is like how work you get paid to be there, right? Like you get paid an hourly wage, but so many of these jobs too, you bring your homework with you, bring your work home with you, like psychologically, right? So like, the thoughts of work, the 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 you you being anxious about work. All the, you know, all that shit, the job comes with you. And now it's occupying your free time, too. Mm-hmm. And when yep. that shit's also occupying your free time, how are you going to figure out your own shit? Yeah. You know? Because now you're just thinking about some fucking bullshit from work. Yeah. That's still with you. I'm going to hold. later. Like, hold me, hold me down. Hold me down. Hold me down. Right. You know what I'm talking about? And you know, yeah. shit, that right there, that creates laziness. So it's like, yeah. okay, by me, by, by, by me being lazy, which is like a whole nother symptom, if you want to call it that. Yeah. You know, who, you, you know, you know who you can rely upon. You can rely upon the government cheese, and, and that's what it is. So if you want to <laughs> sit down and think all motherfucking me day, then yeah, sit your bitch ass down and think all motherfucking me day. Oh shit. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. That's the reason yeah. why you can't. That's the reason why you can't learn. That's the reason why you bad. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. So, mm-hmm. so since I can't help you, I take your ass to the to, to, to the military and let somebody else raise you. That didn't work. Your bitch ass not yep. discharged. So since you so hard headed, take your ass to the penitentiary so that you can be around people that look just like you. You see what I'm saying? And then they got you under control in there though too. Come on you know now. I mean? It's it's it's. They got to be like, honestly, part of the reason why I'm even interested in politics at all is because I want to basically make the government cheese good, <laughs> right? higher quality cheese for more yeah. people. And then over time, they yeah. now have more. So they don't have to be thinking about shit in fucking prison so we can get them before then to where they could figure that shit out. And then maybe they can actually have an actual like realized life you know yeah Outside yeah, yeah. Of the bounds of like control or being like a fucking animal in one of there these jails go. or some shit man like there that that is an injustice that that is an injustice to like humanity as like a fucking concept that That's... we have human beings who can who love who feel who can figure shit out who can contribute who are just like are, are herded into these play, fucking cages for no reason other than like government incompetence and corporate greed. Like that's why, that's what it comes down to, right? And it's like, that does not have to be that way. It literally does not, you know? It's funny that you said too, like, you know, you're talking about like, 
kind of how I forget exactly what you said, but like you kind of like Meek Mill kind of learning he's black or like people learn how they're black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, like you don't yeah, like you don't yeah. know who you are up until you go through like traumatics. You know what I'm talking about? It's, you feel me? It's so, so funny because because you know my dad my dad's from Nigeria, right? So he's African, and you know mm-hmm. like before then when he's talking to other you know. Uh, Nigerians or other Africans, he's like, oh, I'm Nigerian, I'm Nigerian. He got here, immediately he's a nigga. Immediately. You know, like, the way that now the systems are interacting with him is like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm this, I'm black now. Like, suddenly, in America. Like, that's like when, 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 I, when I was at home, like, I was never, like, mm-hmm. called that. Uh-uh, no. You know what I'm talking about? He never thought he was, like, he never thought he was, like, uh, you know, he was never seen as like a criminal, or never seen as like, uh, 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 you know, like, oh, this person is uh, unintelligent, or all the fucking bullshit that they put on black people in this country. Despite the fact that uh, black Americans have come up with more, but I don't think I don't think another culture in the war in the world can touch the kind of contributions that black Americans have made. Just period, right? Given the yeah. conditions that they've been in, too, makes it absolutely untouchable but like mm-hmm. when the system is meant to basically oppress i mean like look and this system you know like we all know like the initial part of the system and still today was heavily based on a race-based politics because it helped the rich white people keep their money there right? you go it's called a whole identity yeah there you go it's a, yeah that's right i mean that's that's how it came to be literally i could tell you the fucking history of how that shit happened it is documented, right? It's not even like a conspiracy or nothing. It was, it's, the game's been rigged from the start. It's been rigged. And so, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just trying to give people a higher, a higher quality of government cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're already, we're already all paying for that cheese as it is right now. Come on, right? Man. Then they're going over to fucking Iraq and Afghanistan to bomb some brown people civilians no less other people who are just trying to like for the most part just have families and shit every once in a while they get a terrorist but whoop-dee-doo you know what are we spending millions and billions of dollars worth on them when we got people here who are in school we spend our time and you know what Mm -hmm. we spend our our time every time when Mm -hmm. we when we watch the news we spend our time every time when we when we read up in the newspaper you know, mm-hmm. that's how that's how we spend our time. You know, just just trying to just trying to keep up with everything or whatever, and it's crazy. You know, so mm-hmm. I just thought to just shit. I like I can go on for days about this shit. You know? I hear you, man. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Hell, man. I, I can you go on for days about about this shit. So, um, how'd you manage? How'd you manage to even pull in so many so so many people? You know, I'm not sure. Honestly, I think. Um, I've talked on a couple other shows like briefly, but honestly, I think what happens is like people get here and they'll be listening for a bit and some people leave, but some people don't, but then they realize like the vibes and you know, I'm, I am a big fan of like, like, look, I don't see a point in like talking about politics if we're not also going to try to cultivate like a community, like community vibes, right? Like that's a point of politics to me. So like, you know, I try to keep things like, I don't know, man, like I'm just, I, I want people to feel welcome here, even if they don't share the politics or anything. I want people to feel like they got a space where they can talk, where they can like, where I'm actually going to listen to them. And, you know, when they give me suggestions for shit, I'm going to go do some research. And I think it just like over a couple of weeks, 
you know, people kind of like that. So you get a lot of people who come here a lot, like every week. Um, and then some people who stop in and then they'll stop in every once in a while and talk and like, it's good. And then there's also like a feel, I think, of like when people are kind of inspired by the other people that they meet here, right? Like, like one cool thing about this app is I know people who are already in this, like who have talked here, who are in like the chat, who are kind of like friends in real life now, <laughs> you know, like they'll call each other outside of the app and like just shoot the shit, talk politics, do all that. And that's cool to me. Like, I like that a lot. And like, mm -hmm. to the extent that I can have like a, you know, like a little room here, uh, where people are like finding like-minded people and actually getting, you know, building networks to where any Inside. sort of like political organization work. And uh, what were you going to say? No, I, I was just saying, you know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but insight, insight. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's With each other, that, right? That's just, like, it's just insight, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, I, I think that's why, I mean, I think that's why people are here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I no, like, no, like, like, like for sure. Like, so, so every time, if every time when I like start a conversation with, with anybody, like I normally say, can I make you feel uncomfortable? And 10 mm. times out of 10, they're going to be like, the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean? So it's like, that's true. I, that's true. You know? So it's like, yeah, I love you. Huh? You love me? I'm sorry. Right. You know, right. Or, or like, yeah, so. Man, like people is weird, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just, we all trying to figure out the answers. So we, and you know what, we, we learned it, we learned the game from the government. So everybody piggybacking up off of everybody. So right, piggybacking up off of your vibes, which is like good vibes or whatever. And they try to make me believe that my neighborhood is really bad when really it's not. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like I think one of the things I, I, I really get upset about when we talk about like bad neighborhoods is if you go to like any one of them, like you find good people and that's, and the vast majority of people, good people, it's a bad situation. It's a bad, like it's, it's, it's systemic issues, right? They're never like just people personnel issues, which is honestly though, that's why I fucking love people like Marshawn Lynch. Like I'm just I here. So I don't like, get fine. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love it. And then goes back to the community every year, has not mm -hmm. abandoned his shit. You know, like, but Compton motherfuckers are on some different shit right now. They're figuring that shit out themselves in some crazy shit. Like, everyone from Compton that I know is, like, going back to Compton because it's like, you know, it's like home. And it's like, it, it's Marshawn Lynch in particular with the kind of shit that, you know, he goes out of his way just for his community that's we need more of that yeah but like it's the music on, like it's yeah, the music yeah that's true too you yeah, think what i'm yeah. saying so it's, it's always yeah. a good vibe when you got when you that's got true. everybody nodding they yeah. here to like good music that's true the you same dude when you got like people on kendrick you know who are another dude from compton it's just insane and Com compton something's going on in compton like yeah. something real good but that's uh yes oh, yeah man yeah oh. I'm finna, I'm finna definitely like subscribe to your show, or whatever. Yeah. So, so, so anytime when you, when you, when you go live, just, just see, you know, my name, so, so, so it's like. Shit, absolutely, finna, absolutely, so, like, so, yeah, man. It, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you too, man. Like, thank you so much for stopping in. What a, what a, what a cool, uh, serendipitous 
for a big word. <laughs> what a cool, you know, what a cool way for, for life to bring cool people together, you know? Thank you yes, so sir. much for stopping in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It. It's always Appreciate a pleasure. It. Yes, sir. All right, man. I'll see you next time. All right. All right peace. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. What's up, Sean? What's happening, baby? Go ahead and unmute yourself, and then you're here you are at the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. Yeah, man, I was cracking. Sorry, my, my call has been like, it's it just like, hey, do you want to do this? Like, I don't even know what this is. Why are you adding this extra step that I don't even understand right now? So I don't know. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think you guys are actually, yeah, do do some point for real. Yeah, it really no, it's, is, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, the, the pro, like, and, and it's funny because you guys brought up, you know, like a lot of people don't have the time and energy to actually be able to think and I want a lucky few mm-hmm. who actually was given that opportunity because right. my dad, uh, my dad, my dad's black. I, I know I'm like skinned as fuck, but my yeah. dad's black. Um, mm-hmm. and he actually, he, he, my, my dad's black. He grew up in like, uh, the projects in New York city and he mm-hmm. eventually ended up graduated from Harvard and then he got to give oh, my mom. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did some shit. Now he's now, he, now he's watching a lot of MSNBC and it's very sad. To watch. But anyway, <laughs> ain't that, ain't that a bitch. <laughs> it is. It's like, man, you used to be smart, like really smart. This is painful. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like this is the pro- yeah. This is hurting you. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I know. but yeah, but he, he, but he got together with my mom who's a white hippie, which is, you know, I, I used Are to you think mean? Of, Are you literally mean? Like that's, I, I don't know. Harvard, Maybe. I, I got a Maybe, white baby but... mom in the chat right now, just chilling. That is that is <laughs> hilarious. Watching MSNBC, baby. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. My mom, my mom doesn't do politics, which is probably the better element of her. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I don't know. We're we're a childhood, but one of the things I did have the advantage for was I had access money. You know, I grew up in the suburbs and shit, and I realized, yeah. you know. I kind of I hit the lottery because most black people aren't born to you know the kind of father I had, so I did have right. the resources to actually be able to think and evaluate, and yeah. I also had the the unique perspective to look at the world, if you know what I mean. Because like people don't understand, like for one, um, your parents are your first engagement with socialization. So the way your parents socialize is your first kind of engagement with socialization and how that dynamic functions, how that works and how you grow. And the closer that relationship your parents have is closer to the external world expectations, the easier it is, I think, for you to make that transition from socializing with your parents to socializing with kids and high school, so on and so forth. Yeah. 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 Oh, the muted for a second. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, what was gonna say, and so, so the the major problem here is is that relationship was fucked with my parents. <laughs> I I've always kind of been on the yeah, outside man. looking in in one functionality or another, and uh, yeah, there's some kids yelling outside <laughs> the window right now. But um, I've always kind of been on uh the outside looking in on one way or another, but because of the facts, you know, I had that ability. I had that advantage because my father was educated. He helped educate me. He talked about, you know, I was learning yeah. about Egypt at seven years old, you know what I mean? And about yeah, how long this, yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah. dynasty was in power and just like mm-hmm. really being educated about how like a lot of history had been whitewashed and how like Moses and Egypt, like in the Bible says, you know, in the Bible, it talks about, you know, the son of God, God says, I will call my son from Egypt. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and and yet we have this like whitewashed version of Jesus who's like super pro capitalism. Right. 
Jesus and, and, White, and he has guns in America. Exactly. He has guns. It's all that. And he loves money. Shit. Yep. Yeah. And and Jesus loves money so much he'll give you some if you worship him really well. Like that's mm-hmm. that's 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 the Jesus we live with. So mm-hmm. I always have the ability to kind of question and evaluate that from like a real a real honest perspective because of the fact that I had access to that type of information. Right. And so right. I I did a ton of that thinking, you know what I mean? The self evaluation and and my dad actually thought I was kind of an idiot as a child. So, like, I had mm. this inferiority complex at, like, seven years old. So yeah. I, I started studying Einstein and his philosophy to, like, if I if I can understand right. what Einstein's saying, I'm not a complete right. idiot. It's, if I can understand what the smart motherfucker's saying, then maybe I'm smart or something, right? Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. yes I, yes, I like, totally follow. I totally yeah, follow. Yeah, maybe I'm not defective. It's, <laughs> so, right, right. it's so, such a fun, like, kid way of thinking, though, too, right? Like, this idea yeah. of, like, well, I want smartness, so let me just – read what a bunch of smart people said and be able to either recite it or like understand it. And that will mean that, you know, I like smart by osmosis or something like that. Right. Like I it's, totally, yeah, I totally. Get I, and, it, but but it, it worked though, because like I would spend, <laughs> it, it worked so well because I would spend like an hour reading a single sentence of Einstein. I'm not even joking yeah, with you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's he's actually he's Einstein was super philosophical and he was super anti-racist like in the forties and yeah. stuff. He, anti-racist is a pretty anti-war, which is interesting. Yes, given yeah. you know his involvement on the you know the Manhattan Project, which I don't think was, Einstein was involved in the Manhattan Project. I've heard that a lot. I I don't I think I think that's a truism that's been spoken a lot. I I, I honestly think that he had nothing to do with the Manhattan Pro- Project. Really? He was more. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a I think that's a misnomer because I've looked up yeah. I've looked that up a couple times and I don't think there's yeah. any real connection there. But um, and for anyone but, who's wondering, the Manhattan Project was the the, the research project during World War II, which led to uh, a bunch of scientists in America coming up with the atomic bomb, uh, which was eventually used on Japan to end the war. Uh, or end World War II, but there's a lot of debate or whether that was even necessary uh, to drop two atomic bombs. But that's a whole other conversation. But anyway, yeah. keep going. Yeah. So yeah, not sure about that. I'm actually gonna def- I'm gonna look it up and just like make sure I have this because you know I've heard that I've heard that a lot. But I I don't think he was involved in the Manhattan Project. But okay. but the thing is is that like. I, st- I would read, like, literally spend an hour in a single sentence of Einstein to just, like, what 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 did he mean? And more so mm. than what did he mean, what was he thinking when he said this stuff? Mm. And it really is something that I think has it, – it changed me forever because now my thought process – because I literally, like, I was incessant about this because I was worried. I was, I, I was worried it was defective, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that fear just drove me. At like seven and eight years old to just like figure out what he meant. Like, don't take my opinion. What did he actually mean? And and Einstein's thoughts and understandings were fucking gorgeous. Like, there's so much beauty and complexity and and simplicity in some of the stuff he said that his philosophy mm-hmm. is honestly pretty much my own internal philosophy. And and to kind of bring it back to like society and learning and this that and other, I'll just give you yeah. a few quotes from Einstein. I wasn't planning to do it, but I can't. I can do it because they're just in my head. <laughs> but, uh, okay, yeah, but, bring them out. Bring them out for sure. So uh, one of my favorite ones: wisdom is not the product of schooling, but of, of a lifelong attempt to acquire it. And mm. what that is is pretty much. And 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 I'll I'll add like one of my quotes: um, with age comes experience. 
with experience comes the capacity for wisdom. And what I mean by that is the more stuff you experience, if you have like rich experiences, even they're negative, Mm -hmm. you have the potential to grow immense amount from those experiences. But just because you have experience over a long period of time doesn't mean you're putting in the effort to work to actually grow, grow and learn from those experiences. The question to understand, to see things from a new, you know, position, that's where you get wisdom. And what Einstein was saying is that, you know, wisdom is not the product of the schooling of a lifelong intent to acquire. What he was saying is, like, do not put your intelligence on an institution because the institution is just an institution. Too much of, like, our comprehension of what it means to be smart is about a whole bunch of other people identifying you as smart when in reality, keep questioning, keep growing in your own understanding, your own development, and your own comprehension. And that's actual the real condition of wisdom. And he even had another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Cynthia says in the, in, in the chat, too, another quote that uh, from Einstein, but imagination is everything. It's a preview to life's coming and uh, attractions, um, which is pretty dope. But like, you know, that, I, mean, I mean, that kind of insight with wisdom, too, I guess I, hmm, I want more people to be able to. I guess here's where I'm coming down um, when it comes to like the butt stuff. Uh, argument, right? The the degree to which socialism, we can still have fun stuff. Um, really, I, do you think, I don't know too much about Einstein's life, so maybe you're the guy to tell me this, but like, how do you feel about like the prospects of people with who have more free time, who mm-hmm. are less sort of working paycheck to paycheck who are able to actually have that time to think right Mm -hmm. how many more einsteins do you think we would have oh it it would be endless i mean the the entire capitalistic system is here and and this is what i've done with my thinking because i was given the vagina of education and i realized that if i was a poor person I'd want somebody in my position to kind of use my time and effort towards like figuring this shit out. But the capitalistic system by design is here to create first off scarcity and division. And more so than that, like it, it, like poverty, like people need to understand the capitalist system uses poverty as the threat mechanism to keep this entire system rolling. You know what I mean? So that is the motivation. That is the motivation for the majority of workers, honestly. And it is the threat of poverty, right? Um, and can I, I, I'll just say one thing here. The yeah. fact that there's this sort of, uh, belief among many Americans that somehow the working class or people who work retail jobs are not go-getters or hard workers. I'm mm-hmm. telling you as someone who became a fucking lawyer, I'm telling you, I worked harder at a coffee shop in a bank. I worked yeah. harder when I was working those shitty jobs. I worked more hours. I worked more intensely. And I and, and, and I don't know. That just but, but this is the thing me off that like idea of it. Yeah, but this is the thing. Your lawyer education, that means your mind, your thought process in a lawyer position is fully functioning your intelligence is being used in complete acceptance and support of this society in this capitalistic system so let me tell you what i did today okay (laughs) let me just tell you what i did with my full intelligence today 
I looked at a bunch of Excel spreadsheets, a bunch of emails, and a couple PowerPoint presentations and clicked through them and said, is this one good for the case or bad for the case? And it wasn't even good for the case or bad for the case. You know what it was? It was, is this one responsive or non-responsive? It's doc review. You know what that means? Responsive basically means, is this, is this going to be at all relevant to the case or is it not? I did that for eight hours. I did not use a single motherfucking brain cell in my goddamn head today. Yes. So, but okay. I, I so know, let me. I do get paid for my intelligence sometimes, but most of the time, honestly, most of the time, honestly, guys, here's the tea. Here's the real tea. A lot of a lot of us who are doing these law jobs and stuff. It's just it's a bunch of grunt ass shit. It's a bunch of grunt work. A lot of it is. And it's not using the highest bounds of my intelligence. I'm not here, you know, oh, no. rewriting Shakespeare or whatever. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not clicking I'm not. Excel spreadsheets, but I work at a company where they think I'm a very smart boy. So they pay me money to look at Excel spreadsheets because somehow I would look at an Excel spreadsheet in a way that's more smart than most people, I guess, or whatever they're saying. But anyway, that's okay. there's, there's me... illusions that come with with. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm yeah. not actually. I, I think I'm 100% in agreement with you. What I'm saying is a Starbucks worker is closer to the actual factual on the grounds reality of reality. What I'm mm. talking about is in the lawyer position. And this, I'm not going to hate on like, I'm like, my dad's a fucking lawyer. Like, I'm not going to hate on, you know, oh you <laughs> getting an education, so on and so forth and making money from the system. But what I'm talking about is the veneer that this makes sense. Accountants make massive amounts Amen. of money because they have this veneer this all of this makes sense all of this is logical Amen. you know what i mean we're wasting 40 percent of all the food in america goes rotten wait no this is logical and so mm -hmm. the veneer the veneer i'm talking about is is like the idea of like oh the lawyer this man of institution is actually is a part of the the ide ideology of the system or how can i put this Kind of like more of a relig religious mindset, the narrative of America. You know what I mean? The right, conditions, right. the conclusions. We believe these things to be true, and it's all imagination. Yes. You know what I mean? It's none of it's real. But the the Starbucks worker who's handing people food and coffee is doing vastly more to actually sustain and help people be an actual functional mechanism of the world than a lawyer in all actuality is. In in, in nine times out of ten, it's yes. just. We're brought, we're brought into this this idea of this system of capitalism in America. It's religious. You know what I mean? It's very yeah, – it's yeah, very yeah. like this thing is very so dogmatic. real. It, very yeah. dogmatic. I mean look. It goes directly to your point that uh, when the pandemic hit and certain people were deemed essential workers, who were those essential workers, right? <laughs> was a Wall Street. The same little bullshit jobs and everything that – we, you know, that, that, that the zeitgeist or, or America would have shit on before, right? All the essential workers were the people who work at the supermarkets, the people who work at these shops in the retail. Like, turns out they were more essential that for the economy to continue running, right? So it's, it's, yes. it's like directly to your point, right? It's, it's, it's pretty wild. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent, and and it's and that's kind of the problem that we've been dealing with is that we're caught up in the narrative that America gives us, and because of the fact we're so caught up in this narrative 
that we're not actually seeing the reality of what's going on, which is this entire system is here to divide us and separate us and ensure we don't eventually get the education we need to kind of overcome this situation and actually really work towards doing something. Right. And it's one of the reasons the black community has constantly been targeted by the American government and American society mm-hmm. is the same reason. It's the same reason that the music industry has made rappers as famous as they are. They want to control over it. They didn't want Tupac Shakur. They didn't even want like old school NWA because too much of that was too real. And so now what you have is kind of the commodification of the rap industry as a mechanism of, of, I think, like servitude of the system in one function or another. But I think that's a different conversation. But the point is, is just generally this. The, the 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 biggest obstacle America has to revolution and real change is the narrative, is the ideological comprehension of what we think America is. And right mm. now, it's it's like a behemoth within our mind. It's a mental block that we can't actually functionally see or comprehend. But the second we begin to see beyond the curtain, like this is all fake. You know what I mean? None of this is real. We're just taught that it's real. And because we think it's real – we believe it's real. It's like being mm. in, you know, it, 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 horrible movies. Yeah. Well, the Matrix, but I was thinking the more Matrix of the Village. Is good as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Matrix is good as fuck. Um, no, yeah. the Village by M Night Shyamalan. Horrible oh, movie. I see. I see. But oh, but everybody in the Village was told like if you go out there you're just gonna die like if you go and because of the fact everybody in the village believed that like oh my god if we go out there we're gonna die that idea became cemented in the minds of the public or the people within that community and yeah. so because of that it became real that threat be, it, it, the threat was even there but it became real because they believed it to be real and i think that's the actuality of kind of what we're dealing with in america right now is we have these concepts of money's real it's not the the money that like uh uh and i'll just i'll kind of end here but the money that like um wells fargo would give a donald trump let's say nancy pelosi went to wells fargo for a 15 million dollar loan they create that out of thin air and there's not yeah. like literally like the federal reserve can create currency Wells Fargo can create currency. That's how fake money is. But it's also used as a mechanism of oppression. The problem is, is it's hard for people to understand that something that is literally fake and has no actual meaning can cause them to starve. So it's very real. Like the money is fake, but the starvation is real. And that's yeah. the key that they use to keep everybody okay. oppressed. It's, it's very much like race, right? Like the yeah. idea of race as we understand it today is – largely a fiction, an invention made by white capitalists to divide uh, basically people who are white serfs and black slaves because they were revolting too much whenever their interests were too aligned. Mm -hmm. Whenever they were working in the same conditions, turns out that they would revolt. Um, By creating the barrier of race and saying, well, we're going to give the white serfs that we have, these people who, and serfs were basically like indentured servants. They're basically like Slaves for 10, 20 years, but then they're no longer slaves. So in a better position than slaves, but still under a period like you're, you're, it's a lease on your life rather than pure ownership. That's what serfdom is, right? Um, so they're paying rent on your, on your life, but they're not paying you anything. You're paying with your years. But, um, you know, there's too many revolts. So when you have these white slaves and or white serfs and black slaves who are teaming up and who are going against the massa, you need to create a system that divides them and that gives you control. So by make, convincing the white serfs that they were closer to the white masters, 
by giving them whips and putting them out in the field and saying, hey, your job is to make sure that the black slaves are working hard enough. Then these motherfuckers bought into it and they bought into the illusion. They bought into fiction. And I think there's a lot of that that happens with a lot of capitalist ideology. A lot of this, um, anytime I hear like some bootstraps narrative, I want to slap the fuck out of somebody. I swear to God, it's so stupid because it's like, if you just look at the, the amount of work that people do, the people who are bootstrapping it the hardest are like the goddamn single mom who has to take a, a two hour bus ride to get to a fucking minimum wage ass job just so she can make enough to get rent, like yep. to try to help her kids. Like that, that is bootstrapping it, right? Yeah. Like what a lot of these motherfuckers be doing in, in, you know, when, when I could afford, when I literally have enough money, like Donald Trump does to just like, if I just put my money in the S and P 500 and just kept it there and took dividends and I would have made more money than what I already have. That's, there ain't nothing bootstrap about that. There's no. nothing bootstrap. There's nothing, indivi- there's no individual executive function or there's no like actual, there's nothing special really about a oh, motherfucker no. who's just doing that, right? No. And, 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 and you could even add on to that. I mean, we, we could go into student debt and how that's pretty much endangered servitude and how the capitalist class. Yeah, no, I mean, the capitalist, well, I mean, but that's the thing. A person like yeah. Donald Trump, who's willing to oppress that minimum wage single mother, is going to be mm-hmm. vastly more accepted by the system and actually have the uh, potentiality to be to make more money in the system because he serves the system. This system runs right. off of poverty, okay? Right, Just understand right, 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 right. It's dependent it, on it it. it. it works so simply that I can even explain it like this. In order for capitalism to work, there has to be scarcity. And what I mean by that yep. is capitalism in America, there's one thing that capitalism will never start, solve in America, and, and I'll explain it very simply. Starvation. Capitalism at its peak, even just in America, will never solve starvation. Why is one particular reason. In order for capital to work, if food was re- readily available, let's say green peppers were two pennies you know, per pop. There, it would be get to the point that it, I wouldn't even need to really exchange money for it because of the fact it would be kind of that low. That means everybody mm-hmm. gets fed, okay? Everybody mm-hmm. gets fed. Mm-hmm. Everybody has mm-hmm. that easy level of an access to a piece of food, whether it's a fruit or maybe it's some right. like cheap meat. You know what I mean? Right. But we all have that easy access. That means you know right. you're you're right. not spending anything more than a dollar on it. That level of exchange inherently makes it so the the, the exchange of money becomes less necessary. And when it becomes less necessary, there is a less necessity for it to be the function the function force of driving our entire society so you need to make people starve in order to support capital so right now that's to make sure that food is still profitable right yes in order to make sure that the selling of the food is still something that people will pay money to get right and and the fact that they don't need to right the fact that we've already produced enough it's not look have you ever seen, you know, every once in a while they'll go viral, but you'll see like, I don't know, like behind a Walmart or some mass supermarket and you just look at the dumpster and all the food that's in there and yeah. people will 
sometimes try to go there and dumpster dive and the motherfucking police will be called. Yes. The police yes. to stop they people will... from eating. To litter, and they... they'll prosecute the people for stealing trash. I'm sorry, suck my dick. Yeah. If you're in a position to where you're prosecuting people for taking trash, trash to feed themselves and their families, eat my entire ass. Like I, I cannot support a system like that. Like I just can't. You know, like it's 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 no, it, it, it's it, so it, like I don't I don't know how people could say that's like a moral system or a good it, system or like a a, a a a good outcome. Like it's it's and and here's the thing. I used to work at like a Panera Bread. And when you're there, um, and also I apologize to people. I know saying suck my dick is not like the, the height of political analysis, but sometimes <laughs> you feel what you feel, dog, and you got to let it out. Just you got to let it out. But, you know, I'm <laughs> working on Panera Bread, and every night you have all of this food that just went uneaten, you know, that's just... If you don't, you know, and most of the times, you know, like someone would come in like a food shelter or something, they'd come in and take just trash bags full of bread and sweets and, and pastries and all these things. And they take them and maybe they would get eaten. Maybe not. Sometimes you just had to throw them out. And the baker comes in every day at like 3 a.m. just to bake the same shit again. And to, to make a lot of this bread that's going to be thrown out. Um, you know yeah. that is that is perverse right. it's 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 it just it's like those are my that's my real big problem with the system as it is right and when we talk about consumerism when we talk about the ability to have things that people like when we talk about can you have your nike's can you have this can you have your you know life size Big titty anime goth girlfriend pillow. It, <laughs> Why not? It's we, you could like we could still produce those things, and we would have more production capacity to actually make those things once we can actually take the production capacity that's being used right now to make waste and waste that would not happen under a socialist system that would not need to happen because there's no longer a profit incentive for something like food under the system. You could like. Yeah, I think people somehow they they don't realize how anti-consumer capitalism actually is. Oh, and, and they don't really, even understand. Really, is no, they don't even understand that money is a functional is imaginary. Like literally, we made it up. It like money is like the color blue. Yeah, except blue's real in mm-hmm. one sense or another. It's it's completely imaginary mm-hmm. and. And literally, like, this is the way I think of it, just kind of like as an example. If you got mm-hmm. 60% of the American public together, be like, yeah, we're just going to not believe in the U.S. dollar and die in a day. You understand? Like, if you just get that, if you get that yeah. many people together on it, cap, like, the money system will fail. But this is all the thing. You can tie, like, you can still have money and tie, you can have money tied to resources. So the money, so the, so like literally we can have a monetary system based upon the amount of damage it's going to do to the climate. You know what I mean? So books, books are going to go higher. You know what I mean? So digital media, this, that, and the other, you know, paper is going to be higher. So we're going to have to figure that out. Um, you know, and, and you're not just going to be able to throw a bunch of stuff in the landfill. We're going to have to actually mm-hmm. look at this stuff as resources, but you can make a monetary system literally based upon the material 
materials and the damage that we're going to need to prevent to ensure the continuation of humanity. You could even have a currency based upon human happiness and like literally the quality of humanity. You can make a currency off of that. It's possible. The problem is, is that we've been fed and we've been miseducated and kind of brainwashed. Even those of us who do think we've been we've been we've been involved in the system so long. It's again, it's like it's like asking a fish, how's the water? We're in a difficult position. Everybody's in a difficult position. And this right. and this and this is the thing. And then, and then I'll you know let uh, the other people uh, speak and come up. But um, For sure, yeah. This is the thing. They work us like they work us because they don't want us to think about any of this. They don't want us to have the time to think. Which was one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I was doing my activism which was like we need to make this simple we need to make this simple comprehensible and understandable we need to be able to make a five-minute video that explains the conditions of like the united states media system we need a five-minute video that explains the united states healthcare system because if you have somebody who's working all these hours they don't have the time to get educated like this we need to produce that shock but yeah for sure I, i i have another friend who were literally starting a YouTube channel directly with this purpose in mind. And we have some videos that are coming out. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be in any of them just cause whatever, like it's probably good for me to just stay stealth for as long as possible. Um, I got you. <laughs> but please, hit, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. The whole, the, the whole plan that he wants to have um, is exactly what you're talking about. Little YouTube videos, that educate. I mean, the first one that he's doing is about the minimum wage laws and the conversations around them and the manufacturing of consent around even the framing of issues of minimum wage. Right. That it's yeah. and he's good. He's he's really good. He's he's really really good. I'm I'm super excited. Please hit me up. And because yeah, we're man. looking we're looking for to build a network that is directly supposed to do this. Basically, we want to have alternative propaganda. Fuck these yes. motherfuckers. I'm doing. I'm, listen, let, that's it. You need, yeah, you no, need I'm doing people. that too. Like me, yeah. my home, my, my homie right now, he's uh, in Michigan. We we worked on Force the Vote together, and we became like okay. long term friends. But yeah. he's working like his, uh, his the weed shop he's working at. He he's trying to help it unionize, <laughs> so he's gonna help me with this. Hell he's yeah, kind dude. of <laughs> busy on the whole you know union effort, which I completely get. But we yeah. were just like, no, we need narratives. We need to, like yes. we want we want to yes. produce content, whether it's videos or just infographs that people can steal. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. we want you to steal this. Yes. Just imagine, we, like yes, good. No, no, it, no, you're right. It's it, because of the fact, like, if, imagine, like, I see great infographs all the time. The problem is it never links to any place. Imagine mm-hmm. you have an infograph or a video be like, are you interested in helping out? Bam, the infograph has a link. You want to donate to kind of help fund this? Bam, there's a link on the infograph, on the on the video. Yes. So we get volunteers and support automatically through the actual work that we're doing. It's just, See, that's, and, and for, that's it. That's the link. That's, yeah. and, and, and honestly, that's. For, for as much as people get mad whenever they say, oh, the solution is to organize or the solution is for this, this is that kind of strategic thought of like create the video that allows people to find it, that allows it to potentially go viral, that allows – now, of course, we always got to think about the algorithm, how it's going to be you know, uh, used to protect corporate interests, all this stuff. That's mm-hmm. stuff that we can get to down the line. I don't think in the immediate future – that's going to be the problem, right? The main problem, it, it's, it's, if you can get in, I've seen enough video essayists make their shit go viral that's leftist enough to where we can have 
we can enter that space. But then to have the link of the active involvement, that's the fucking key. And that's actually, exactly. that's the real power of it. And I, I, you know, it is kind of surprising that people have not done that yet. You know, that's what's wild. Is that like, I, I don't know why that hasn't taken off when, you, I mean, you know, when you have people like, you know, ContraPoints and, you know, like FB Signifier and these people who make more leftist kind of, but I, I think it's mainly because they're they're just cont- content creators and all this, and they're not like, they're not linked to like a network of organization. I think that's, that is the key step, Sean. I mean, you're, you're hundred percent right on that. And I, for real, hit me up. I, 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 I'd like to connect you with some people who are. Uh, well, I'd love to be connected. I, I've, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to be connected, and I can, uh, and I, and I also tell you, answer your question. There's too much. What happens in leftist circles, and this is why me and my friend were like, we're just doing this, and then we're going to figure out how to structure this because organizations mm-hmm. get infiltrated way too easily. Or, mm-hmm. and this is this is one of the worst parts about it. You have people who do this for vanity. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like talking. Oh, baby, I know. Baby, you I know. know. <laughs> I like talking, but like <laughs> the, my 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 um my my emotional stake in this is not in getting attention here and now. My mm-hmm. emotional stake in this is destroying Wall Street. Like I want to be able to say, like I helped I helped take down Wall Street. You know what I mean? Like I literally, I yeah, that used to be a thing. Is not anymore. You know, yeah. like that's where my emotional stake is, but. I think because leftists have kind of been defeated across the board for so long that they, they feel like the only way to get a win is to attack other people within their own circle. You know what I mean? Yes, and to just yes, be and, and just like show off their ego and their strength. But, and it's just there's, like, there's, this is, there's a lot of that that happens in leftist circles, but I got to be honest in the circles that I've been running in lately, I'm seeing a lot more people just really cut through that bullshit because here's the thing. The stakes are actually existential, and too many yes. of these motherfuckers understand we don't have time. So yeah, exactly. even like with Chicago DSA and stuff, there's just a good group of people now who are just like, look, I get it. We don't have fucking time. We don't have time. We're going to go. We're going to do what we need to do. We're going to go to where we need to go. We're going to go to whatever links that we need to go to to get there because here's the thing. We're, we're, we're going to die. So yes. It's, no, it's, it's five years. I, I don't. I don't care about whatever shit you, that's it. So like, I, I'm encouraged by that too. I'm encouraged by that. And honestly, man, I'll go through whatever circle. Like, I don't care. Like I, I will, if people, if I find out that people aren't doing shit, fine. That's not going to stop me from doing shit. Or, you know, I had some, uh, we yeah, won't go I know. but like we, you, you know, you've been in the spaces. I, we're going to cut through that because here's the thing. We're also going to go directly to actual motherfucking people. Too. Yeah, because a lot of these places to too, a lot yeah. of these places too, are it's a lot of people who I gotta wink, I gotta like squint and see if they have a trust fund or what's behind that. Because you're saying a lot of shit that don't really jive with the way that I understand how people have to survive paycheck to paycheck and shit. Yeah. Or it's like it's like are you? They don't know how to organize those people. You know what I mean? They just you know what? They don't. What's crazy? What's crazy, though, is that some of these, like, with Chicago DSA in particular, these people, like, have obviously been in, like, suited senates or whatever the fuck because they're, they know all this Robert rules of order and all this. But you know what? They fucking know electoralism pretty well. And they, they have, like, the districts. Like, if you see some of the shit that they're working on, they got these really in-depth district maps 
about like demographics and like trying to figure out what seats are weak and they're really going for it. And I'm sorry, but like, I'm always going to get behind motherfuckers. Like, even if they're like, you know, even if like the only reason, you know, Robert rules of order and shit is because you've been in circles where that fucking mattered. Right. Like that, that, those weren't my circles, but whatever, the fact that you're able to come up with some shit and then execute on it and really, really care about that shit. I'm never going to knock that kind of shit though, too. And that's inspiring yeah. to me when I see people, because, you know, I don't know if electoralism will work or not. I'm still. Yeah, you know, I, I, time, I don't believe it will, but I do. And, but I get and, no. and, and I hear it. I hear you like I, I, I like. No, but I agree, I, though. It, yes, it's it yes it makes I, I, and i gotta step down i i feel bad because that but um no like that's what i was actually thinking about like we need a place where like actual leftists with different ideas can communicate and talk you know what i mean like i don't want to yeah. talk with sam cedar i I'd, I'd go off on him but if he was in the same space as me he wanted to be in the same space with me i'd allow him to be there but i'd go off on him you know what i mean but I, it, we're just too disconnected and it's just like and there's like oh this small section is just one thousand mm-hmm. percent right We've got it all figured yes. out. No, you don't. Yes. If you had it all figured out, you'd win. Why aren't you winning? You're you're here talking to yes. me, arguing with yeah. everybody else around you about how you're the biggest genius and everybody. Right. Why aren't you doing it? You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like, right. and it's it just like, it are two different things, baby. Ex- two different exactly. Things, you know, and and like, there's just not there's no communication and there's no debate. Like we've lost. Mm-hmm. Like the debates are mm-hmm. just they are just gone from the conversation. Like and the, I want my the, logical. Like this is the thing. I used to argue during the new atheist movement. Like I'm a Christian ish ish. I don't like yeah yeah. Forget I hear you. Mo- I hear you. you know, like forget modern day Christianity. I'm, I'm right Bring it back to the first century of like Mexican or you know Palestinian Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that type of Christian, yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah. but during the new atheist movement, I talked to these people. I, I literally would go into mm-hmm. rooms and mm-hmm. and I would leave one comment in disagreement, and then one person would reply, reply to me. I'd reply to that one person. The second I refreshed that, I would have 48 comments, and I would argue mm-hmm. against all of them to the best of my ability because I thought I actually had the right position. And if I have the right position. I don't know how I can lose a debate. And so I just like, I honed my craft, which is iron sharpens iron. If I'm right, or if you're, if we're both two smart people and one of our ideas is going to get beat out, I want the better idea to win. I don't want my idea to win. And that is, I hear you. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm I'm right there. I'm right there with you. For sure. Well, I I appreciate the call. (laughs) Sean, I appreciate you too. Hey, please, please hit me up, man. We need, we need, I, I'm sure you will like my dude Emmanuel. He's cool as fuck, and he's like he's he's got a really good idea. He's looking for people to coordinate with. I I, I can connect y'all, and 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 that you guys are on the same page exactly with sort of content creation. And Murphy that, down there in the comments, I see you, homie. I do think Chicago is a very important political sphere right now, and it's actually one where socialists are kind of doing some shit. And we're kind of getting our shit together. And it's kind of nice, baby. It's kind of cool. And I'm just saying, I'm saying that if we can get, if I can hook up with Chicago, Chicago Red, and we can get into some of these neighborhoods, and we can start something going, it's not like Chicago does not have a history of Black revolutionaries actually doing shit. We have some of the best from here. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I, I know California, y'all got Huey Newton and all that. I applaud you. You got, you got, some, you got some real ones. I'm just saying Fred Hampton, the namesake, is a Chicago boy. He was a Chicago boy. And I'm saying, like, 
there's something in the water, baby. There's something in the water. But Sean, I, I always love talking to you, man. I love your fire. I love your passion. I love the fact that you give a shit. Thank you so much for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Most definitely. I just want to add, I'm going to put a link in the chat real quick. It's to this video kind of explaining how the capitalistic nature system has destroyed all human innovation and imagination told through the perspective of a video game critic it is and i am not even joking it is the one of the most genius videos i have ever seen in my life and it still inspires me today this is something like this is something that if i could force a bunch of leftists to like sit down and watch you should watch it but on top of that i also have connections that i've been kind of reaching out to so if you want to hook me up I got I, I already got people through, through my past organizing who are sane people who understood kind of the value that I brought and the, the very yeah. stuff that we're talking about. So I, I'm more than happy that's to get connected. But yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Please let, let's do that. And also, I would I would suggest you put it in the chat and then later put it as a comment to the video so that's permanent. So that gotcha. Um, you know, it's not dependent on like the time because with the comments, like in a playback, like people see the comments or the chat in like real time, but a comment will just stick there. So okay. anyone who goes to play it back will see that as a link, and then maybe they'll click. You know. What I'm also, so, yeah. yeah, and and, and yeah. Shelly was right after me. I'm sorry, I know I took a long time, Shelly. So no, I don't know. Yeah, Shelly, I love Shelly. She's cool. She's cool. Okay. She'll be around. She's she's. I, I I guarantee you that if she left, it was because of her own doing. You know, she okay. understands. And honestly, knowing Shelly, she knows Amanda hasn't spoken yet and wants to put Amanda first because that's just who Shelly is. Because that's you know she she's really on that communist shit she's about it but sean thank you so much appreciate it um before i bring you up amanda mom i know it's getting close to your bedtime (laughs) it's okay i'm so it's so sweet that you've been here the whole time i love you i'm sorry if i've said anything that um is upsetting um to you or dad uh but don't feel compelled to listen to the whole thing right now mom i know it is this is like, it's getting real. And my mom will talk whenever she wants to talk, if she ever chooses to talk, right? Like, I'm not going to like, you don't force your mom to talk. Like, what, what what, the hell is that? That's, that sounds, that doesn't sound communist to me, baby. But um, I just want to put that out there to to me, Madre. Uh, but Amanda, come on up. You're the next contestant on the Fred Hampton Dance Suites. What's happening? Oh, yay! I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Yeah, happy to have you. I've tried to be on my best behavior. I won't bring up <laughs> anything about the blow-up doll. <laughs> no, that's fine. My mom, <laughs> my mom knows my 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 affinity for um, big titty anime or life-size big titty anime goth girlfriend pillows uh, very well, <laughs> better than anyone else here. So uh, you know, you're not gonna blow up her, uh, her spot. By uh, my spot, by uh, saying whatever you need to say. So, right on. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all for, I'm all for moms being supportive. My mom, when I was an elected <laughs> official, came to a couple of my meetings, and she didn't live in my town. So, okay. I know where, I know where. You know, it's kind of that's nice. Yeah, it's, you know, that's like a mom nice coming to your game. Support. You know, yeah, right. But <laughs> when cheer. you're a pro, <laughs> that's funny. It's yeah, just that's a great. different. You know. But um, yeah. as always, excellent conversation. I, I missed part of the beginning of it, but um, I, I, yeah. I really liked the conversation you and Sean were just having about about the narratives and retelling stories so that they are from a different perspective. I think one of the important ones that we can tell that will 
kind of act as a catch net for some of the other ideas that you had is, is to retell the story about what it means to be educated, what it means to be a learner, what education is. It's about teaching civics, not politics. Yes. And understanding that, that education isn't something that you go to a particular building for or through a particular Zoom channel or whatever stupid things they're doing these days. You know, it's about, it's about being aware of your surroundings and the things that might have some impact, not just on you, but the people around you. Because we just don't, it, people who grew up in churches maybe have more of a sense of kind of a community and like being responsible for your, for people around you, you kind of get that when you're in any kind of organization a little bit where everybody kind of right. is looking out for everybody. But we all kind of have, even assholes, you know, we got to kind of all look out for each other. The mm-hmm. other thing that I wanted to, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, as Julio just said, Quakers. Um, yes, Quakers. I'm which is another thing Quakers. I was talking to my family yeah. about last, uh, just so, mom, so you know, and other people. I might be converting to being a Quaker pretty soon. We'll see we're seeing what's happening, but they seem pretty lit. I mean, Quakers seem to have that under lock and uh, it's not just Julio. It's, it's a lot of people who have been, who've been, uh, I'm forgetting the, the, the other person who I was talking to who was about that, but please, I didn't mean to derail you, Amanda. You haven't derailed me. It's a conversation. I think we're doing okay. Um, the awesome. other thing I wanted to mention is, is, you know, I am fully on board with UBI. I think it's mm-hmm. friggin' ridiculous the amount of additional productivity that has come out of workers but not gotten back to workers at all. I'm Big all time. on I'm all on board with that. But you know what? It's real clear what would happen if people actually didn't have to overwork, meaning there's it was that book that you mentioned. I'm sorry, I don't remember the title, but I oh, bullshit that. jobs, bullshit jobs, David Graeber. Right, and uh, yes, Dave, of course, David Graeber, of course. So, mm-hmm. but but to that point, I mean, how many pen, how many people do we need pushing pencils? We need to be doing 20 hour work weeks instead of 40 hour work weeks, and mm-hmm. have the work spread out more more evenly, but we know exactly what happens if we let people have more free time to themselves. George Floyd protests in 2020. You're telling me that the protests for Trayvon Martin wouldn't have been bigger all across the country if people didn't have to be at work, two different jobs, plus everything else they have to do? Because of COVID, even in the middle of a pandemic, because of COVID, people had time to go out and protest the current status quo. Yeah. And the Democrats gave us less than nothing. They promised us two grand. We gave them two yeah. senators over the two grand, and we didn't even get two grand because the Democrats are afraid because they know we're mad. It's wild that Joe Biden ran on two K checks and then cut it down to 1300 or whatever he did. Like, that's the kind of shit that to me is so. It's so dumb because no one like. Do y'all know it's how the how the, the paycheck wild. protection plan like worked? Do y'all know? Because I was doing that work in the trenches, like because you know obviously law firms have clients 
that are right. going to want to know how this bill works. They, right. they, everyone was nervous during the pandemic. They wanted to know, okay, am I going to be able to apply for this loan or not? Like, so they need lawyers to go through the bill to look at every single little provision and determine or, or and, and advise clients as to, okay, am I eligible to receive this? And if so, how do I navigate it? How do I actually go through it? So I was pulling all-nighters. I was right. pulling all-nighters looking at this fucking CARES Act, this paycheck, no, not the CARES Act, sorry, the Paycheck Protection Program um, that was coming out of um, this, um, you know, this COVID relief shit. And here, here's what's crazy is you start looking at your, I, I believe it was, you get up to $11 million for each applicant that is a, uh, it, the funds for that, that you get from the government for that um, have to be used to keep people employed. Okay, fair enough. So they're trying to keep everybody employed. Uh, you have to use those funds to do it. So you're not allowed to lay off employees while using these funds. But here's the thing, you get, you can apply up to the full amount of that $11 million if you're eligible. And to be eligible, you have to be a company of some kind, yada, 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 in between certain sizes, yada, yada, yada whatever. We won't get into the details, but you get the full 11 million. And guess what? Guess what? It's, it's, it's free and clear. It's not even, it's not even, you don't have to pay it back. It's not even a loan. Right. It's just $11 million. So here's the crazy thing. You, so what happened was a lot of law firms who were looking at this first applied first (laughs) because they found out they were eligible Of course. and then their clients their company clients applied next. And then you have stuff like, uh, you know, these airline companies, which are not allowed to fire people, but they want to reduce their staff and their expenses during the pandemic. So what do they do? They offer buyout packages as a little loophole. So they Uh, get 11 million or whatever for free from the government, free and clear, boom, bada boom. We're not, we're done. As long as you could show that you used it to keep people employed, whatever, you do not have to pay the money back right? 11 million to all these companies that applied, right? And, and right. all the companies that applied were first the companies that could afford lawyers Correct. to look through it and to anticipate the bill coming right. out first, right? So already right. the richest companies, the people who can pay, who can pay my salary and right. all these motherfuckers salaries to pull all-nighters right. for a bill that hasn't right. even been passed yet. So that's how it works, number right. one, right? So that happens. Right. The, the firms apply first, then those companies and then these mom and pop shops that everyone likes to talk about, all these politicians, oh, right. we're going to keep the mom and pop, these small businesses, right. they can't fucking afford us. They can't afford no. these attorneys to go through this bill. And guess what? They can't even apply until it's too late for them to get this actual $11 million that they get coming to them. But what right. happens, these big companies, they get the $11 million, then they have buyout packages to buy out certain workers to still you know, right. loophole themselves into getting that free $11 million. And now a lot of these same companies, a lot of these airline companies and shit, here they are with shortages of staff. Oh my God. Right. Things have picked up again. We, right. we don't have the staff to actually, right. Uh, if only we had the workers and we wouldn't have to be canceling flights. It's like, motherfucker, you right. did this. Like, right. and, and, and that's what I think, so that's what. You know, that, so what that yeah. points to. Let me just. This is an observation that I, that it, it, it seems to me. This is what happens when you do means testing. But and here's the thing, though. 
the you means didn't have to do the means did not testing. apply everybody would did have not apply to the companies but you it only just... applied to families to people the only right. means testing that they care about in this country is when it applies to someone who actually needs the two thousand dollar check to save right. their to 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 make sure that uh you know families are taken care of to make sure they have enough food on the table but you know where we actually start skimping people is when we say thirteen hundred dollar check as opposed right. to a two thousand dollar check but right. fuck the 11 million that we've given to all of these different companies fuck right. the fact like who have now done layoffs and who after they do the motherfucking layoffs I'm sorry for the for the language, but after they do the layoff, are now talking about we don't have the staff, we don't right. have the staff to actually support it. That well, is they're not acting that's in the game. Good faith. Well, they're not acting I mean. in good faith. Here's what I mean. No, I said they're asking in bad faith. So hundred percent. Here's what I mean by here's what I mean by means testing. Why were those allegedly? Why would those kinds of things be put in place that you have to jump through these particular hoops to get the 11 million and you're supposed to agree to not fire people and all that. The purpose of that is supposedly to make sure that people who have who have enough money that don't quote unquote need the money don't get the money. Or if for some reason we don't we don't have somebody taking advantage of the system where if you just did nothing except say you're a business. Get, get, we know you're a business because we get the tax returns every year from right, you that right, you file. Right. So we know you're an active business. Here's your 11 million. No strings attached. And you know what? Yes, some people will scam. But yeah. some people are going to scam no matter what but that's, safety measures the, the, you put in and, place. It doesn't matter. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I have to take the risk of a scam, between like, it's like giving a homeless person money type shit, right? Like the idea that like, could they go spend this on whatever? Sure. Do I, should I give a fuck? Is it true? Is it not true to me that they are already in a worse off position? Right. That they, that this, no matter what they spend it on, they need it more than I do. They're right. obviously doing, they're in a much worse situation already. Because I see the tent, I see right. the sign. It's, right. This person is homeless, right? right? If that means that, like, oh, they're going to spend it on drugs, that's something you fucking hear all the time. Spend it on drugs. Spend it on drugs. Yeah, you life is shitty. Make yourself feel better. Your yeah. life uh -huh. fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, yep. if you need to get high for a little bit, yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly a, like I don't. Yep. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best thing for everybody. But like, no, 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 no shit. No, no, you need yeah. to get high for a little bit. Like, right. you live. Under a fucking bridge, right. my dude. Like, right, right. But, but you know, when it comes to actual the means testing shit, they don't test means for the people and for 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 people who could have endured a pandemic more. Like, you know, like whenever they do bailouts, you know, these right. fucking bailouts are always going to corporations. Like, this is not a coincidence. This is a, it's a fundamental feature of the people who own them. In, in a system where they know who their owners are. These people who are in Congress, these people who are in, uh, who purport to represent you and I, they're owned, yeah. they're bought yep. and they're owned by these motherfuckers. So every time when it comes to who they take care of, first and foremost, it's always these motherfuckers. And it's never right. people who ain't got shit.
that's that's my biggest problem with politics in America, honestly. And I know I'm ranted, but I'm like, I'm just on one right now. But like the idea of like civil service for some extent should be to give voice to the most voiceless parts of your population. Like, isn't that what America's supposed to be about? Isn't it supposed to be about like the protection of people's freedom and autonomy and their humanity? But those people who are the most oppressed by the system so often have zero voice, zero access, zero ability to change shit. And the, and the people who actually have the voices are not even people, they're corporate entities that have money to pay these motherfuckers to get elected. So every time, you know, even this fucking forward party shit, Yang, what the fuck are you doing taking corporate money? What are you doing? Like, you are, what, what good? is a third party to the extent that it is also bought and sold by the same motherfuckers who run shit right now. Come on, bro. Like it's, it so, is. So I will say this, okay. a new Oof. party. Uh, uh, let me calm down. Sorry, let me say. A new party, probably at least the first round or two, wouldn't, mm-hmm. al- wouldn't already be co-opted into the system. So I you get could it, get like... something done in the first cycle or the second, which is the hardest time to do it. But that's just my thought on it. But I do I mean, want I, to give you a good news story. Can I give you a good news story from Oakland? Please, because if you don't, I'm going to keep it's, ranting. It's and... really, it's really, <laughs> it was really heartening. So last week, so I, I've, I've always been an activist. I've been an elected official. And, and when I moved up to Oakland, which is I, my dream town to be living in, because it has such a reputation of being progressive, that yeah. I, I started, you know, I went to the local anarchist book fair. I signed up with Food Not Bombs. And there's a group mm. around here called East Bay Faith in Action. And okay. they had set up a Zoom meeting with some folks in housing at Oakland and the county of Alameda. Mm-hmm. And it was about the rental reimbursement, right? Because nobody was allowed to be kicked out over the pandemic, right? But that's ended now. But there's this rental reimbursement program run through the state. But I think it's federal money. So people can apply for it and it pays yeah, the back yeah. rent, right? That's but how a lot of the PPP loans work. Yeah. Does that happen where you are too? Yeah, that's how a lot yeah. of it worked. It was federal money that had to go through the state. Um, but right. yeah, so, please continue. So, yeah. so yeah, administered then by the local agency right. whether it was the city or the, yeah so so i'm glad to hear that it's federal if that makes it easier anyway so so what happened was on that call it was about getting an update to these advocates who've been advocating for people who were struggling with this rental reimbursement application process and all of this and trying to keep people in their homes and there's like a group mm-hmm. of people that wanted to interact with the city and county to get it done And there were 15,000 applications over the last 18 months. And they've processed about 8,000 of them. There's about 4,000. They can't get get responses from the applicants to do follow-up. The state of California said, you reject those people now. Stop spending time trying to follow up with them. Just reject them. Hmm. And, And Oakland said no. We're going to hire three people to do follow-up. 
they could only find one person to hire because the group of people, the, the East Bay Faith in Action, didn't have enough people that had enough time to be able to do it because they all work more than one yeah. job. Yeah, but, that's but, the thing. but the city of Oakland and the county of Alameda pushed back on the state when the state said, just reject those people. They said, no, we're putting it on pause. We don't care what you say. They're on pause. We mm. will get a hold of them eventually. And we're not going to reject them just because maybe they maybe they don't have a cell phone anymore because they lost all of their income and they're getting kicked out of their house so they can't get mail where they used to get mail, right? Like a hundred percent. Yes. So they're so they're so they are pushing back on the state who's just saying reject them and give the money elsewhere, give it back to the state. So there is there are good people out there. Now, here's the difference between the state's policy and local. Local is not partisan. City mm. council is not partisan. Board of Supervisors not partisan. The people working the, as, as civil servants at the city and the county are not partisan. They might be a member of a party, but it's not about politics. It's about civics. It's about helping your neighbors. So Oakland's got it right at least today. I hear that. I 100% hear that. I don't Thank see... you for letting me speak about that. Girl, you can speak anytime, Amanda. Every time you talk, you, you, you... I love the fact that you have like practical real world, world examples and experience too to like sometimes get us out of the bubble of like, oh no, national politics, we're all going to die or whatever, right? Like th- th- <laughs> these examples are important to building power. Yeah. It's important to, to understand that, to be like, okay, well, here are, here are examples that we can follow practically in our local communities to do something, for God's sakes, to do, to do anything. And that, I, I feel like that could be a snowball effect, you know? Yeah. And that, I don't know, I always feel better after talking I to wanna you. Say, I want to <laughs> say thank you to Shelly for letting me, letting me tip in here. And I'm going to tip everybody to a podcast mm-hmm. that if you haven't caught it yet, you should right now. This is the time to be catching up on the past mm, about two years of shows. It's called Unfucking the Republic. Yeah. yeah, you were telling me about that. Unfucking the Republic. Unfucking the Republic. It is. Uh, it is from a lefty point of view and it gives a new context to American history and how we got to where we are. So we have an understanding of how we figure out where to go from here. It's an Mm -hmm. excellent, excellent show. I cannot recommend it enough. And, and the production quality is, is extremely high. Uh, If you, if you um it's called unftr is a way that you can search for it because unfucking the republic is sometimes is hard to search in some apps unftr so that's i I just i did a show on the show they did about the price of gasoline and and you're doing a show too what tell tell people about your show shelly oh so i'm i'm sorry i was looking at shelly Amanda, yes, please. I so 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 <laughs> I'm doing a show on Tuesdays and Saturdays, crowdsourcing the revolution. And right now we're talking about how we how we find ways to organize because it be it's it's the people who show up who can make a difference. So how do we organize in various ways to help various groups? We're talking with Hannah about a a, a 
mutual aid type network for for people who want to start unions at their workplaces. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we're talking about how do we help support independent candidates and independent voters who are tired of the party system and mm -hmm. like lift the lift that kind of the visibility of that, especially with the elections just three months away. The right. next show is Saturday, and uh, I'm hoping to have the rest of the results of the primary that happened yesterday, so we can talk yeah. about what kind of candidates are on the ballot besides the Ds and the Rs. So, and Amanda, that, that's asking. that's on Colin. That's on Colin. That's right? on Colin. That's on Colin. Exclusively on Colin here. Exclusively on three thirty three thirty Pacific time. Okay, and uh, the days again? Tuesdays uh, and Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays and Saturdays, Tuesdays and, and Saturdays. it's crowdsourcing the revolution. Crowdsourcing the revolution, man. Yeah, y'all get over there, listen. Uh, thank you, bud. I appreciate oh, that, Shelly. Again, thank you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. All right, have, have a good night, Amanda. All right, take it easy. All right, coming back to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Shelly. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Shelly. Oh, I know what she's waiting for. Hold on. Shelly, Shelly doesn't talk unless we uh, we play her song. So this is kind of how it always goes. All right, invite you again. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. I'll remove you from speaker and I will invite you again. I just wanted to hear more of the song. I just wanted to hear more of the did. song. I know you did. You motherfucker. That's what you've been doing. All right. Yeah. What's up, my app Welcome back. Is my, Welcome my back. app is not at all screwed up. I'm I'm not making <laughs> so yeah. originally like the only reason I was calling back in is because I just wanted to clarify the position of your mom. Oh yes, of my mom. What do you what do you mean the position? Well, I, like when can the public speak to your mom? Listen, my mom is a full grown ass adult. She will speak when she's goddamn well ready. All right, and she I support has her decision she to has speak become, or not speak. She yes, has I become know, a paragon. She has become a legend in this community. Listen, I understand that my mom is by far the most important part of the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites at this yes. point. And whether my mom would date you or not date you. She will date and, me. Well, we'll see. We'll see. When she's ready to speak, she'll tell. We'll go down the list and see who she would date and who she would not. Like I was literally, you were telling me that your mom that, was like, a dog person and so i was literally like looking at all the profile pictures and being like his mom's here i know she's got a dog profile picture <laughs> i i did realize i was um r-a-n hey what's up sinway how, how do you say your name sinway yeah you just pronounced it correctly hell yeah let's go unique names <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <I love> it. <laughs> 
So what's going on, Sinway? Uh, I don't well, think we've spoken before. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm new, new to this helmet to channel. Um. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's. It. I'm. Been trying to figure out about how I've been trying to like find ways about how to um get more commute I guess more folks at the community level and everyone's supporting each other, which at least where I'm living it's uh it's tough. Yeah. Because on the one yeah, hand yeah. when I brought this up in the group and it's a progressive Dems group, um I have a whole thing, but that's a whole nother thing, which for another time, um, I was told that, well, admittedly, we don't have the resources, like, um, it's going to take a lot of the necessities of food and diapers, formula, et cetera, et cetera, hopefully everyone. And, um, I was brought to awareness of the fact that we, there are a variety of social, um, like food banks, uh, food yeah. drives for example and the county does have its own like um uh, um other services you can call 411 all that but and i commented in like there's a neighbor app about that all these are just well they're band-aids to the gunshot wound that is policy negligence of just not doing anything to make the housing affordable and everything just being way, way too expensive. Yeah. Because not yeah, all well, the shelters are going to be open all the time. Some are seasonal and it's yeah. like and um there's a whole lot of comments about where are the service these people need like the housing and services and way for working well for some people it's difficult for that for some it could be difficult for them to find work because of injury mental illness a hundred percent a hundred percent listen similarly the 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 system mm -hmm. as it's currently set up is not meant to our county help people who have needs yeah it's meant to help those who have needs who can pay for it and that's the big problem. That's the and problem. Additionally, and additionally, the way the system is set up is that it is supposed to dispirit people that yeah. would like to see a different future. I, 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 yeah. That's correct. And it's, it's so the pressure that you're, you're feeling, the, these questions that you're asking about, like, you know, even these shelters and them being an underfunded or these food banks this is it's it's by design and i i don't mean that it's it, i don't even mean it's by design and that's necessarily malicious right it's not like there's a big evil i mean there might be like some there there are a couple big evil like capitalists like going ha 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 don't give them food but like for the most part it's it's the incentives and the only incentives right like like I went to a Rage Against the Machine concert and they said, fear is your only God. But mm. honestly, it's, it's, it's less the fear and more the money. The fear for us of having no money. But the money is, that's what the system is set up to serve. And it's not even, it's not a moral judgment. 
Marx doesn't even really make, it's so funny reading some Marx because then you, 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 you get this idea that he's some kind of like social justice warrior or something, right? Like this, this he's mm. talking about the evils of capitalism. No, really, he's not, he's not making very many moral judgments, honestly. He's just like, guys, this, this system is unsustainable. It literally cannot be sustained because to the degree that everything is driven off of a profit motive, you're going to continue to have holes and you're going to continue to keep pushing more and more people into dire straits. I mean, that's why, look, that's why I'm never going to be, for most Trump voters, and my mom may not like to hear it, other people may not like to hear it, but like, I don't think they're, they're not fundamentally bad or broken people, the vast majority of them. Most of them are getting mm. fucked by the system. They're getting fucked Absolutely. by the system. <laughs> and they're being squeezed. They're being squeezed. And I, I feel that. And I see that. And the easiest way sometimes to give people an explanation is to, you know, blame some whatever shit, right? Oh, like, yeah. To, to, but the, 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 the squeezing, the, the desperation that they feel is, is real. It's, it's, it's there. And it is a, a perpetual sort of part of the system as it currently functions. So, uh, yeah. So, well, what we're doing is we're focusing very much at the local level um, because uh, we have a county council yeah. and um, hopefully we're trying to get like um, people that are not owned by the developers uh, elected on so they can listen to the people and on yeah. the other hand, we're finding they fight the opponents to fight dirty because yeah, politics, I'm yeah. not surprised and especially using just freaking culture war virtue signaling. Yes, yes. No, just and it's so insane and I'm yeah. Uh, the people, some some people I met who are just like very, just want to be moral pure. So that, so trying to. Finway, yeah. can I can I ask you what do you what do you feel is the biggest mm -hmm. obstacle that's keeping your local community from achieving what it is that they need you? Well, I come from a well-off county, and I guess it's just the people. The lack of awareness, I guess, where, um, yeah, so you have a lot of that. Yes, there's AIDS out there, but for example, I haven't heard of it. Now, part of that reason is because um, my family is relatively well off, so uh, they, I never seen them like contact any like food banks or use any right. of the services. Right. Um, and it makes me wonder um, if it's a case like if the information is there, um, but also if it's there, how effective is it? That's what I want to find out late down the line. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, there are there, there are a lot of different routes to go with with this. Yeah, and I, I think that's a theory good line to question it on yeah because yeah. it seems 
to me that what it is that you and the people that are actually engaged in your community are trying to fight for is something that's relevant to people. But then we have the struggle of getting that message out because we know well, we're yeah. going to be third and kept back. And and yeah. so that yeah. is ultimately yeah. a struggle. Well, and so I think well, that's one of the things, just real fast, by just I think that's one of the things that we can't lose sight of is that just because you're on the right side of an issue does not mean that you're going to get um, the recognition that you deserve. Yeah, True. Yeah. So, so Sinway, when, when, when you say, here's one of the, I, I just want to interrogate just this just a little bit, just because yeah. I think it's, it's not something that uh, typically comes up a lot. But when you say, you know, when people say the information is there, for people that, hey, we have a food bank available or we have social services available. What is the there that we're talking about, right? Like, yeah. Um, because a lot, I mean, I'll be honest, a lot of the times what ends up happening, right, is that you get into situations with people who they'll say, well, there's a website for it. Okay, yeah. well, the people don't have internet in their homes who need these services. That's a very oh, good well, point. Well, there's there's a there's a uh, a book or there's some something on it or there's this or that. Okay, well, the people don't have access to those services and don't know how to navigate them, right? You're bringing is, very good points too. I mean, this. this shit happens a lot. That's why yeah. I, you know I, I don't bring up the points just to bring them up. I bring them up because I see it happening, right? Yeah. It's the same situation as the um the the PPP loans that I was talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, everyone has access. Every small business has access to the same eleven million dollar loan. But who gets them first? We do. Eesh. And the people with money do, because the system yeah. is set up to where they're going to pay us to go read the bill first, to go get the loan first for those clients. And then by the time those scraps come down to these actual small mom and pop shops that can't afford a big fancy lawyer to apply for that loan for them, they're gone. So that's, that's a good point because that's yeah, um, my thought was more it's the 23 oh, people that are dedicated in an office that are working for those people that get the biggest PPP loans. That's right. how it's always but, out. Yeah. Um, no, what I, I was though? going Sorry. to say the first thought that came to my mind is what do you even search? For example, like, uh, because my yeah. thing was, is like, uh, where do I start or even remembering to search online for example mm -hmm. so that would have been like the first uh, roadblock to like getting services if I was um right yeah kind of thing. <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean also we could we could look at we could break these things down so much because like imagine that if you, if you don't have access to a computer as much too, like that, you bring up a really good point. Like this idea mm -hmm. of like, where do I even search? Mm -hmm. Part of a large part of my job sometimes is getting really good at Googling shit. <laughs> True. Like, that's a skill that I've developed over time by having to Google a lot of shit and navigate that space. You know, what, what happens when someone doesn't have there? access to that? Yeah. I know the words. I know how to do a Boolean search, right? Like nice. I know what a Boolean search even is. Like these concepts, right? Like it's, it's difficult because like, I, I, and 
I, I believe a lot of the social services in this country are deliberately obtuse. They're deliberately made underfunded, overcomplicated, <laughs> underfunded, overcomplicated to get people to not use them. I mean, look, yeah, come, like, I mean, it jumps through so many hoops to get like some kind of help of some kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And imagine doing that, Sinway, when you're so you are, again, the single mother or the single father or the whatever who's having to travel two hours on a bus to get to a minimum wage job and then two hours back. When, when the too. fuck are you going to have time to get to the library? When, when are you going to have time to get to the library, which has an internet connection, which allows you to search mm-hmm. these things, to develop the skills needed to search for these things? I'm sorry, yeah. but like a lot mm-hmm. of that poverty shit, like I, I get upset because like you see so many smart, like there's a difference between being educated and being uh, like intellectual or being smart. Right. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of smart motherfuckers who are not educated. And true. Their talents, their talents are unable to flourish because of the degree to which they are they're, they're trapped by the system as it currently functions. They're trapped. They have to take that two hour trip to go to work. Yeah. And then they have to take, you know, work the minimum wage job and come back just to sustain their family. That is an yeah. unjust system to me, you know? It, that's very much. That's, um, it's just why I'm very much wanting in for the community gardens and the mutual aids because you can bring that yes. stuff to the people, yeah. um, especially those say that and expect an emphasis on bring to the people because there are mm-hmm. uh, people in my community that do not have cars. Yeah, 100%. Too. So right. we have like this uh, food drive, but it involves like um, trying to library. But some of, and granted, some of the people um, that drive up are do, are like getting it for multiple families. So I will give that. And heck, I can even say that's the same for the food bank, but mm-hmm. that can only go for so far for people too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. it's. You know, I don't know where you are politically. Oh, go ahead, Shelly. What you have to say? I, I was just going to say, Sinway, I think that the most important thing that anyone can do mm-hmm. at this current point is if we care about the future of our country and if we care about the ability to have an impact on a say-so in our country is that you just join an organization. I, I don't yeah. care... If initially that organization does not 100% align with you, what's going to happen is whenever you join those organizations, even if they don't 100% hold your viewpoints or they don't stand for everything that you believe that is right and true and good and just, that you are going to start connecting with people that have similar interests. That's wrong. And those connections are going Mm -hmm. to lead you to a finer tuned group. And then whenever you reach that finer tuned group where you guys are all on the same page, that's where you're going to have public action. Yeah. You that know, where it, you're it, really going to start leveraging your um, people power. When you say, yeah. when I was hearing that, that's kind of how my, the progressive Dems end up starting. Uh, it's a con- because yeah. the people that uh, I met were from in our revolution chapter yeah, most of a good number of them were from our revolution chapter. 
as well as other organizations that um worked with um with the with the org as well like um indivisible or mm. uh friends Latin america for example and yeah so that's how the the so the members of the presidents were from that so it's an example of finding people within orgs yeah. for sure yeah and so you know i know that it seems like we are hampered because we are never seeing the progress that we want to achieve mm-hmm. you know and and we all get so dispirited because you know it's we didn't make a leap a 10-year leap you know, mm. but we just have to take the material conditions as they come. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. you the already kind of see, kind of see how things are already, right? Like mm-hmm. you're seeing the effects of the system as it's currently playing out. You're seeing its inefficiencies. You're seeing its inability to provide the care that it purports to give to people who need the care but is mm-hmm. you know make it to where it's 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 either people who need the care cannot navigate the systems to get there or um mm-hmm. you know the care in its in and of itself is illusory that's that's a big like that's step 1 that's you know that's that's a big step in like where we're at i think shelly's right when it comes to like i mean honestly like one of the reasons why i like this call-in app is because you might meet people who know how to organize. You might meet people who know how to connect you to people who That's can help actually true. refine your uh, and, your your political frankly, philosophy and also your your ability to actually do things materially on the ground. And I've I've literally had that happen to me through this app, which is why I'm still here. You know, um, and that is where we need to form. If you were talking about organizing for power, you have to form flanks. Yeah. Truly strong flanks mm-hmm. that understand what their purpose is and understand where they are looking towards. You have to plan for the future. Yeah. That is what you have to do. So things are not ideal right mm-hmm. now. No. <laughs> that is a, not a reason to give in to despair. Yeah. I I get it. We have suffered so many defeats and we keep watching it. We keep seeing it happen and it keeps just popping the balloon, the hopeful balloon that we inflate every few years. Just popping. But the reason why it keeps getting popped is that we have not done the on the ground work. Yeah. That is why it keeps happening. And this is the time for a change in how it is that we view our social situation yeah. and that we view how it is that we want to bring this country forward and how we will no longer allow us to backslide. We have to form a phalanx against capitalism. Yeah. Absolutely. And I definitely want to move towards a action-based, as I said, um, move towards the community gardens, move towards, like, becoming a bit more self-sufficient, and I'm saying this as for myself as well, as such as this is a long-term one, and probably out, two out there. 
uh, fixing tenants' homes, um, organizing people to keep them from getting evicted, mm-hmm. workers, uh, more more unionize more unionizing. Yeah, sure. In especially near the Johns Hopkins Hospital, mm-hmm. for example, and just have more food available for those that cannot afford the gro- and for the for the groceries at the supermarket. Amen. Amen to that. I mean, <laughs> one, you know, this is a little, maybe a little bit of an offshoot, but one place where I, I've been trying to get people to, I guess, organize more too. And I think it came from one of these Colin episodes from someone who was talking about Catherine Liu, but the idea that, Forming, forming even things like extracurricular groups for for kids in different communities is a really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really good opportunity to, to to get into certain communities and 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 to uh, sort of mobilize them, right? Like, I think that might have been VJ, bud. It, it might have been who? VJ, VJ Prashad. Whenever he was talking about like organized no, sports, it was, it was and... before VJ. Someone else suggested it to me, but I mean, Catherine Liu has some good stuff too. I would I would encourage everyone to check her out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, someone told me it was a Catherine Liu idea, but basically he's performing sports leagues and stuff. But it's a little bit of an offshoot. But like, uh, you know, I I don't know. Like, Sinway, you have. It seems like you're you you have the right idea. You're on the right path. You're asking the right questions, right? Um. Yeah. I guess Thank to you. the extent that any of us here could be a resource because, you know, I'm not going to speak for my chat or any of the people here, but I, you know, just after hearing people like Sean talk, I have a feeling people are willing to help however they can, right? We're all feeling those same effects and, and we're all sort of seeing those same effects on people. Um, you know, don't be a stranger to anybody as to how they can help you form, you know, uh, the ideas, action plans, uh, suggestions of who we should contact in our communities, you know, all of that. That's, that's like, you know, part, that's part of organizing and mobilizing too, right? And forming these flanks. Um, so, thank you. Yeah. Um, and, so, and I would- I would also totally agree. I I think that you are, it's just like what Bide said. I think you're on the totally right track, but um, you know, it's hard to continue on when you feel like you're only making progress in centimeters when what it really is that you want to see miles. Let Let me tell you something though. Let me tell you something. When you decide to stand up, despite the fact that you're only making centimeters of progress to me, that makes you more of a bad motherfucker. Period. Like the fact that you can confront hopeless situations just because you feel like it's the right thing to do, just because you believe it, like you're like, fuck it. It's a myth of Sisyphus, right? It's the Albert Camus idea of like, why even engage in something that's a pointless act? Because the act of you choosing to engage in it gives it meaning. That's where the meaning is. Look. And you know what it is? It, it, it's because when you stand up, your shadow will cast for miles. And here's the thing, though, Shelly. Honestly, I don't care if my shadow casts or not. I don't care. Like, 
I would like it to. I would like for things to change, but things are right. Like certain things are just the right thing. I'm sorry, but like people should be able to live their lives. People should be able to form communities. People should be able to find happiness, for God's sakes, to find like some sense of like self just because I think that's a cool thing about life and I, people should have that. Now, whether or not I can give it, whether or not I can give it to them, I'm going to, you should stand up for it because, not because of anything, not even because of any moral reason, but because you choose to. The act of choosing, like, and that's, I think that's what it's going to take if, if capitalism is ever going to be overthrown, if we're ever going to have a system that cares about people, I think it's going to take enough motherfuckers just basically uh, being the Tiananmen Square guy, right? Or being like, well, that's kind of what I was, that's kind of what I was talking about. I think that it's making a choice is casting a shadow. That's the thing. In of itself. Right. But I think I, I don't want people to get like, I don't want people to think that like, because you do it, it will cast a shadow. Because here's the thing. Here's the fucked up thing about history, people, is we, we, we don't know. We don't know. But you don't do things because you like. You you could do things, I guess, because you hope they cast a shadow, but that's kind of chasing after phantoms, right? We're chasing after things mm. we don't know. But, like, just try to be the person, like, be the thing, like, be it because you just feel it's the, like it's good. Like, just do it because, like, the act of doing it is meaningful enough. The act of doing it because you choose to, because you decide that, like, nah, this is this is the vibe. This is what I'm going for. That that is a meaningful choice in a in a place where there aren't a lot of meaningful choices for a lot of people. And maybe it'll do something, maybe it won't, but like fuck these motherfuckers. Basically what it comes down to, right? Like this idea of like the the idea of like standing up to insurmountable odds just because just because you choose to. That I think is where that I think is where the power comes from, because then it doesn't matter if you're losing. It doesn't matter. It, nothing, none of that other shit matters. It's just what matters is the choice is the choice to do it. Does that make sense? Definitely. Makes sense to me. When you said extracurricular activities, wait, is that what you said? Yeah. You know, soccer and all that. Basketball. Swish. <laughs> Just do it. Mm. Oh, girl, we've been going four hours. Oh my lord, I need to. Yeah. But honestly, we have we ha- we at least have to take. I'm Julio. gonna take Julio for sure. That's, that's all it. right. Thank I'm, you. I'm gonna like literally shut the fuck up and just listen, and then maybe like chime in okay. and just say hell yeah. I can't yeah. believe my mom's still here. She's the best. Sinway, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, please mom. call in anytime. It's a pleasure to have you here at the Fred Hampton Inn Suites. Let's end with. The Quaker who gonna make you a shaker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Julio, everybody. Come on, Julio. What's happening, man? How you doing? Hey, brother. Uh, hey, Shelly. I, I was uh, I was actually having a really bad day today. Um, a lot of weird things happened, Sorry. but um, since you have this, no, it's fine. It's fine. Since you have this um, this call-in is about stuff. I thought I would share with you guys something I've been doing outside of um organizing and mutual aid stuff that I think has been one of my best ideas. Like, okay. 
I've been accused of being a, gen- a genius my whole life, and I, I think that's totally off base and ridiculous. But I think you're a genius. Yeah. Shit. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's what I here's what I came up with. Okay. Cool. So I obviously I volunteer with my meeting. We have community gardens. I work at other community gardens throughout town, and we do like we we contribute to food networks and things like that, and we're part of the ecumenical council. And that's organizing that we do. But outside of that, there's um, there are events that happen in the city I live in, and there's in particular I saw an opportunity because there's this um, monthly event that is put on in the arts district of where I live. Mm-hmm. It's like an art day basically, and all the studios open up their open up their doors, and um, the everybody's invited to come. You don't have to spend any money. It's free people watching. Most of the galleries are free to just walk in and check out, and it's really nice. Um, I got a lot of vendors and stuff. And so what I've been doing is um, I had a mistake earlier this year where I had ordered some stainless steel wire, just a $16 roll. And they ended up sending me $470 worth of stainless steel wire. <laughs> so I started um, I started buying uh, beads. I started a stainless steel art beads of like ceramic, glass, and stone. And then I started buying all sorts of stainless steel gear. And I've been making these small, really pretty charms with them. And what I've been doing with the charms is I've been going out to these community events. I've been, I make them by the hundreds. I've probably made about 500 so far. But I go out to these community events, and I have this little handboard that has a really pretty design. I laser cut into it, and it's got all these little pretty tacks and stuff. And so you can hang the charms off it real easy. And what the deal is is I go up to people. I, I just sort of stand around, and when people walk by, I say, hey, would you like a charm? Come on over. And what I'm doing is I'm giving them these charms uh, for free, no cost. And this is a way to to talk to people, to like get them close to you. Yeah. You're saying, hey, I'm giving you something. There's no commitment here. And so when everybody picks a charm, right, sometimes there'll be groups of people. Sometimes it'll just be one person. When they pick a charm, I give them the all the same spiel, which is this. I say, okay, so here's the deal. Here's what you've got to do with it. When you get a chance, it doesn't have to be right now. Uh, press the charm against your body, clutch it in your hand, do whatever. But I want you to put something in it, something sweet, like a sweet word, a prayer, love, a memory, some, some something meaningful. And then you can keep the charm for yourself. You can give it to someone else or you can put it out into the community for other people to enjoy. Hmm. And usually I'll follow that up with like I put them on fences and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They're very, yeah. very, very pretty. It's almost like a pay it forward type thing, and right? Like a like – a- Okay. For me, for me, what it is, is it's a, um, it's not necessarily pay it forward. What I'm trying to do in a way that is totally not uh, preachy and in a way that is totally not um, coercive or um, harsh. I'm trying to re like sort of reignite the concept of the sacred in people. I mean, I think the sacred exists all throughout our lives. Mm. I just think that it's like exists mostly in the degenerate form of like, self-worship and consumerism hmm. but so what i'm trying to trying to do is reignite this notion of the sacred and by that i mean the notion that meet the objects there's meaning that can be represented by objects that's greater than the objects themselves so that's the idea so that it's a little charm but it, it has something that somebody put into it um, and the fact that you can give it to your friend or something like that 
the fact that you can put it in public and you can see them around and notice that maybe, you know, think about each one contains a wish or something like that. Mm. I think that really... Oh, uh, that's cool. Okay. It, it, yeah, and I, I will say that the response has been incredible. Really? People really love it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. at first people, because people have been feral since the pandemic. Um, you know, mm. at, during the pandemic, I was the victim of a hate crime in my neighborhood. Like, it was... People, people are really, really, really uh, atomized and distanced. And so, like, even at these large events, you can tell people are kind of walking around in their own groups. And it's not as much talking going on between as, as there might be. But yeah. it's, and it's an attempt to try to, like, open up people's defenses and to give them something with nothing, expecting nothing in return. Yeah. And to show them, like, you know, love and kindness. And while that isn't really community organizing necessarily i do think that it's it 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 it's something that moves the ball bro you ain't you ain't never gonna hear me say that like showing people love and kindness is not community organizing you know like of course like maybe it's not you know robert's rules of order or whatever but it's of course it is of course it is it's community It, it is it's I don't know. Like people, people need reminders of that sometimes. I know I do. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think what it is too is also um, really for me at least. Um, I feel like most of the work that I do it doesn't necessarily make me feel good. I kind of feel exasperated most of the time. But but dude, the charm thing that I've been doing is really that actually does give me energy. Yeah. That does that does help me feel good. And it allows me to talk to people and meet people, introduce myself, and then people see you, they wave, or they say, oh my gosh, I've seen these all over town, that's you, haha, and you know, it kind of, it's it's breaking down those barriers. Everybody always complains, oh, it's so difficult to talk to people, oh, it's so difficult to meet people, everybody's side-eyeing everyone, so I I disagree. I, I really do disagree. I think it feels hard. I think people are scared. I think that, I think systemically there are a lot of those pressures, right? I I worry about Gen Z yeah. a lot and the sort of constantly online culture a lot, particularly because a lot of it is, it seems to me, and maybe I'm just an old head at this point, but it seems to me that a lot of it is based on putting a perception of yourself out there that you would like to be, um, uh, that you you think people will enjoy or you think people will accept or or any of that and 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 I do think that some of that is sort of like you can get into a place to where you are advertising the the sort of projection of who you are or who you want people to think of you as and seeing how people will tear down each other sometimes on Twitter or or on anything like that, you know, on social media, um, it becomes about avoiding that teardown, avoiding that, because if that's your only sense of like community, then you're not really thinking about how, you, you don't really have the same space to sort of be a human being and understand that people will accept you and accept your mistakes and be there for you in like a community way, right? Because that's what community is. I mean, look, um, you look at kids, you look at people, uh, just generally, they they mess up all the time. Things go wrong. Uh, people make the wrong decisions. People are complicated. People are complicated. But there's certain aspects of like, oh, I'm sorry for what my kid did to your kid. 
we're teaching him, we're gonna like we're here together, and those people can grow up to be good people and 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 understand the value of community, understand what grace is, right? Like this is where the religious shit always kind of gets me a little bit. It's like the the understanding of like Julio, like it's the idea of kindness for kindness sake is it's kind of profound. It really is. And I don't want to get too preachy or anything, but the idea of like, no, I just, I, I just would like to be kind to you because maybe you had a hard day or maybe things are just like, just because I think you as a human being are worthy of kindness. That's all. That can really, you know, fuck people up in a good way. You know, like you can, you can end up like really changing someone's perspective by like the fact that like somebody just cared enough, you know, cared enough to be like, how are you doing? And I know this might sound a little like, you know, like lovey dovey or whatever, but y'all can get over it. Right. Like I'm a lovey dovey guy, but you know, when it, when you're asking someone, how are you doing? And, and there's a real, you really want to hear whatever the answer is. You don't just want to hear the good. Like, oh, how are you doing? Good. Great. You know? Oh, not bad. You actually want to hear how they're doing. That is, that's, that's what, I don't know. That's what connection kind of is. Right. And, and, and yeah, I don't know. There. I mean, I, I agree. I, I Go ahead, please. I agree totally. I think you've identified you identified the um, what I think I've been seeing, which is sort of the profoundness. Uh, I mean, people people feel they the look on their faces is so, so unexpected, and I do think that kindness for kindness' sake is um, something that people are not are being are being conditioned against, uh, you know, believing in. Again, you know, stymies the sense of. Um, Hope, which I think for young people is um, yeah. valuable. I, for me, I'm not sure it is so much, but that's a personal item. Yeah. With, without regards to hope, the moral imperative is to act, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, I, I guess that you know, it is, and maybe you could consider it kind of community building. I, I tend to think of it community building uh, more along the lines, because I've been, I've, I've been doing this crap since like 2008. Um, is, is, is really, it's, it's like making a, what kind of the commitments that you can make, yeah. participating in meetings, tabling at events, doing, uh, putting on, like, like putting on community events and things like that. And I, I was blessed enough to grow up in a, um, shit, I was blessed enough to grow up in a town where um, they, ho- they hold Stetson Kennedy's library <laughs> and Noam Chomsky has been there three times That's to sick. open the place. Fantastic. Christened it at the 10 year and christened it at the 20. Yeah, That's I was, baller. yeah, in 2008, <laughs> I was the kid walking around with a Noam Chomsky. Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go, Leo. But, but I do think, yeah, I do think that um the big part of the mutual aid and what makes it successful is forming mutual networks yeah. of mutual aid. Yeah. Because I don't know, it, it's really mutual aid in the groups that need to come and find each other. To, so they can address the populations that they're working with. And like I know in my city, I've been doing a lot of work um, in the GIS, uh, mapping all the uh, locations of community gardens throughout the city and like, you know, putting the little charms on the fences around them and talking to people and just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. 
and and trying to coordinate between them. I think that's what the where the the, the real work is, and I think that um, for sure, it's the kind of work that isn't isn't really um, isn't really re- re- rewarded with the kinds of um, public reward that one would expect. I actually had a a really good friend who died recently. He was a man. She was amazing. I'm sorry, man. But um, I'm sorry to hear about that. But... No, no, he, he was he 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 really was. Uh, just an amazing guy. Um, shit, I just kind of like lost my thought though. Why don't you tell us about him a little bit? Fuck it, let's 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 hear about him. Uh, so Bob Bob was orig- Okay, I'll tell you about yeah. him. Uh, Bob was originally in. Uh, he was you know, a kid that grew up in some podunk part. I think it was Ponson or whatever. He went into the military, into the Air Force as an engineer during Vietnam. He never saw any combat, but he was when he came got out of the military. He's extremely active in the anti-war movement. Um, he was working with the, um, what, is, what are they called? The the Klan Watch. He was part of mm, that. He okay. would go up into Georgia and he would infiltrate the Klan up oh, there. Shit. <laughs> um, he, he, he called himself the people's lackey. Um, what he did, any, any kind of job that needed to be done, the kind of like sitting behind his Xerox and running off a million copies of a pamphlet or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's what he would do. He worked on a lot of feminist uh, papers and yeah, he coordinated with a bunch of groups. Uh, he, he liked me uh, because I, when I'm talking, you know, eventually Quakers come up and he's like, friends coordinating committee, you guys are the best. <laughs> but um, he, he, uh, he actually, uh, he, had, he had a wife um, who was a professor that became a teacher and she actually came down with Lou Gehrig's disease at a time when uh, there were almost nobody knew really anything about yeah. it. And Bob actually, um, Bob actually became one of one of like the experts in the country on Lou Gehrig's disease. He formed a support group that has since exploded into like the thousands and thousands of people would, would that you, participate. He was having like doc. What's up? I was going to ask if you like if it was like um, is this something people can Google or is there like a support? Oh, group? it's I I I'd have to uh, I'd have to look into it a little okay, bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, again, because you know you hear you hear you hear about all the things he did really at the funeral service, right? And so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. my True. my buddy was telling my buddy who who knew him in graduate school was telling me that um that this group uh, basically um, at, a, at a certain point became so large that it grew beyond Bob, but it's still in existence today. And um, he's like a major, he played a major part in the, uh, you know, in, 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 in helping yeah. with like Lou Gehrig's and, and the understanding. And he lost his wife to Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. But when he, was, when he was in his old age, he helped me get a job, a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And then he also helped everybody that would ever show up to his door. Um, he would he would constantly um, he would constantly give away people things. He gave me probably uh, thousands of dollars worth of electronic components while I was doing electrical engineering and stuff mm. just for free at a time where I couldn't afford it. Yeah. But at the same time, he was putting a, a girl in his neighborhood, um, a young woman, through uh, college mm. with uh, the meager amount of money that he had. Yeah. And then when he died, when he died, he left everything he had to uh, split between Code Pink and Democracy Now. Are you being real um, right now? He voted green. What? The- yeah, yeah. He he voted a, green his whole life. And uh, I actually, 
my God. I actually, from the grave today, he said he used, he would, because when he was older, he, he put on a lot of weight and he wasn't really mobile anymore. Yeah. But he sent me a, uh, he would always send me things in the mail. And what he would do is he would, he'd make these large, uh, he would make a bunch of uh, mailers to send out to people like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. and Marco Rubio and mm-hmm. all these people. And he would cover it and he'd send it to me and ask me to put them in mailboxes over town. So the you know the, the you know sympathetic mail carriers and parts of the city might take it and actually put it through the mail. Yeah. Actually, that's what I did today. So I was feeling so bad that I was like, "Crap!" And I pulled out one of the mailers that I have from Bob and I went to a uh, a post office on the other side of town and I dropped it off. So from the grave, he's telling Joe Biden, um, it, it, he's telling Joe Biden not to drone people. Basically. Damn. Um, he was really he was a really wonderful man. He 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 lived an amazing life, and in, in that he he always I don't know he he never expected anything in return ever for anything. He worked hard. He worked diligently, and he made he made a massive difference. Again, I can't I, I really just can't begin to put into perspective how how big his impact has been yeah. and. How many people, um, even in the department, like where I work, you have professors and stuff saying that sure. this is a guy that watched their back at a time when they were they were new and they were women and with this workplace yeah. and times were you know rough back then. Yeah, and what you know, he 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 just looked out for people. Yeah. That was Bob, and he Bob organized till the day he died. He was even when he couldn't he couldn't leave the house. He was he was active. Hmm. On the computer, he was sending things. He's helping people. He was making a difference. And I, that the problem is, is that, like I said, you know, Bob, Bob lost his wife. Yeah. He died alone. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it was it it was really difficult, especially for COVID and with him yeah. and stuff. And it was difficult to visit him. But he, God, he was so good. I wish we could. You know, I aspire to be like Bob. And and I think that one of the things that I learned from Bob. Is that um, I think in order to be like Bob, for me, I, I'm I'm feeling more and more like I I have to be willing to sacrifice everything. I don't mean like my life or anything like that. I I, I mean like really willing to like quit my job and reorient my life with the what I can do now, because I I I, mm-hmm. I just I cannot see staying in a salaried position under these conditions homeless people i yeah i literally i i I, yeah it it all starts to seem a little like pointless you know when when all of that is still going on right when people still don't have housing when people yeah it's it's but you know it's it's i guess we don't have to figure it all out right now but i i do want to Thank you, Julia, for sharing the story of Bob with us. I, I, I really yeah, yeah. Bob's a good guy. Yeah. Bob's a good guy, and the community charms, trying to reinvigorate. You're a good guy, too. I always enjoy talking life. to you, and, and, you know, I'm sorry that you, you're having a, a rough day or a rough week, and, uh, you know. I, okay, man. I love the song. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll make it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you absolutely will. You absolutely will. But and if it's any consolation or hey, leave, consolation let me leave. or whatever, it's it's I. You've made my week and day a little less rough 
by being here and and talking. So okay. I, I appreciate that. Well, let me, let me let me leave you with one last thing. Oh yeah, a little bit of levity here. I just got I just got this uh, door handle flyer for Marco Rubio for U.S. Senate here in Florida. Okay, hell yeah. Let's and see. on the front, it's on the on the front, it's got the basic Republican line nonsense, and on the back, it's all culture war. And this one's my favorite of what's on the back. It says, "Stopping the socialist agenda." <laughs> Marco Rubio in Congress proposing common sense reforms to counter the radical Biden agenda being pushed by Nancy Pelosi and the squad. So radical, dude. So fucking radical. Fucking cowabunga level radical. Ninja Turtles radical, dude. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Check this out. One more, one more. more. Holding China accountable for taking our jobs, devastating our communities with fentanyl, and stealing retirement funds from hardworking Americans. Oh, 100%. Because we definitely, Chinese definitely took our jobs. It's not like we fucking ship them over there with our own neoliberal policies. Of course not. Like, China came over here. Joe Biden and that. They were a little fucking ski mask, and they came over here, snuck over here, just like tiptoed around, and just stole all those good jobs and just stole them back to China. That's why we're in where we're at right now. It has nothing to do with U.S. policy. Of course, not. God, the culture war bullshit people get away with is so ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, you know, thank yeah. you so much for sharing that, man. I, I really appreciate you calling in. And uh, yeah, please call back anytime. It's a good vibe. We'll do, brother. All right, homie. Have a good one. All right. And thanks to everybody else. All right. And whew, I'm getting so tired. So tired. But I want to end it with so-so. Uh, we're gonna end the show and just bring you back up, man. I really enjoyed our conversation earlier. How you doing, homie? Hey, man, I'm I'm a okay. I'm a okay. I, I just had to hear old dude last last word, man. Yeah. Don't you ever like think about like like no disrespect to nobody, Please. but it's it, it just it just it just comes to a point. It'd be like, God damn, dude. Like, we all going through a different page, different chapter up in the book. Yeah. You dig know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, I'm 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 finna I'm finna do what I can just to talk to you. So it's like where the energy at? That's what I'm saying. You dig know what well, I'm saying? Well, but that's the thing, is that I think if all of us going through it and all of us understand that people are going through it in different ways, that should be a uniting force, right? Like Especially once we start understanding that all of us are going through it in similar ways because of a similar system. That that should be right, right. that should be like an awakening moment, like an aha. Like, well, look at that. Isn't it interesting that so many people have trouble paying rent when the rent's due in this society? Isn't it interesting that so many people don't get a lot of fulfillment it, from the type of work they do, even if they have it becomes it becomes interesting. I can't, you know, I can never say that word. You said it, you said it right to me. <laughs> it becomes interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come off the word, guys. It got, the shit got way too many syllables for right. me. So it becomes, <laughs> I hear that. I hear you. I hear you. I've been trying to say hegemony it, the whole night. Like, I, I don't know how the fuck. No, for real. <laughs> it becomes interesting when you run about your bills, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. And the only reason why it becomes interesting is it's just because that ain't yours. Mm-hmm. So so it's like at the end of the day, because I can't talk shit. Not at all. Shit. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out myself, but I be man, at the at the, at the end of the day, bro, it's like you gonna you gonna have to like uplift yourself because uh, we ain't 
motherfucker ain't always got the answers. Listen, I, I'm gonna say this to you, so so. My, I, I believe you can uplift yourself. I believe you. I believe that, but I want to also uplift you. My, yeah. I, I think I heard as it. a people, we're gonna like as a people, we're gonna get farther the sooner we start to realize that a lot of the oppressive forces that go against us are doing so in common interest uh, because they share a common interest in oppressing people and keeping people mm. from uplifting people. And they want you to believe that the only way up is by uplifting yourself because it makes it easier Therefore. to stamp down those people who are trying to uplift themselves of individuals. I'm sorry, but when you're facing Therefore. a system, when you're facing a system, you got it. You got to come together. You, you have to, the, the system has a much harder time. It's like fighting a war against individual people versus an army. So can I say this right quick? A whole, There's a whole a divide system, it ain't nothing but just a, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing but just a game plan. Like yeah. that's it. That's 100%. all. Like if people, if, if people were to, like if people were to ever read like your, your title for your name, then they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? The Fred Hampton in. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. People, so, but, so, you know, the so, Fred Hamptons so get that. And then they try to stamp down the Fred Hamptons <laughs> and act like the revolutionary force behind the Fred Hamptons has been stamped out. But those people who understood Fred mm. Hampton are still there. And, 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 you know, like, people, when you talk sense to people, they get it, like, you, you understand, they get it immediately because they feel it. Of course. They lived it. They of understand. Course. It's about the vocalization of it. So if you get the vote, if you get the Come people, that, which is why I say again, uplift yourself, cool. But the job should be to uplift, uplift each other, because that's where mm. the system gets real nervous, as they should get. And you know nervous. what? And, and you know what? And you know what? Another thing that that I want you to always remember, mm-hmm. you say, uplift us, and you know what I'm talking about, and I'm gonna lift you at the same time it's like shit like how many motherfuckers can i help you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. but that's you, the thing you, like 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 yeah, like, like come on because it's it's like it's like you still keeping me stuck up in the same vibe that, I hear that. i'm in I hear that. so I hear that. in so many words it's, it's like shit man like did you like nigga did you wake up with a smile today mm. Do you give a fuck today? I'm not gonna say good morning because i'm already <laughs> knowing like you looking just like me you yeah. think just like me so i'm gonna say yeah, no, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. say shit like, yeah. Do you give a fuck today? Yeah. I'm not gonna say good morning to you. Yeah. Do you give a fuck today? But that's here's the thing. And like, like, sometimes, like, not everyone can give a fuck every day though, too. But the more people you have across the board, who at times can pick up whenever you can't give a fuck that day, that's power. That's that's the ability mm. to collectively give a fuck continuously. Right? Like, that's, if you have enough people who, like, because I, I, you know, like, there are days where I just, I'm, I just don't want to do yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, I don't have yeah, the capacity. Yeah. I, did, I just don't have the time. I, I'm not there. Ask a preacher. Mm-hmm. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, for, for real, for real. So, yeah. So, it's like, you know, like, you know what the fuck it is. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get it. So, uh, like, ask, ask a preacher. Mm-hmm. The reason why that preacher done moved about the moved about the hood where everybody was complaining that, and he done moved somewhere else where motherfuckers, they got money, mm-hmm. and he ain't got to worry about the little old collection plate. You feel what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Ask a preacher. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, shit, like, dog, like, if, if, if you don't get it, 
I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I'm going to try to help you out, though. And by me trying to help you out, like, you steady trying to come to me and trying to figure this shit out. Like, like you steady trying to get mm-hmm. it. If that makes any kind of sense. It makes a lot of sense. That's the reason why that, that that's the reason why we stuck at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if, if you don't like where the fuck you at right now, so it's like, all right, bet. You don't want to follow the rules and the and the and the little old structure that your mama or your family members got up over here. Okay, so enlist your ass into the military, mm-hmm. the Salvation Army. You dig what I'm That's saying? A, yep. And the Salvation Army, you know, you know what they gonna do? They gonna help you out, and they gonna help you figure that shit out, and they gonna help you live because you done lost your memories. And since you can't get your memories back because you don't like home, mm-hmm. that's where the fuck you gonna go. You dig what I'm saying? And so so what I'm saying, too, with that, because I hear you, is I want to make more Salvation Armies that aren't, like, more of us, people like me, people who have capacity to get places, to provide mm. more of those opportunities for people, to provide more Salvation Armies so that the only Salvation Army available to people is not the fucking military. You know what I mean? Like, to mm. go kill some brown mm-hmm. people in some other country that we don't even know. Like, that's... Like, the only thing, like, 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 like the only reason why that they that they call it that or whatever is because with the military, it builds structure. It's a mind thing. So, when you enlist in the somewhere, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, I'm sorry. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a job. Excuse okay. me. Excuse yeah, me. yeah. It's a job. Like, that's what it is. And the reason why that I study is because I'm trying to check myself every time when I talk to you. So... There ain't there. There's nothing wrong with me at all. But if you really want some change, then it's like okay. So apply for an application to find your ass somewhere to stay. Right. You dig what I'm I saying? Did. I dig it. So yeah, like yeah, man. Like shit, dog. Like I'm going through it too. God damn yeah. it, man. I'm at the age right now. Shit, they call it midlife crisis, but that shit was like forced up on. Yep. You feel yep. me? And the only thing that. That I'm thinking about is the shit that is gone from me from the past. I ain't got no Damn, more memories. So every that. time when I look myself up in the mirror, I'm not able to see who the fuck I was. You talking about growth and development? Like now, it's like what it is that I see up in the mirror. It's just me, a wrinkled old motherfucker. Like I don't even get a chance to look at my old self because my memories is gone. So it's like shit, God dog. Like, I get it, bro. Like you sitting down, like you sitting down. You sitting down? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, get, like, get the fuck yeah. up. Like, come on, bro. Because I need you to get the fuck up just so that I'll be able to get the fuck up. So if I'm I take that, I don't want to. So, yeah, I'm get bro. Up. Like, if I take it, like, for real. So it's like, shit. Like, if, if, if I tell you, like, I don't want to hear what you got to say mm-hmm. anymore. Don't feel fucked up about it because I'm not telling you to leave away from me. I'm just telling you that I don't want to hear what it is that you got to say. Mm-hmm. Because I'm already knowing like nine times out of ten, you going to always listen to what it is that I got to say. If that makes any kind of sense. So it's like, yeah, bro, like, like, like let's come up together. Then. I hear that. I, I hear ain't that. got time to talk to you. I hear that. Like, give me a whole nother story. I hear that. Like when people, when, like, when people be talking about like the dead and all that extra mm-hmm. shit, no disrespect to them, mm-hmm. I can't bring them folks back. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I heard that. I can't brand on folks. You, you can you can tell us about it though. Like sometimes the old wrinkle motherfuckers who can sit down and tell you about something can give you more of a reason to stand up. If that makes sense, right? 
could get mm-hmm. like they, they, mm-hmm. they, there's a uh, who was it earlier it was sean talk about the the einstein and the experience aspect and the the wisdom shit mm-hmm. you know like like old head uh, there, there's a place for that old Man, head say. Too, honestly, <laughs> you, honestly. Know, you know what you know what old heads do hmm. They sit down and then they be thinking to themselves like they think to themselves so much just trying to figure this shit out. It just got to the point to where they thoughts were screaming Mm. and everybody knowing you. So now everybody is up in your business. So now you might as well be a celebrity. Mm. Now you might as well just just for real. (laughs) You might as well just just, just, just be a fucking celebrity. And the reason why you sound different is not because of the of the drugs that you do, mm. just understand that. Mm. Because uh, it's a it's a whole mindset. Yeah. Once yeah. once you find a reason to do anything, then that is when it becomes a problem. Real I hear this. I hear once you. you find a reason to do this, that, or the third, then yeah, yeah. Because I'm 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 unable to come to you without me feeling some type of way. Right. So yeah. Yup. Yeah. I hear Catch that. me. Catch me. Catch me sitting down, sipping up on some, uh, sipping up on some new Amsterdam with some cranberries. What are you talking about? The <laughs> fuck? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. Mm-hmm. I got you, man. So, so, thank you so much for calling in again, man. I gotta get to sleep. It's y'all. It's eleven twenty where I'm at. I can't. I have no idea how my mom's still out here. She she goes to bed at like nine, dog. I gotta like, I gotta get ready for tomorrow. But dude, please call back anytime. I usually do these Tuesday nights. For sure. So Tuesday for sure. nights, uh, usually like six thirty, six forty-five p.m. Central. Please call in. Would love to hear. At the humanness. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. At the humanness, bro. Follow me, dog, because I'm going oh, to get ready to go live. You got like a show so, or like, 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 What's it time. called? What's it at the humanness? I mean, I mean, but I'm, 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 I'm new to this. I'm, I'm new to this okay. real talk, cool, real bet. talk. So, yeah. so it's like shit. Like if if anybody wanna wanna like listen to me rant. Or whatever. I'm sure a lot like, of people. Let do. me. I'm sure a lot of people do. Like, let me pray to you. Shit. Yeah. Like I said, I was like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down drinking some New Amsterdam. That's very juicy. Hell yeah. Smoking, sm- smoking a Lucy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sean said he's gonna be there too. The humanist gonna be there, so you, you'll have at least a little bit of a crowd, man. So. So. I, I, I so you, bro. everybody, we all, we, 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 we all gonna pick it back up off of somebody. That's right. I definitely got you, bro. That's right. Go listen to an old head for a little bit. I'm not new Amsterdam. <laughs> come on, come on now. All right, homie. Good speaking with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Stay up. Yes, sir. All right, Sean. We're ending it with you, homie. What's going on? Oh, is he there? I, I'm literally about to fall asleep. <laughs> I can't believe this. Four and a half. Hours. Y'all, come on. Come on, y'all. This is a whole, this is a whole last night. July. What Allison, what y'all doing here? <laughs> Are you, y'all been here the whole time? Sean, okay. I, I can't. Uh, Sean's not unmuting or anything yet. So, you know what? I'm going to do my thing, and then we're going to bed. Thank you all so much for being here. Uh, I always have a good time with all y'all. Look, Allison making a quilt. Go ahead. Make that quilt, girl. Make that quilt. Uh, I think this is the longest show we've ever done. So, let's just... Here's the outro. Can you still have, okay, every, the, the reason everyone came here, can you still have life-sized pillows of big titty anime goth girlfriends in a socialist utopia? The answer is yes. But why is the answer yes? For the most part, 
listen, we have the productive forces. That is what industrialization has allowed us to have. We have the means of production. We have the ability to make enough to eliminate a lot of scarcity. The problem right now is not that we can't make cool things that people like. It's that the majority of, it's that the incentive for the things that we make under capitalism is always profit. It's not to eliminate scarcity. It's not to inform people of social programs. It's not to, to uplift people, to give people housings, to meet their needs, or really to meet their wants. It's about whatever it takes to make the money. Now we can eliminate a lot of bullshit by collectively owning the productive forces to where we can actually produce things without some of the anti-consumer incentives that come under capitalism, which are the need to constantly make a profit. So you get things like, plan, you get, uh, you know, situations where you're having like planned obsolescence or, or, or the creation of just shittier products for the sake of generating more capital over time. We can eliminate that. That will eliminate a lot of the externalities that, that end up being, you know, the causes of things like uh, climate change, global warming, same thing, right? If we shift to a more socialist uh, collective ownership of the means of production, yes. There may be a period of time where we have to just bring our productive forces back into balance with being stewards of the planet. Sorry, that's not a socialism problem. That's a capitalism problem to where we're at the point to where we are now, to where we're literally destroying the planet to live on it and produce shit. Maybe there's a period where I have to go a little bit without my big titty anime golf girlfriend pillow. But the idea is that that pillow will always be available to me in a socialist utopia. We're not, socialism is not anti-consumerism. It's not anti the shit you like. It's anti needless bullshit for the sake of creating profit and profit only. It's, it's, you know, look, we've talked enough. You understand, you're always smart. You're the smartest people ever, especially my mom, who is the best mom ever. <laughs> That's that's really all I have to say, y'all. I'm I'm I am so tired. I feel like I'm in a fugue state at this point. Um, thank you all so much for coming. You are the best, uh, the best chat, the best vibes ever. I hope you've enjoyed your stay at the Fred Hampton Inn Suites. Go check out Soso Show. If you're still up, if you're still quilting, you still knitting a quilt. He's gonna have some stuff to say. I bet you. I bet you. So, y'all take it easy and be good. All right. See you next time.